from behind I was almost swallowed whole By the thrill of the fight It wasn't for the money And it wasn't just for fun I wanted to make a mark I just wanted to be someone I heard the devil whisper in my ear uh-huh. He made his message clear When he said Welcome to Sweet Filet Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike McMasunas, for the last time. How's everybody doing today? I am doing great, guys, considering the circumstances. Um, this is it, guys. This is the last episode of STL. Man, crazy. Hard to believe. I never thought I'd be saying those words. But, you know, this is going to be a celebration episode. I got a lot of fun things planned. You know, we're going to get the the sad, sappy crap out of the way, you know, explaining why the show is coming to an end and then after that we're gonna have fun man we're gonna go out with the bang i got some special guests brought in just to uh help lighten up the party talk some memories and have some good laughs and just go out with the bang and, and just have a big celebration man i want you guys all to hang out with me and let's let's just have uh, let's just remember all the good times and and how things are going to be different but at the same time they're going to be the same and, and we'll get into that and things like that but uh, for this episode, you know, uh, I want to kind of do the same formats that's always done, you know, news, movie reviews, emails, stuff like that. You know, of course, music spotlight. Uh, I'll kind of get into details of how everything's going to kind of flow. But uh, for right now, let's go ahead and get into the last section uh, of, uh, of news that'll be done in STL. So uh, let's go ahead and get into that right now. Trying hard to fight these tears I'm crazy worried Messing with my head this fear I'm so sorry You know you gotta get it out I can't take it That's what being friends about I, I wanna cry All right, STL Nation. So we're not going to get into movie and music news specifically in this section. I want to get into the news of why uh, I've come to the decision to retire and and end the show, things like that in this section. Uh, So let's kind of get into it. So as you know, you know, STL, we've had a lot of fun all together. And uh, you guys, it always feels like as I'm recording, you guys are here with me just you know, I can just imagine you're here with me as I'm talking. It's pretty awesome. It's always been a fun thing, and 
it's always great uh, after the episodes are recorded and posted and the feedback you get and the response and everything like that is always cool. The interaction, things like that. Uh, you know, and of course, STL in its heyday was doing like, you know, five, six episodes in a month, man, crazy. But as you know, over the past year and a half or so, things have just, you know, I would definitely say uh, when I lost my job, you know, and I definitely say at this point in time, um, it's it's been a total blessing in disguise. Uh, everything that's happened and, and the new road that, that came about. So let me kind of get into some details. As you guys know about... About a year and a half ago, I was at uh, an insurance job for about 13 years, and uh, that really helped me get into podcasting and uh, be able to just have a different kind of schedule. And, you know, when you're sitting behind a desk for eight hours a day, you can listen to podcasts all day long. Now I don't ever really, I barely listen to podcasts, things like that. But I was always able to, you know, kind of watch movies, if you will, at my desk, you know, you know and uh, on my iPod was always fun come up with new ideas things like that of uh, plans future plans that I had for the show it it was just it was an amazing time and then uh, a situation happened where um, I couldn't prove that I did something and there was already a manager out to get me anyways and and I got let go and it it was pretty crazy and actually uh, within a three-month time frame you know uh, my sister-in-law myself and my boss were all let go on the first of a certain month you know April 1st July 1st October 1st things like that it was pretty crazy so I kind of thought you know like you know God why is this happening why why did I lose this job how am I supposed to support my family you know things like that so um, that's when you know I went on unemployment looked for a job and as you guys know or may not know uh, I always fix computers uh, on the side, I've always been a, a computer guy. So there's actually a computer business uh, in my in my town. So the very first place I ever applied to was the job that I got. Now the thing is, is it, it was a big pay decrease from my prior job. But I said, look, as long as I'm getting paid when I'm getting paid in unemployment, you know, I want to work here. And, uh, and I definitely, the cool thing with my job that I have now is because it's a small business, I make, I make, um, a difference in people's life every single day they call me I go out there and businesses and stuff like that to fix their network and servers and computers and things like that and they rely on me to get it fixed and it's an awesome feeling when you're in a big business you kind of feel like nobody gives a care but when you're in a small business you matter you make the company money and you feel the effects of that and it's always been awesome but being a small business I couldn't afford insurance um, they didn't offer insurance, if you will. It would cost too much. So uh, I did the Obamacare for my wife and I, but my kids, they qualified for the kid care thing, which was pretty cool. And at the time, I didn't realize how much this was going to come into effect. But uh, as you know, with the time change, schedule change, it was harder for Jameson and I to get together. Uh, it was just a different home schedule. So episodes weren't coming out as frequently. But I always promised you guys when I did an episode, it was always going to be at 100%. And then, uh, and then on February 22nd, my life changed forever. So what happened is, is that uh, my oldest daughter is 13 years old, Tabby. So um, for about three months, she was, uh, you know, she's a big water drinker, uh, never soda person. Uh, but she would go through like a, a case, 24 case of water. Uh, within like two to three days and then it was like clockwork at what time she would go to the bathroom things like that and then you know people were like oh that could be a sign of diabetes and it's like ah you're kind of in denial at that point but then when you get a letter from 
or an email from the teacher saying, hey, it's affecting her schoolwork. And you're like, okay, I'll take her to the doctor. So it was on a Friday that this happened. So on Monday, uh, I called the doctor and she was sick. She had a headache, stomach ache, didn't want to go to school. I said, okay, you're going to go to the doctor. And I had two choices. It was either go that night to the doctor or go the next morning. And I didn't want her to miss any school. So we took the late, uh, the uh, 6 o'clock uh, one. And it was a full moon that night. So uh, so we go there. And uh, we unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to eat beforehand. You know, I just got out of work. And uh, my daughter, her greatest fear in life is shots uh, and blood draws. It's not werewolves and vampires and going fast, uh, you know, on roller coasters, anything like that like that nope it's needles so she's like dad am i gonna have to get you know uh blood drawn or whatever it's just like yeah you're just gonna pee or whatever so then my my daughter got diagnosed with type 1 diabetes so for those of you who don't know because i don't expect you all to know uh type 1 diabetes is the non-curable kind type 2 is usually when it's weight driven and it can be curable but type 1 means that your pancreas uh is dead it can no longer create insulin so basically, you have to um, eight times a day. Uh, you do your blood sugar. You 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 know you check what your levels are, and then you uh, you get so many carbs you know per meals and per snacks, and then you give the insulin based off of that. And uh, so you know, and you think eight times a day. Well, I know somebody, and they don't do it that much. That's because they're doing it wrong. They're supposed to be doing it every single time. That they eat, so it's an eight—it's an eight-time minimum kind of thing uh, during the day. I mean, it, it's three times for meals, three times for snacks. Then she gets an additional one to help her through the night, things like that. But then also, if you go—if she goes for gym, she's got a test. So I mean, it's easily a minimum of eight times a day. Uh, and of course, you know, when this news broke, now my, um, for those of you who don't know, high blood sugar. Uh, you know, anything over 500 can put people in the shock. It's been known to happen. And my daughter was at 604. Uh, so obviously, you know, God was looking out for us that night because the doctor's just like, yeah, she's going to have to go to Rockford Memorial Hospital, which is pretty, it's not super far away, but it's just, it's not the local hospital. I was kind of like, why come to find out later? She was going to ICU and, uh, being in an ICU, she was going to the, uh, they have a pediatrics care department, which is pretty awesome. We'll get into that in a little bit. But, it, of course, my daughter, she's just bawling and crying, and, and it's just like, you have to go now. It, it, it was almost like you had the cops on you saying, uh, you're not allowed to leave. You're being escorted to the hospital. But because I had been there all, you know, her whole life, uh, it was her doctor, she knew that I would be responsible and take her to the hospital. But I was like, I got to tell my wife and things like that. Of course, my wife at the time was having problems at work and she couldn't really miss anything. But it, it's like if you miss it, you're going to get fired. But it's like, you know what? When it's my daughter, oh, well, kind of thing. So, you know, we went home um, and just bawling and crying and finding out she has diabetes. And it, it, just, it, tears you to, it tears you apart. It really does when you're just like, you know, how the hell did this happen? And then you find out, oh, it could be a virus. And you're like, what? There's 2 million people in this world affected by type 1 diabetes, and you mean to tell me my kid got a virus, but, you know, just some random virus took out my kid? But then, you know, uh, during the time in the hospital, my wife has thyroid disease, so you kind of find out that it's linked together, and you can accept it. I mean, yeah, it still sucks, but at least it's something that you can accept. You know what I mean? So, needless to say, um, you know, she was in the ICU for a long time, about 
uh, maybe 13 hours, and it was where they had to prick her every single hour on the hour to get her blood sugar down. So I could definitely say my daughter, she got over her fear of needles pretty fast, within about 48 hours. Now, myself, I passed out at the sight of needles and blood, so obviously I got over my fears and stuff pretty fast as well. Uh, it was pretty extreme, you know, and the cool thing is I had Jameson there uh, the whole time because... Um, you know, he knew exactly what I was going through and, uh, was always, was really there to comfort me, called me and gave me pointers and things like that. It was pretty awesome that, you know, um, he was there for me. I got everything worked out with work and stuff, but, uh, you know, in the ICU was pretty awesome. Uh, in that pediatrics care, we had the PlayStation, we had a PlayStation two and three, we had movies all the time. It was fantastic. Uh, but you, it's a whole new way of life from the way that you have to eat and live and it's expensive but getting back to the whole job thing what i mean by blessing the skies is that uh when i'm in the hospital they're checking her in and it says co-payments is due at this time and i'm thinking to myself you know my co-payments like six seven hundred dollars a night i don't have that kind of money but they afterwards they checked her in they weren't asking for any money and and then i come to find out through kids care you know, the whole hospital stay only cost me $3.80. It was amazing. And essentially, it's because of the amount of money that uh, my wife and I work, we qualify for, you know, it's like the, the medical card, if you will, or they call it kids care. And as long as I'm not making a certain amount of money, my kid will qualify for it. And here's why this is amazing is because it's like a thousand bucks a month for me to take care of my kid now uh with all the needles and insulin and, and uh it, it, it's a lot of stuff when you have type 1 diabetes very 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 expensive and if if i was at my old job under my insurance there's no way i could afford this i'd be bankrupt so it's like you know it's like it's kind of awesome that i work where i work because because i qualified for the help and it was pretty awesome so i actually had to go to work uh and say hey uh, I appreciate the fact you gave me a raise, but I kind of need you to never pay me any anymore because, you know, it kind of sucks when, you know, you're not allowed to make any more money to get help. You know, it's like nowadays people can't be together as a family. You got to be divorced uh, or live in separate houses to get help. And it really sucks. You know, when people are trying to do the right thing, you get punished for it and it sucks. So. So to keep my daughter alive, you know, I, I got to stay at a, my wife and I can't make so much money to, to get the help that we need. So I'm very, I'm very thankful and very blessed to be in the position that I'm in. And of course, the last thing on my mind was podcasting and things like that. But, but then when I got out of it, it was like, you know, uh, you're on a schedule, you know, it's, it's a two hour schedule, two, two and a half hour schedule of constantly keep it up of when to eat. Uh, because she she can only she has to eat at certain times, and, and it's a very strong schedule. Now, of course, uh, eventually things will get easier. You know, we've only been dealing with this for two months. You know, and and to you guys, you guys are such great friends of mine, and uh, this community means so much to me. I didn't want to leave the show hanging, and sure, I could take a really long break and not record for a year or two, but that's not fair. To you guys to just leave it hanging there so i thought it, it definitely was time you know jameson really helped me and come in to cope with it was the right thing to do to to retire and 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 close the chapter on stl 
you know, and, and just do one final episode to, to say thank you to everybody for all the years of support and love and everything like that. And, uh, you know, if, if, you know, God willingly something happens later in a couple of years, you know, eventually my daughter will be able to graduate to the pump and it won't be so hardcore style in regards to scheduling and things like that. But even so, my life is just so complicated right now and just so busy. I just don't have time to, to do this this thing that I love to do, this this podcasting thing, because it takes a lot of time. It doesn't it doesn't seem like it, but it does. It's a lot of prep time. It's a lot of recording time. It's a lot of editing time. It's just it's stuff. It's time taken away from my family, and and I've done that for four years. And and you know this this whole diabetes thing has brought our family closer together. So I need to keep it that way. So and I know you guys will will understand that and things like that. So you can just keep praying for me. How you know that, that everything will just get better. You know we're we're dealing with it better every single day. You know, um, but at the same time, I need I hate you know. Is something me and Jameson talk about that we hate it when we listen to a show that we've invested years in and then it just randomly stops and there's no goodbye episode. There's no way I want to do that to you guys. You you need to have some sort of closure uh, on the show. Even if it means forever, it means forever. Um, but at least it's something that you, you can have some sort of, okay, we had a beginning, middle, and end, and it was a fun ride. So uh, what I'm going to do for you guys uh, for this episode is uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk some movies. Uh, we're gonna do some short reviews on movies I've uh, I've talked about wanting to do for a while, and then uh, I'm gonna bring some guests on, um, and uh, we're we're gonna close out uh, with the hanging out with Jameson, uh, going back through the memories, uh, a lot of joking, uh, maybe maybe a little crying happened here and there, but you know I guess you'll find out, and then uh, we'll end the show with emails. Um, that you guys have emailed in. And then, of course, we're going to do one big music spotlight. I I can't pick one final song for the music spotlight, so I got a little trick up my sleeve, if you will. But we'll get there when we get to the end of the episode. And then for you music lovers out there, because STL is not just a movie show, it's a music show. Always has been and always will be. And if I'm, I got to keep the vision to the end. And uh, for those of you who love music, what I've done is, is I've collected every every song that I've ever played on STL that I absolutely love. I'm gonna play during the episode in the background. So it's kind of a bonus for you guys. If you don't really dig the music, the Underground Hour too much, you'll listen to this episode once and you'll never listen to it again. But for those of you who who love the Underground Hour and the music and stuff, it's something you can listen to the episode. Uh, for the first time, and then you can go back and, and listen to the songs and be like, okay, well, so what songs did Mike pick? And you can go back and listen to them and be like, oh, yeah, I remember that song. So it's kind of a special treat for those of you out there who love that. But, of course, I promise to keep it low enough to where you'll be able to hear everything going on, but just high enough to where the music lovers out there will dig it. So uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy that. So let's uh, let's get into... Uh, let's get into some movie reviews, man. And uh, of course, these aren't going to be overly long because I got a, uh, I got some movies I want to talk about, and there's just a lot of stuff that's going to be happening in this episode. So the first movie that I want to talk about is Deadpool. So let's get into that. X go give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to you. Knock knock. Open up the door to spill. With the nonstop pop out from stainless steel. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the mother. Uh, 
can I do it again? Cause yeah. I am like so I got to win. Break bread with the enemy. No matter how many cats I break bread with, I break who you sending me. You motherfucker never wanna know what your life saved. That's on a light day, I'm getting down. Down. Like it said freeze. But won't be the one ending up on his knees. Please. But the only thing you can't steal was came out to play. Stay out my way. Motherfuckers, we gonna rock. Do we gonna fall? Do we let it pop? All right, folks, so let's talk some Deadpool. So as you guys know, I'm, I love Ryan Reynolds. Um, you know, luckily I was uh, lucky enough to review one of my favorite Ryan Reynolds movies, uh, Buried, with Jason. That was super fun. Uh, but I got to see Deadpool. Uh, you know, my of course, my daughter uh, wanted to go see it. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to let you see this movie. So, uh, and my wife was, was sick, uh, or not really sick. She, she, she just wasn't super interested in it. So it was the first movie I actually went by myself to see for a long, long time. And this was right before Tabby got diagnosed. So, uh, man, I had a lot of fun with this movie. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, you know, I love how there's literally two two scenes that take place during the whole movie. The highway scene and then the end scene. It's pretty crazy. So, I love this movie. I thought it was everything it was cracked up to be. Um, it was it was super fun. I definitely agree with Jameson on his review as a five-star movie. Uh, I wasn't expecting it to be that good, and I can't wait for it to come out on Blu-ray. I'm going to watch this thing like crazy. So uh, I thought that the nudity was going to be off the wall insanity, and it wasn't. So I was pleasantly surprised there. Uh, I just I love the music cues. I just I loved everything about it. I thought it was super fun. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, of course, the X going to give it to you. Uh, it was pretty cool bringing that back. Uh, I love some of those X-Men jokes, especially just the the break in the fourth wall. Uh, all that stuff, man, it was just so good. Um, it's been, there's not really much you can say about Deadpool, just that you gotta, you gotta see it for yourself. And most, uh, there's very little people that I've come across who didn't like it. In fact, I, I don't think I've come across anybody who didn't like it. So, uh, Deadpool, it was fantastic. It was great. So, uh, let's get into BVS, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. He has the power to wipe out the entire human race. If we believe there's even a 1% chance that he is our enemy, we have to take it as an absolute certainty. The greatest gladiator match in the history of the world. God versus man. Day versus night. You're psychotic. syllable word for any thought too big for little minds i've known a few women like you oh, i don't think you've ever known a woman like me
Oh, boy. So I watched this. Uh, this was the first movie um, I took Tabby to see. Uh, you know, we we timed it specifically that it would be at her snack time. So, uh, you know, of course, I can't have her eat the popcorn there. Um, I got to know the exact carbs. So what I did is is we had our own popcorn. So I snuck it in. It luckily it had snowed the day before, so I was able to wear my winter jacket. So I so I snuck in her popcorn under my coat. Uh, bought the the diet uh, Coke there because you know diet doesn't count. Those are freebies. There's certain foods that are free, like cheese and meat, and uh, and diet stuff is, is free as well. So, and then of course she took her insulin in the bathroom uh, right before the movie started. So, and Tabby saw Man of Steel with me, and she absolutely loved it. And my wife was sick at the time of Man of Steel, and surprisingly she was sick at this time. So my wife and my my youngest stayed home, and I told my youngest she wasn't going to go anyways. So I went into this movie with, uh, with man, my, my heart being broken because of all the, the hating and the reviews on this movie. And I was just like, you know what? I just got to go in with an open mind and no expectations just to see what's delivered. So um, there now there's some things that I, I really, really love in this movie. There's some things that, you know, I definitely, you know, I don't like. But, uh, okay, so let's kind of talk about things I don't like. Now, as you know, I'm not a critical guy. So, you know, editing, if you will, is not something I typically bring up. But for sure, in this movie, it's pretty obvious. You can tell that these scenes, some scenes just didn't flow right together. I mean, especially when the nightmare scene starts, it's like, where the hell did that come from? Now, I am going to be talking a little bit of spoilers here. Not too much. Uh, so, you know, I'll let you know when I'm going to get into spoiler territory, okay? Uh, but... Uh, the editing, there were like two or three moments in the movie where it was just like, it, it was just so so bad where it's like, you know, 30 minutes is a huge amount of time in a movie. So I really can't wait to see the, the real version that comes out on Blu-ray. It kind of sucks that, you know, the version that's in the theaters um, isn't the true version, you know. Um, so, all right, so... In regards to to Batman, so uh, Ben Affleck was great as Batman, absolutely great, I, and I never I never doubted him as being an awesome Batman. There's some choices that are made with the Batman character, so uh, I guess this is kind of slight spoilers, but most of you probably already know this already. Batman Batman kills folks in this movie. However, Batman's killed in every freaking movie, okay? Even in the Nolan movies. I mean, Batman Begins, he freaking blew up a temple and there was dudes in there. So, I mean, Batman's killed in every movie. So, let's be honest, okay? Uh, I think I'm okay with it. It depends on the universe that's set up. Like, Batman Returns, I always have problems with. I'm like, well, Batman lit a dude on fire and then he blew another guy up. But I rewatched it recently and I gave that movie a lot of crap. And I really actually enjoy Batman Returns a lot now. So it kind of depends on the universe that's built. So uh, since this is supposed to be the, the, the most realistic world that we can be in, if you will, and how the world uh, kind of going off a of man of steel, how would the world react to an alien coming, you know, for the first time coming across an alien? How would we react? And man of steel did a really good job of, of how people would react. So kind of the same thing when it comes to Batman. Uh, you know, Batman doesn't flat out go out there and, and stick a gun to your head and blow your brains out. But at the same time, if you're in the situation, he's going to take you out. This is a bitter Batman. He's been doing this for 20 years. 
you know, and that's kind of the arc of the character is to show you that they even call it out that he breaks his own rules where he's branding people and killing people, which is something that he never used to do before. So I'm sure when we have this movie, this prequel movie, we're going to see a Batman who didn't do the stuff that he does in this movie. Uh, of course, Ben Affleck, I just some of the shots were just like, man, he looks he's the best looking Batman, period. I mean, obviously, behind fighting wise, hands down, yeah, he's straight out of like the Arkham games. It's fantastic. The thing with the suit, there's two things I'm still not in love with: the big logo. I've never really liked it too much in the small ears, but it's something I can get over. It's really not a big deal. It's not a, it's not a, um, you know, uh, a, a grade breaker at all. You know, like where I'd be like, oh well, this would be you know rated an A, but now it's a B because I hate the costume. Not really. It's just. It's just a tiny little nitpick that I'm not too fond of. Uh, but I understood why Batman was doing what he was doing in this movie. Um, I could tell you that during the fight, this is a little bit of a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear this part, maybe fast forward, you know, like, I don't know, a minute. But it's the first time where I I didn't like Batman. Batman in the fight is the bad guy. Uh, Batman is a total jerk off during this fight. Uh, unfortunately, um, I, the marketing of this movie sucks. I was defending it, but man, the trailers gave everything away. I was like, there's no way the trailers gave everything away. There's plenty to save. There's only one thing it didn't give away. That's it. Everything else, it's like I saw. The whole entire fight, I saw in the trailer. There's little tiny things here and there, but outside of that, the this whole the whole all the marketing gave way too much away, which is probably the the fault. The biggest fault that I can say of this movie is the fact that the marketing was terrible and gave you everything that happened in the movie, and then the editing is 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 crap. So, um, but with that being said, um, I like the arc that they took with Batman, and and by the end of it, uh, he was he was brought back to the light, which is what I wanted. I wanted a Batman, a whole Batman, if you will, to have Superman bring him back to the light. That's what I wanted at the end of the movie, and that's what I got I was super happy with. There's a lot of folks who aren't too happy with the way Superman's story went down. Um, I want to watch it a few more times because, see, I definitely can say Man of Steel is the better movie. I love Man of Steel. I always have, and the more I watch it, the more I absolutely love it. And and I got to the point now where I'm done defending that movie. I'm to the point where it's like, do you love Man of Steel? Awesome. Do you hate Man of Steel? Great for you. I'm, I don't want to talk about it because there's no point in defending that movie anymore. It's just it's a waste of my time. So I'm done. Just like defending The Dark Knight Rises. I'm done with defending it. Whatever. So same thing with Man of Steel. Same thing goes with this movie. I, it, I'm, I'll be like this. If you enjoyed Batman v Superman. Awesome. That is fantastic. If you didn't like Man of, if you didn't like BVS. Hey, I understand. If you hate this movie, hey, I understand. I can see why this movie is so divisive, which really sucks. This is not a good way uh, of having the DCU universe started. It really blows. I'm hoping Suicide Squad nails it out of the park and it's a five-star movie and people will shut the hell up. But I guess we'll see what happens when that comes out. But uh, BVS, though, um, I, I, you know, I walked out at a four. And I think at this point I'm at a three and a half until I see the three hour cut. Maybe it'll it'll bump it back up to four. And that's okay because I said I wanted a four star movie going into it. I didn't want to I knew there's no way it was gonna be a five. And I'm okay with that. So Man of Steel is still the better film. That that's a five star movie to me. I love Man of Steel. It's fantastic. My favorite Superman movie ever. So uh I mean I will 
I will I will shout to the rooftops on how much I love Man of Steel. But if you shout to the rooftops about how much you love Batman v Superman, you're going to get shot. So that's okay. It's who would have thought that BVS would make Man of Steel the the better movie, right? I mean, that's pretty funny. So uh, I gave Man of I gave uh, BVS three and a half stars. That's currently where I'm at. Uh, week four, you know, I'm hoping when I see it a couple more times, it's going to raise the the thing up. But just first time seeing it, um, and I've had a lot of time to digest it. Um, that's kind of where I'm at. So there you go. Um, so I kind of had a, a few requests for some other. Oh, real quick, let's get into best Batman's. So the question is, is Ben Affleck the best Batman? Well, I'm going to actually take it a step further. My favorite Batman is uh, is. It's kind of the same. It's the Batman from the Batman Arkham games is actually a continuation of Batman the Animated Series, obviously, because you have all the same voices from Batman the Animated Series are in the Arkham games. But that Batman is my all-time favorite Batman. The Batman Arkham City, Arkham Knight, uh, that's my favorite Batman. Kevin Conroy, the voice, being Batman, that suit... Uh, the Arkham City suit is fantastic, but the Arkham Knight suit, oh my god, it, I'm like in love with that suit. And I hated it at first. When I first saw it, I'm like, that's but ugly. But when I but when I started playing the game, I fell in love with it. It's pretty cool in Arkham Knight. I could be every Batman there is. Michael Keaton, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, uh, animated series, it's awesome. I, I love Arkham Knight. So, uh, fantastic, fantastic game. But that's my favorite Batman of all time is the Batman Arkham Batman. Uh, in regards to movie, you know, Ben Affleck uh, currently doesn't beat Christian Bale because Christian Bale has been Batman three times, okay? But Ben Affleck has the potential to be my favorite of all time, probably by the next movie because he was so awesome in this movie, but we didn't get a whole lot of him, you know? I, by far, he's the best fighting Batman, hands down, you know? Uh, he's got an awesome Batmobile. I love that Batmobile better than the Tumblr. But, I mean, the Tim Burton Batmobile is the best Batmobile, period. Uh, the best score is the Tim Burton score. But the Dark Knight Trilogy score was fantastic. I do like this Batman theme that's in BVS. But, you know, nothing really beats that, that Tim Burton one. So, th- that's the cool thing with Batman. It's like it's like opening up a comic book. There's different versions of Batman. And there's different uh, variations. So, if you want a funny Batman, watch this. If you want... A jokey, you know, if you want a serious one, watch this. If you want a killing Batman, watch this one. It's pretty cool. So those are my, that's my favorite. So, all right, uh, let's get into uh, another movie review. All right, so I did get a request uh, to do Last Action Hero. I can tell you that movie is reviewed uh, with uh, with Jameson later on in this uh, episode. Because I recorded that with Jameson last night. So I can tell you ahead of time what's going to happen in the future. So actually, Jameson and I did go ahead and review that. Uh, unfortunately, Over the Top, I totally forgot to bring that up with him. Uh, so Over the Top, obviously fantastic soundtrack. Love that song, Kenny Loggins. Uh, one of my favorite Sly movies. Um, you know, that, that movie still holds up to this day. Still still pulls at the heartstrings. Um, I really dig just the just everything in that movie. It's good times. Um, all right, so let's get to the final review, the ultimate review, the swan song review, the Karate Kid Part 2. Obviously, I'm not going to take two hours to review this, okay? We're going to we're gonna do this fast, but I got to save the best for last. So I promised my last movie review would be the Karate Kid 2, so let's do it. Let's get into the Karate Kid Part 2. My father, he 
very sick. You see your father, then you see me. You prepare to join him. I wait long time for this. You will destroy village? No. You will. It's your teacher's fault. If you were a man with honor, you would live. They are falling in love again. Did I tell you you look beautiful? No. Well, you do. Can we call this off? Why don't we just leave? Impossible, Daniel, sir. Get back or kill our own. It's not tournament. It's for real. All right, The Karate Kid Part 2. Wow, the sequel to my favorite movie of all time. Oh, my gosh. Where do I even begin to start talking about this movie? I guess let's kind of talk about the basics. Okay, so we got the same crew, Ralph Macchio, Pat Morita back. We even have the same director, John G. Avelson. We got the same producer, Jerry Weinstrup. Even the same music, Bill Conti. Now, let me, let me first start off by saying this. Uh, there's some moments in this movie that are better than Karate Kid 1, uh, starting with the score. The, the When this movie opens, the score immediately is different. It's the same as Karate Kid 1, but but different. It, uh, that even makes any sense. Just, man, the way it sounds is almost haunting, if you will. But what's really cool is, is when the opening credits start and the moment that it says uh, the Karate Kid Part 2, it's like the music says it for you. It goes, the Karate Kid? Part two. I mean, of course, there's no words, but the way that the music hits, it's like, do 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 do. You know, it's it's so awesome. So next time you watch it, just follow along to the music. When as soon as the title hits, it's like the Karate Kid Part Two. So the score, fantastic. I mean, the the muse, the score in Karate Kid One is a ten out of ten. In this movie, it's like an eleven out of ten. Fantastic, greatest score of the whole series. It's awesome. For a long time with this movie, I had problems with it. And it wasn't problems in regards to... Um, it was always like, why don't I love this movie as much as I love the first one? It was always my problem. I always knew that this movie was fantastic from beginning to end. And there was never one scene in the movie that I would take out. There was never a scene that I didn't love. but it was always, Or I didn't like. But it was always like, why don't I love this movie more than the first movie? And that's okay. I've come to the realization that's okay because it's a different kind of story. You know, the first movie is the story of Daniel. This movie, it's a story of Mr. Miyagi. And I'm okay with that. That's why part one and two is a perfect one-two punch, as John the Mailman would always say. And that's why the Blu-ray set that was released is only Karate Kid 1 and 2 because the studio don't give a crap about part three or part four. So it's a perfect one-two punch. Uh, I like how it starts. It obviously opens up uh, with showing you segments of the first movie. Uh, even the opening sequence you think is uh, having all the guys come back to film that scene. You know, the Cobra Kai and Mr. Miyagi versus Sensei Kreese. But that was actually the ending of the first movie. Can you imagine if we go back in time and we add this scene to the end of the Karate Kid 1? It doesn't have the same impact to it. Having that crane kick, Daniel winning the tournament... 
and Johnny's saying, you're all right, Lulu Russo, good match. And then it's like, hey, Mr. Miyagi, we did it. We did all right. Got the smile on his face. Perfect ending. But then you add this scene right after it, as it was intended, and you end with Daniel and Mr. Miyagi walking to their vehicle. Doesn't have the same punch. So this is one of those movie decisions that made 100% sense of why they cut it and saved it for the sequel. And I thank God they did. So now obviously this movie... Uh, this movie takes place six months later. Unfortunately, we don't get uh, we don't get Elizabeth Shue, which really sucks. I like to think in the Karate Kid universe, Daniel and Ali got married. Uh, I think maybe that's probably why I was always pissed off at Kumiko because I'm like Kumiko for real. Why you gotta be taking all up Ali's spot? But I, but you know what? As you get older, you know um, you, you learn to deal with things. So I think maybe as a kid I was like, this movie's boring. But you know what? It's it's supposed to it's not supposed to be boring, but this movie tells a story. Just like this is like is like Rocky. You know, uh, as Jameson and I will will talk about the Rocky series. That's our favorite series we ever did together. It's not a boxing movie. It's a story about a guy and his woman and and the ups and downs of this guy's life. And that's exactly what the Karate Kid is. It's a story of a kid and and his best friend. And and part two is about 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 Daniel's best friend going through a super hard time, you know. And and once I started to realize that as I got older, I started to watch this movie more. And again, even as a kid, I was like, oh, I really like Karate Kid too. But I didn't love it, you know, and it was always like, well, it's Mr. Miyagi's story. And it's kind of boring. There's not enough karate going on in there. Uh, but there's some scenes that I really dig, you know. But as I got older, I started to appreciate this movie more and I looked at it differently. Just like the Rocky series, I watched it for what it was and I really fell in love with the movie. Let's talk about the greatest scene in the Karate Kid series and that is the ice breaking scene. That by far is is so amazing from from beginning to end the way the music is playing you know what daniel says you know chosen i mean god i can see why everybody hates the karate kid 3 so much because you got chosen a guy who wants to kill you and then in part three you deal with mike barnes who just wants some points it's stupid and dumb and it's like oh my gosh it's like there's karate kid 1 and there's karate kid 2 there's no other movies that exist after this uh so Chosen is an awesome bad guy. He's the he's the great successor to Johnny because Johnny just wanted to kick your ass, but Chosen wants to kill your ass. Huge difference. So I like that they upped the stakes in this one because in Okinawa, you know, honor, you know, if, if that's broken, you're going to die. I like the stakes in this movie. It raises the bar. You know, it's like, you know, they always say in the sequel, you got to go bigger and badder. And that's what they do in this movie, but they do it in such a such a slow it's a slow burn i'd like to say this movie is a slow burn it just builds and it builds and it builds and it builds and it builds and i love that and uh i mean obviously gloria love fantastic uh this movie you know was the first movie was an underdog movie uh, which is perfect because it was an underdog story but this is what created the merchandising because if you want if you look at all the toys and stuff that came out it's the karate kid that's when karate kid 2 came out but they just put the karate kid on the logo so uh it's just it's funny how you know the budget was 13 million and it made 115 million you know it's like this started the karate kid franchise so i definitely say that uh, I, I love how it switches. It's not the same story as the first one. It's completely different. It's telling the story of Mr. Miyagi. The score in this movie, there's multiple times where I cry 
watching this movie because the score is so emotional. Uh, perfect example after his after Mr. Miyagi's dad dies and they're sitting at the at the sunset, you know, and he's crying and Daniel's telling his story. It's by far my favorite. You know, that scene is is still so good, man. It, it still gives me it still gives me tears when I watch it. Um, and then the other one would be um, when uh, you know he's just uh, like looking, uh, getting ready for. Um, oh gosh i'm trying to think no that's this, that's the only scene that really gets me choked up is that one but just the way the visuals look and uh i love when daniel's kind of doing his training when he's doing the breathing and they got that shot of him where he's just you know by himself uh training that's awesome so the end battle absolutely great uh it doesn't last very long it's only like three minutes long but i love watching it because daniel is just he he's getting he's kicking ass as much as he's getting his ass kicked, which I really enjoy. You know, uh, it's pretty cool when when Mr. Miyagi says, "Danielson, this no tournament, this for real." It's like you at that moment you're like, "Holy, you know, crap!" You drop the popcorn in the theater and you're like, "Daniel might not walk out of this movie." You know, that's pretty awesome. Talk about raising the stakes. So. Um, in regards to, you know, just the characters in the movie, I mean, obviously, I really dig uh, Kumiko, which uh, for those of you Teen Wolf fans, uh, Kira, Kira's mom, is actually Kumiko. So it, it's pretty cool. I kind of get to, every time I see her, it's like, oh, man, I, I just think of Karate Kid too. For those of you who like B.D. Wong, uh, who was in Law & Order SVU, he was the psychiatrist. And if you watch Gotham, which I hope you don't because it's a terrible show. But if by any chance you do, uh, you know, Hugo Strange uh, is B.D. Wong. He's actually in this movie. He's the guy that uh, goes up to, oh, you come to the dance tonight. Oh, see you there. That's his first movie. So good times. Uh, I, I love the the Bondi, um, the Bonsai dance. Is it the Bondi? What the hell kind of dance? I should know this. I love the dance at the end. It's awesome. I really dig the rescue scene, and I really dig Sato. Sato is awesome. It's pretty cool because, you know, in Karate Kid, you think Mr. Miyagi is this invincible guy. You know, it's like he's the first superhero of the 80s, if you will. And then you meet, he's got a guy who, who meets his match, you know, his best friend. You know that this guy if he fought Mr. Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi might not walk away. It's pretty cool. It's like they have the perfect stakes in this movie. You got you got Mr. Miyagi's mortal enemy and Daniel's got a guy who just wants to kill him cuz he doesn't like him. And he and he defend and broke his arm. Number 1, Chosen doesn't like Daniel right off the bat because he's Mr. Miyagi's, you know, student. So he hates his guts anyways. And then when Daniel does the where he breaks the thing and it makes him look like a fraud, which he was, he's fraudulent. Then he's like, "No, oh, you you just dishonor me again and i kill you you know so immediately chosen just wants to kill daniel just probably because he doesn't like the way he looks i don't know but it's awesome so the the stakes are definitely higher in the karate kid too uh but the pacing is different you know in the first movie you had a lot of action scenes daniel was always getting his ass kicked every couple of minutes so it always kept things entertaining but in this movie daniel already knows karate there's not a whole lot of action sequences, so you really got to be invested in the story. I think that's, if there's any weakness in the movie, it's you just can't expect to have the same kind of action sequences you had in the first one. I'm not saying action like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger blowing things up, but I mean, come on. Daniel gets his butt kicked in the first movie, 
And he doesn't in this movie. I mean, he does, but it's different, you know. He gets, you know, punched in the stomach, but it's cool because then he hits Chosen in the nuts later on in the movie. So it's a different kind of pacing, but I I dig it now. I appreciate it. So I would say as a kid, I did I I liked the movie because it was Karate Kid, but now as an adult, I love the movie. Uh, it, it's five stars, but the Karate Kid's ten stars. So. You know, no movie will ever be better for me than The Karate Kid. But The Karate Kid 2, uh, unfortunately, I can't say I've watched it 500 times. I think I've seen The Karate Kid 2 maybe 30 times, I would say. 30, 35 is probably a good estimate. And I should definitely have it more in my rotation. But I think it's just because I want to continue to appreciate the movie. You know, the first movie... Because I've seen it so many times, I don't appreciate it like I should. You know, I, I can I can do the whole movie in my head. But Karate Kid 2, I actually have to watch. And I have to pay attention. And I have to enjoy the music. And I have to enjoy the characters. And I, I want to keep it that way. So I think that's why I purposely try not to watch Part 2. Part 3, I tried to convince myself for a long time that, oh, it's the best of the series. I don't know why. I, I was going through a phase as a, as a dumb teenager thinking it was great and that's when you find out how terrible of a movie it really is because nobody wanted nobody was nobody was you know in that movie trying to make it you know uh but it's a fun guilty pleasure get drunk which i don't get drunk but if i did get drunk i'd you know, i'd call jameson up and say hey you want to go get drunk and uh watch karate kid 3 he'd probably be all like hell yeah let's go do it son i'll, I'll have to ask him next time i see him at the zoo be like hey man you want to go uh you want to go get together next week and do this uh, I'll have to take a bet. We'll have, I'll have to let you guys know what he says. Good times. So, but anyways, Karate Kid Two, uh, one of the greatest sequels to a movie you can watch, hands down. Uh, I know Jason over at Flix, Karate Kid Two is his favorite of this series, and I can't go up to Jason and say, "Dude, you're wrong." And I mean, of course, it's your opinion, so your opinion is never wrong. But I mean, you know what I'm saying. You can't be a jerk to somebody. You, I mean, you can be and and say. Dude, you're wrong. This movie's better. But if, if you know, Jason told you know told me Karate Kid Two is my favorite. I'm like, that's cool. I can you know I can see where he's coming from. I can see why it's his favorite. So that's pretty awesome. So Karate Kid Two still holds up to this day. Fantastic. Five stars uh, for sure. I wish I could have done a commentary track on it. Unfortunately, you know, it didn't work out. But at least I got to review the movie. So and I will continue to appreciate this movie. Uh, through the years and uh, it does look fantastic on blu-ray so if you haven't had a chance to get that that special collector's box it's awesome by the way uh, of karate kid one and two which is really weird that they have karate kid three pictures in that box set but anyways uh it's it's a fantastic set karate kid one and two look amazing on blu-ray so that's it guys that is the final review of stl um, I hope you guys are ready to bring it. We're going to bring in some guest stars now. Uh, and I want you to sit back and enjoy and have some fun, have some laughs. And then uh, we'll get into some emails. So I will, uh, I'll talk to you guys in a little bit. So enjoy the guest host. It's some good times. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Time traveling Peter. So what's up, man? How's it going? Pretty good. How you doing, man? I am doing okay. So... I really don't have an agenda, just just to chill and hang out, I guess, for a little bit. So, Well, I thought you invited me on to take over, sweep the leg, no? What? <laughs> invited you to take over? Oh, man. Didn't I promise that job to somebody else? 
Yeah, well, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I got nothing for you, man. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Okay. Oh, I know why you're on to do the Back to the Future 2 review. Oh, right. That's that's what we're doing. We're going to do the live commentary right now. Right. Uh, so everyone get your Blu-ray ready. Okay, here we go. All right. And this movie's better than the original. Boom. There you go. Review done. Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, one complete saga. One, one complete, complete saga. saga. Very good. You know, Back to the Future probably is, wouldn't you say, the only one of the very few where the saga is completely in a matter of like a couple days like yep, it's continuous yeah you like, know it, it picks up right after the last one yeah, yeah continuous from beginning to end so it's, it's like a uh, karate kid one and two i would say like right that. right karate kid one and two although karate kid two takes place six months later though after. Well, technically, it starts right after the fight because he's taking a shower right, in, the, it does. in the locker room. But, but that, then it jumps. Right. And that was filmed for the first movie. So right. there you go. But so, we'll get into that later. We're, we're not getting into technicalities here. Of course not. <laughs> but yeah, um, can you think of any other series? Since you know you're the Back to the Future guy. Can you think of any other series that had... A beginning, middle, and end in like consecutive order. I mean, mm. can't really say that with Star Wars, and can't really say that. Would you say that with the Lord of the Rings movies? I don't know. I never really watched any of those, so I think Back I, to the Future is one of the only ones. So I, I would, I, I would say Lord of the Rings is, yeah. Oh, it is. Okay, there you go. Uh, but, but I, I'm not the one. I mean, I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings fan, but it is about one journey in, in the whole rings, right? I mean, um. I'm sure someone will correct us. Yeah, you you got me on that one, man. I don't <laughs> I don't watch any Lord of the Ring movies, so it's okay. So no, the uh, America's co-host would be, have the answer for that. Uh, have it's, the answer for you. It's true. So uh, so, sir, um, I guess the uh, you know you wanted to come on just to you know you didn't want to send a simple email, which got some emails. Those have been awesome, but you wanted to come on to kind of have one last hurrah, a little bit, say goodbye, but. Uh, it's kind of cool, uh, you know, if people don't really know your story, which if they've been listening from the beginning, they know your story. But uh, you're you're kind of the uh, the baby <laughs> of uh, STL, if you will. Essentially, uh, I got you in the podcasting, which is pretty cool, and you've built your own empire. So it's kind of the legacy of STL lives on in podcast form, even if the show is retired, it still lives on. Because uh, not only have you had a show, but you've created other shows. So why don't you kind of tell the folks about it real quick before, uh, you know, in case they haven't had a chance to kind of keep up with you. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, I I wasn't I didn't plan on this being like a changing of the guards kind of thing. I I don't know how many of the uh, members from the STL Nation actually listen to me. But, yeah, uh, Mike, you are the man who got me uh, into. Well, you, you helped me get my start. You know, uh, I started Hydrate Level 4. You were my first guest. Um, and I was your, well, you were the show where I made my first guest appearance as well. So, you know, I went on to do, you know, a similar thing. I, you know, go back and watch the movies I grew up watching. I started out, you know, reviewing movies with my son Phoenix. And as he got older, he got more involved in other things, you know, like after school activities. He does parkour like three times a week. So he's very athletic and, and, um, 
you know, he's just very busy, so he doesn't have the time as much as me uh, anymore. So now, you know, I kind of rely on getting guests coming on. I have a bunch of like rotating guests that do like to come in and out. So, you know, we review a lot of the same movies that you did and just kind of staying within like the 80s to the 2000s. And sometimes I'll do some new releases as well. So, but yeah, since then, man, it's become, um, I'm trying to do my best Jameson Rabbit uh, impersonation, right? <laughs> I, I started all these other shows, you know, I do another show where, you know, uh, I do a list, you know, with a co-host of mine, we pick a topic and we do our top five every week. Uh, I'm part of another group of podcasters on a TV um, podcast where my co-host and I, we review Fuller House, you know, so any Full House fans, you know, you can uh, check us out out there. Um Let's see what else I, I do the back to the future animated series uh review on another podcast wow um, what, what else do i do oh and then i do another another podcast where i review a movie uh and it's it's remake you know called original remake so so a, a lot of fun ones you know we did a halloween one i, I know you said you were going to check that out i don't know if you ever did um i did uh i don't know Whenever your co-host was liking something to Rob Zombie, I tuned him out. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, but if I remember correctly, uh, I think you gave all props to the original, and if you gave any props to Rob Zombie, I think I shut it off and then would return later. And then every time you would uh, give props to Rob Zombie, I'd shut it off again and come back later. So hopefully. It's been a while now. I can't remember. I don't think you. I think I only had to turn you off twice. So well, I, I think um, you know, uh, spoiling that one. My co-host, co-host and I, we we actually uh, agreed that the original was clearly better. Yes. Um, you know, and uh, he he was actually a, a big Halloween fan as well. May, maybe not as big as you. No. But you know, no one's as big as you for uh, clearly. But clearly, uh, yeah, it was one of his favorites growing up as well. So awesome. But uh, Mr. Jameson Rabbit was also a uh, a co I mean, a guest host on that show and uh we we talked about the walk with joseph gordon levitt yeah so i mean look at you man you're uh geez louise you created a monster man it's like it's like me in my heyday son when i was doing like five or six episodes a month man oh you're right you're right you know so uh, i'm doing my best uh mike mack and uh uh, america's (laughs) co-host here good times man well i i gotta say um if anybody never checked out any of your shows for whatever reason. Uh, I would say, though, that I had an absolute blast redoing my review of The Heavenly Kid uh, on Hydra Level 4. We did that uh, last year, and uh, I got to say the things I never got to say or kind of... uh, It was always one of the reviews that I wanted to redo over. So luckily, I got to redo all that on your show, and I think you had a lot of uh, a lot of hits on that one. But for those of you out there, uh, if you never got a chance to check it out uh, and you really enjoyed the first time around of the Heavenly Kid, check that episode out because man, it was a lot of fun. We talked a lot of stuff, played a lot of cool music. Um, it was definitely an STL type episode for sure wasn't really a hydrate level it was more of a stl hybrid show it was it was uh and for those that haven't checked out my show it's clearly because i'm no mike mack that that's the only reason they're not checking out my show I, <laughs> you know no one can do it like you 
But uh, to kind of piggyback on what you said, yeah, Heavenly Kid, it was a it was an awesome episode. I want to say maybe episode eight, so it was really early on, and you produced that one there, so you edited it and oh, everything. That's true. So yeah, so it sounds amazing only because of you. So that was you know I was still learning the ropes, uh, you know I didn't quite know the editing, and I was still a brand new podcaster, so you know I was very uh, microphone shy, as you will, you know. Ah. Uh, so you know the, the the first I don't know twenty some odd episodes, I was still trying. Trying to, trying to get down the format, trying different things here and there. And, you know, if you listen to like our first few episodes compared to like the last few episodes, I've, I feel that I have grown as a podcaster too. So, oh, yeah. Um, so maybe, you know, start off with some of the newer stuff so that way you don't get turned off by like, oh man, this is how this, how this guy sounds, you know, like in the first few episodes. So, uh, yeah, g- give it a shot. You know, uh, I have a fun time and I get some pretty uh, great guests on as well. Uh, if anyone wants to hear Jameson on the show, he was on there for the original Psycho review too, so one of his favorites, and and that was a pretty um, pretty fun time. True enough, and you know you haven't had a chance to hear it yet, but I'll be doing plenty of ripping on myself tonight, so uh, <laughs> including those earlier episodes. But that's true, I did. I took full control of that episode. I said, "You ain't touching this. This is all mine. It's my baby." That's right. I did edit that. That's right. Yeah, that, yeah, that was it. I uh, I gave you uh, all I did was I told you, hey, I was thinking about inserting some music as we talked about certain scenes because it had such an amazing soundtrack. Yes. And then uh, the next morning, uh, I you're like, hey, I edited it for you. Here's a file. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Up, yeah. Uploaded it, and it's funny, uh, you know, a little spoiler here, but when you first play that episode is going to sound like an STL episode because you actually open it up. You know, we were having some fun with that there, you know, with you hijacking the show. It's so, true. Fun I gotta, times, man. I, it was fun times. I got to go back and check that out. So I can definitely say I'm very proud of you, man. Uh, you, Thank you. You went from uh, time traveling Peter because you refused to listen to new episodes. You had to go back to the past and I told you don't because I hated those, but you did anyways. You persevered through, and you finally caught up to me and Jameson, became time-traveling Peter. And then you got to the point where you stopped emailing. So when that happened, I was like, okay, well, it's time to retire STL because if Peter don't care about writing <laughs> in, it's his fault. So that's why I got to end the show. So there you go. It's yeah, all your I, fault. You, everybody I, uh, can blame you. There you go. Yes, I apologize to the nation. It is definitely my fault. You know, But it was amazing, Mike, You know, hearing you uh, grow as well. And, uh, you know, it... It, it was just nice to hear growth in a podcaster. You know, it, so many often do we listen to a new podcast and it's just, you know, one of these mainstream big shows with advertisements. You know, you were like the first real dude recording this stuff outside, you know, in your own home. So I was just like, well, I can get down with this. You know, this is a real guy. And uh, it, it was always awesome, like uh, being able to communicate with you, whether it was, you know, Facebook, uh, email and things like that. So that was always awesome. And so um, you inspired me to get into podcasting, man. And so I, I've been having a blast uh, just doing what I do, you know, being able to get interviews with people, you know, directors, actors, actresses and all these things and just meeting amazing people around the country doing the thing that we love. I know. I mean, you have gone above and beyond what I ever did. I mean, you got lots of lots of interviews, stuff that I can never pull off. So that that's pretty amazing. I think you're being modest. I think if you really tried, then you'd be able to get some. Hey, man, you you, you had you had Billy Zapka on there. 
Well, I mean, it doesn't get, I mean, it goes downhill from there. So, I mean, <laughs> when you peak, you can't really go. I What was the point, really? I mean, after right. you, you I, had Billy Zepka, and then you had that time traveling Peter guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, the 100th episode was like four and a half hours long. I mean, for real, I had the longest 100th episode in, in, in like podcast history. So, there's no way I was going to try to top that anymore with a guest. So, it's pretty awesome. But, pretty awesome. uh, Coming to America, man, that was super fun episode, man. I mean, that boy's it, good. We we still joke about that all the time, uh, just through the group and whatever. Oh man, uh, that was such a fun time. So. Oh man, I, I I just pulled another reference the other day, just in talking with a friend. He was talking about um, this thing that Christians do about paying tithes or something like that. Right. You know, I'm not religious. I'm Buddhist, so I, I really don't, don't know what that means. And he, <laughs> he was explaining it to me, and then and then I stopped him and I was like, donations, donations. I thought it was the trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well that's cool. So good times, man. Yeah. Um. Boy, it's crazy, man. I crazy. This is the last episode, really is. But uh, I know, man. We, we've we've known each other for quite some time. I'm I'm actually approaching my two year mark for, for my own podcast, and I want to say I've been listening to you since like I don't know the middle of maybe 2013, maybe even further than that. You know, maybe 2012. Yeah, something. it went. This show went over four years after February. That's when I okay. started. Yeah. Okay. So it was it was probably 2012 then, because I think I listened to you for for probably almost two years before I decided to start my own. Yeah. Well, when you decide to retire, is probably the time where I want to be like, hey, you want to do an episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. This is this stuff is so addicting, and I'm just enjoying it so much that uh, I, I can't even imagine when I decide to hang up my mic. Yeah. I I didn't think this day would come either, but. Life changes, and of course, I'll, I'll get in. You know, probably people have, at this point, people have already heard all the details, so I'm not going to repeat myself. But right, uh, you know, pulling back the curtain. Yeah, I'm recording this before I'm ever recording the other stuff you guys are hearing. So there you go. So that's kind of why I'm kind of, uh, you know, tripping over my words, if you will. But uh, man, it was definitely uh, we had some lot of lot of good times. The cool thing is though, is that the show is over, but the friendships never end. The group is still around. We're all still hanging out. You know, me and you still talk uh, all the time. So, you know, no worries there uh, if you had any, I would say. Um, but it's been a fun ride, man. And, and I appreciate all the support and love that you've given over the years and uh, getting new listeners in and having me on and helping me redo. You know, that episode was great. Coming out for Coming to America was, was super fun. We did the Back to the Future commentary track, which was fantastic i had a lot of fun with that unfortunately we didn't get to do part two and three like we planned but that's okay never um, say never i mean number one uh it theoretically would probably be mo- everybody's favorite one to listen to anyways so uh, i think you know we kind of peaked at it when it came to commentary so that's okay so but yeah it's true never say never but uh it was fun it was a fun ride man so for sure so uh you got anything else that uh, you need to uh, you would like to say uh, to the peoples out there uh, as your last sign off in the STL Nation, sir? Yeah, you know, just a, a big shout out to the nation, you know, for always being active and showing the love and support for for Mr. Mike McMasunis, you know, the the host with the most. So uh, it was a lot of fun times. The the nation will continue on in the form of the group page uh, on Facebook. So, you know, I, I look forward to seeing everybody still in there. Uh, Mike, thank you for, for the years of the, the fun, the laughters, you know, the tears, 
especially when you uh, love movies where most people wouldn't, and you still are always yourself. So yeah. I appreciate that about you, man. I have the utmost respect, and uh, you know I look forward to our continued uh, friendship online. So heck yes, yeah, son. Good times. Well, thank you, sir, for for coming on for this short amount of time. I know we originally planned to to do a little bit longer, but uh, that's what happens when you plan these things. This is another thing that sucks in podcasting. You plan something, things go wrong, but you know what? You make the best out of it when it happens. So that's uh, it. Good times. So thank you, sir, so much for coming on and. Uh, Make sure you guys check out my uh, my baby, my seed, if you will. Uh, <laughs> the STL, you know, the legacy continues on through uh, through Peter's podcasting. So I'm looking forward to see how much more you grow in the next couple of years, man. I'm looking forward to it. So congratulations on all your success. Uh, and, you know, you're not even at the top yet. So keep, perver- keep uh, persevering, man. So good times. Appreciate that. And I'm sure, uh, you know, you'll provide the links for everyone to check that out if you guys want. But uh, if you guys just go on Facebook, Hydrate Level 4, I post every single episode that I do. doesn't matter what podcast. It's all on there. And I'm also on Twitter. I'm very active on Twitter if anybody wants to follow me, uh, at HLF Podcast. So thanks again, Mike, for the time. Hey, no problem, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, man. All right. All right, guys. I hope you enjoy Time Traveling Peter coming on and uh, hanging out for a little bit. It's supposed to be a little bit longer, but it didn't work out that way. So sorry about that. Uh, but... Jameson, very good rabbit, comes back to join me one last time. And boy, do we make the most of it. Uh, I think we went on for two hours. So take uh, a nice, uh, I don't know, grab grab a drink, grab some food. I don't know. Do what you need to do because we are about ready to go down the memory train and have a good time and some laughs. And I think you're really going to enjoy this. This is definitely uh, going out with a bang with my boy Jameson very good rabbit so I hope you guys enjoy it and then afterwards we will finish up with emails so check this out guys what's up chief oh man just trying to trying to get warm out here oh my gosh it's freaking snowing over here son dude we just left comic-con and we're sitting in traffic outside the coliseum trying to get home and it's just kind of windy and we're sitting in traffic and as soon as we turned onto the interstate it was like we drove into winter. All of a sudden, the sky was black and there was snow just flying at us. Like, <laughs> what the hell's going on here? That's ridiculous. Now I got to record in the garage because it's loud in the house and it's just freezing out here. Oh my gosh. That yeah. sucks. You got to always record out there, man. I apologize. Yeah, it's all right. Normally it's fine. It's just it's cold. So. Yeah. Hey, <sighs> so how are things going? Good. Uh, the only recording I've done is uh, I was supposed to meet with Peter at 5:30, and because uh, Tabby always eats at six, so we finally went back to work for the first time tonight. Cool. So you know we got KFC because the grilled chicken, you know, is no carbs, and we get a large green bean, and she's all good to go. So I get the K- the girls wanted to rent some movies, so it would keep them quiet while I record my final episode. I'm like, okay, well, I'll record the solo stuff by myself maybe tomorrow, and I'll just get the stuff with you know Peter and Jameson tonight. So I told them 5:30. So then I get to KFC, and they're like, oh, it's gonna be a 12 minute wait. I'm like, ah, oh, shoot. 
So the 12 minutes turned into 20 minutes. Oh, of course. And then I had to uh, to call him and let him know, hey, I'm going to be late. And then Kaylee's like, oh, I want to go to Wendy's, which is on the other side of town. <laughs> and then I went to the other side of town. And then I got pissed off. I'm like, why didn't you get McDonald's? It would have been faster. And then I drove, I drove to McDonald's instead and said, you're going to eat this instead of Wendy's tonight. I'll get you That's Wendy's right. tomorrow. So you can have a Joker car. But she got a Joker car, so it's okay. And then I was like, dude, man, I'm sorry. You only get 15 minutes now. But, you know, 15 minutes is better than no minutes. And so we made right. we made the best of it. It was all cool. So, yeah, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm doing good. So, good. Uh, yeah. So uh, I just figured we'd just chill, hang out, man, talk, have some talks, and, uh, you know, go from there. How long you got till? Uh, I got whenever, man. Whenever you want to dump me, you know, that's fine. I understand. Uh, well, uh, I figure it, you got some sort of half-ass plan in your head of how you're going to do this. So <laughs> I do. I, I have... Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, I have a couple things planned, uh, but I just still don't know if I want to do emails yet, if mm-hmm. if we want to do it together, or if you want me to do that by myself, so... However you want to do it, man, you know? Yeah. This is your going away party. <laughs> I, I know, man. <laughs> oh, so, but I do have a really... Let me... In the meantime, let me go ahead and pull up what I wanted to pull up. So, either way, I can't wait to actually hear this episode. I know, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fun because I'm gonna get all the sad crap out away from the beginning, and then the rest huh? of it's gonna be a party. So good. It's it's gonna be, uh, you know, this this is no uh, this is no sap party as you say. So, <laughs> so Jameson Rabbit, man, um, dude, we're hanging out, man. This is it. This is the final episode. No, this is no cry party, man. This right. is this is. Uh, me and you, we don't we don't cry. We we uh, I don't know what do we multiply. do. You multiply. Multiply. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude. So we gotta we gotta talk, man, about uh, about how we all started, dude. This is crazy. All right. Yeah. All right. So let's. I guess the best way to throw the memories is to start from the beginning, son. Because dude, this show hit four years, four years old after February twelfth. Okay. It's crazy, right? So, nice. So I figure what I'm going to do is, you know how we did Greatest Hits on our last review of uh, Outsiders? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to go through STL history, and uh, I'm going to kind of give my comments here. And okay. I- I'm interested to hear your commentary, if you will. This so, is good, because I was thinking of doing a little Masunas. This is your life. I thought that. <laughs> oh, really? So we're going to do a Rock Mankind wrestling thing? That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, if I had... Well, if I would have had more time to start, I was going to pull audio clips. I was going to bring in people from your past. Hell yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> All right. So let's start with The Ultimate Trash, Episode 1, Adventures in Babysitting. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. This this episode is by far the thing I am the not most proud of in my entire life is this episode. Oh, my God, dude. This... Hey, everything has to have a start. Oh, this... The start doesn't always have to be great. It just has to be a start. Oh, you know, this episode... Okay, so uh, if it wasn't for our boy Jason Spencer, you know, mm-hmm. who we love and adore, I mean, the guy... Well, let's... Like, I don't know if I adore Jason. He's a jerk. <laughs> right. But uh, I love him. But uh, he did kind of give me some pointers on this first episode. I actually recorded it, and I sent him the file... Uh, I'm going to give you guys some stories that you never heard before. So I sent him the file, and he's like, dude, he's like, you know, you could change this. Number one, your intro is way too long. I mean, like, I played, like, the whole thing of uh, Sweep the Leg, like, Mm -hmm. but from the music video with clips and stuff. 
you yeah. know, uh, today I don't really care. The beginning of the episode is going to start off the way it starts off. You guys will dig it. But back then I totally got what he was saying. And well, then, you're trying to introduce yourself in your show. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, I mean, I had this crappy headset mic. Oh my God. It's not like this million dollar mic that you and I have, of course. Right. I mean, I sound so bad, dude. It is terrible. But the one thing I did have was my vision, which was to do movies that I that I grew up with to see if they still hold up today. And Adventures of Babysitting I thought was perfect because I didn't want to do The Karate Kid as my first episode because I wanted to save that till I was, you know, I had my feet wet. I was ready to rock and roll. And boy, am I so glad I did, son. Holy crap. Uh, because, you know, Lisa the Legend came around and got, got us the Johnny interview. I mean, come on. I mean, you, you don't peak after that. You just go downhill, right? So, <laughs> right. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, dude, I figured Elizabeth Shue, Karate Kid Connection, let's do it. And then I played the music clips. I'm like, I got to have music. I want to do a podcast where I do movies and music because those are the two things that I love the most in this life. I mean, obviously outside of God and my family and stuff, but Movies and music, that's it. I want to do a show together because nobody does it. Number two, people are scared because they're going to get sued for playing music like yourself. You know, you got right. sued and I didn't. And I didn't get sued, just got a. <laughs> <laughs> How funny is it, dude? I've played hours and hours and hours of music uh-huh. and I never got busted. How awesome is that, dude? Yeah, we played half a song a few <laughs> times and got nailed. Oh, man, it is so awesome, dude. That's why I loved calling it the underground hour. Like, how long can it be till I get busted? Well, let's play with fire. And uh, yeah, it worked out, dude. But anyways, the episode, I remember I played Monster and it was so loud. Skillet Monster. It was like my audio was like, I sound like this. And then Monster was like, I feel like a monster. I mean, it was so loud, dude. It was crazy. So needless to say, my editing job was pretty terrible on that one. Uh, but I give that one out of 10 a one. It's terrible. <laughs> but I'll, I'll never remove it from iTunes because you got to hear how things started. So, right. Uh, right. But it has to be there to show the growth, you know, good times. So then I got to The Wraith. Love The Wraith. That movie is still fantastic. That episode was a lot better. Uh, I took my time with it more, but I think where things started to really change was the heavenly kid because that's my second favorite movie of all time. So, and luckily with Peter, um, I got to go on his show and redo that review. There were only like two reviews. I always wanted to redo adventures in babysitting and the heavenly kid. And I got to spend two hours and re-review the heavenly kid on, on his show, which was pretty awesome. Uh, now me and you, we didn't get together till ghostbusters episode 50. So, uh, we, we got, we got, yeah, it was, well, here's the thing. You, you found out about me from the Ghostbusters episode. Like you sent me, Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, that episode was awesome. Like it was, I'm like, I thought it was crap, dude. What are you talking about? Because I knew who you were because of course I was, you know, I got my start. Obviously we've gone through this discussion in the episode prior to this call with Jameson about how I started and Jason, got you on to talk the karate kid series and i'm like and so i was super critical of you i'm like okay this guy needs to say the right things at the right time where i'm not gonna like him and everything you said i was like i love everything he said so far except the fact that it's not his number one movie what could possibly be better than this movie and then you know you became the empire strikes back guy and then i'm like oh okay it's cool i understand oh good all right yeah so i of course at that point you know then i then i was like okay 
Jameson's an awesome guy. Now, of course, you had a crappy mic, too. You didn't sound the greatest on that. Oh, yeah. Episode. No, it was bad. I I don't know that I've ever gone back to listen to my first episode either or our, our first episode together. Which would have been Zombieland. No, no. No, no. Cool, cool as ice. Cool. cool as ice, baby. Oh, my God. I love that movie. He's so good. <laughs> because because you wrote into Movie Mojo Monthly. I did. This is what started it is we have our guilty pleasures. Yep. And... I, I remember vividly sitting in Brian's basement. We're doing our superheroes episode, favorite superhero movies. And uh, we get into our guilty pleasure section. And I said, we were about to do our guilty pleasures. Mine was going to be cool as ice. And I'm like, oh, let's read the emails first. E- and Brian reads email from this masseuse cat who picks, <laughs> who picks cool as ice. And I'm like, no, he stole my thunder. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then that, that kind of started it all off. Is that what made you uh, reach out to me, sir? I think so. I think that's what we what, what began it all. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Vanilla Ice, for bringing us together. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Now, I mean, obviously, uh, you and Jason have been friends. Uh, you know, how long have you and Jason been friends? Uh, 17 years now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I met him when I was 22. Wow. Nope. And uh, and you guys met uh, in Germany or something like that, wasn't it? Yep, we worked together on the uh, on the army base in Germany. Sweet. Both of our wives, we were both army husbands. Nice. Sitting around talking movies. <laughs> and then that's why he brought you on. So that's how I found about you was on the the Karate Kid episode. And uh, of course, I was like, at that time, I really loved Karate Kid three. I was like, dude, why is he bash Karate Kid three? You know, <laughs> but. I mean, keep in mind, the, the cool thing with this show is not only I've grown from from the audience that listens to me as much as they've, you know, they really, they love what I have to say and, and how I always try to find the positive even in the crap. Right. But I've, I've learned to look at movies differently and I think for the better. Like before I never knew what cinematography was or really cared about it. Things like that, you know. I always cared about scores and music like that, but and just the feel of the movie. Yeah, that's what you always like. Yeah, the feel of the movie, like what is editing, what is all that stuff, you know. And I definitely, you know, learned, you know, especially you, you know, you really, as you started reviewing movies, really started coming into your own and and knowing how to review a movie. And being solid in your opinion, but never being one of those guys, well, it just sucks. You always had a valid reason for why you like didn't like a movie. So most of the time, you and I agree on a movie, and that's why everybody loves us when we go back and we start talking these things. But, you know, you always know how to, especially on the newer movies, you know, you always know how to look at it fairly. You know, you're never going to be just one of those regular critics, you know, and that's why I love your reviews because you always come at it with eyes wide open and you're going to give an honest, open opinion and unbiased, if you will, on any movie you watch, even, even something like star Wars, something that's true to your heart, whatever. That's what I dig. And you've definitely grown, you know, from the beginning up till then. So it's, you know, yeah. yeah. So yeah, good times, man. Uh, I love it. Um, so, I guess going back, Howard the Duck. So, speaking of talking movies critically, uh, I love this movie and you hate this movie. Is that right, sir? Uh, that's probably pretty fair to say, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, I really enjoyed the Howard the Duck. I, I, I always defend that movie. I know it's trash, 
but I, I'm cool with it. You know, it's like I can't yeah. wait to get that thing on Blu-ray in a couple of days. It'll be good time. So, uh, and then I did two real random, stupid movie reviews of Masunis' top worst movies of all time and top eleven favorite films of all time. This is when Jason finally wrote in for the first time, which uh-huh. was, which was awesome, and he gave me crap. Good times. Um, I don't really remember much about it. So, Back to the Future. This is the first time that uh, I got a co-host, uh, uh, Tim, uh, who I met through Supernatural podcasting and stuff like that. He wasn't on very long. Uh, we did Back to the Future. We did uh, I did Fast Five by myself, which, believe it or not, is my most downloaded episode ever, and it's only 24 minutes long. I don't know why. Uh, we did Back to the Future, Back to the Future 2 and 3, uh, and then the Smallville uh, stuff and that's when Andrew came on and this is kind of my transition period of uh, I need to have a co-host you know this is where I didn't believe in myself like I could carry a show by myself so I was like I got to get a co-host you know everybody else has a co-host so I got to get a co-host and this yeah. is and I believe this is when I was on show me the Winston for the first time it was after the, oh yeah yeah it was after the karate uh, the back to the future review that's when Jason and Dan kind of gave me crap about who my co-host was, uh, things like that. That was funny. And they're just like, dude, you just need to do your vision. Do what you want to do. Don't let nobody take over. Because the Smallville episode, even though I know Tawana, that's how she came here, was to hear that. I really had nothing to do with that episode. Hmm. You know. So that's when I decided to pull out the old bag and go to Batman. Batman 89. <laughs> right. When in doubt. When in doubt, go to Batman. I don't even remember. This episode was really short. I don't. I know I redid the Batman series because I was very unimpressed with my review of Batman 89. So, okay. pretty terrible. Rundown, super slow. I It was my first rock movie. Unfortunately, I didn't get to do a lot of those. So, I would definitely say, uh, being in my last one, the best Dwayne Johnson movie is un- the most underrated is faster and i talked about this luckily i was able to review that one a lot of people say he can't act or whatever watch that movie and then you'll shut your mouth okay mm-hmm. uh you know the other stuff he does is all fun i mean come on he's doing baywatch for god's sake he's got hasselhoff <laughs> coming on uh he really doesn't care about acting much but he had two real big serious roles i think faster gridiron gang and then and wasn't the other one the one that you really love snitch that's the one. Snitch, yeah, that's a good yeah. movie. That's the one you really dig. Yep. So I got to do my first rock one. I did X Men First Class, uh, Harry Potter, and the Deathly Hallows. Andrew did that. I was on vacation. I don't know what I was thinking there, so I just let him do his thing. I did Transformers, Dark of the Moon Part One. I don't know why. Monster Squad. I love review Monster Squad. I got to play the soundtrack because at this point I was getting to a point where I'm like, man, I don't have any movies with good soundtracks. I need to get back to doing that where I'm playing the, the you know, mo- movies of the 80s always had fantastic soundtracks. And I kind of was at this point, I'm like, I need to get back to that. That's when I started doing Monster Squad, Iron Eagle. I mean, all those movies had freaking amazing soundtracks, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have anything to comment at this point in my career uh, outside of the fact that it was, you know, terrible? <laughs> <laughs> It was still early. I uh, I had to go back and listen to some of these once I started uh, listening to the show. Uh, I remember going back and listening, and I skipped through, skipped around on some of these. Yeah, I uh, I hope I hope you didn't listen to the whole. You know, unfortunately, Peter did. On that poor bastard, he listened to everything. 
He's a yeah. glutton for punishment, man, to go oh, through some of these. Man. He did that with mine, too. Like, I'm going to start from the beginning. Why? Please don't. <laughs> oh, my God. Please don't. Iron Eagle, I had a lot of fun with. Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, I I reviewed that one. I had I had good times. And then, of course, my science project, which recently came out on Blu-ray. Uh, love it. This I love this. This is one of my favorite reviews I ever did. Uh, and then, of course, after that, I got Jason on for the very first time, Buried. Um, this is if the audio did not suck, this would be in like my top five favorite episodes mm-hmm. because, you know, it was the first time we talked about Man of Steel costume and Spider-Man and just a whole bunch of stuff. But, you know, Jason being the filmmaker, I really got his perspective. And this is when we got to take Ryan Reynolds seriously. And of course, now look at him with Deadpool. It's it's awesome. But Buried is definitely one of my favorite episodes, uh, you know. But the audio, unfortunately, I, I had gotten a new mic at that time. I didn't never told nobody this. I got a new mic at the time thinking, oh, I got to get a new mic for Jason coming on. And it bit me in the ass. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Masters of the Universe, Star Wars on Earth. Uh, that's always, uh, that, that was a good joke. I, I had fun with that one. Yeah. Uh, Bloodsport. I did a double feature, Fright Night. The the original and the remake. Good contrast because I this is one of the few times where the remake was better than the original for me. So, nope. um, and then of course I started the Schwarzenegger first movie ever, Commando. This is unfortunately a movie I wanted to do together. You know, when, yeah. when I did a vote like what movie should me and Jameson redo, and it was Commando. Man, dude, we got to talk Commando real quick. Okay. <laughs> All right, we got to get this out of the way. We got to do a quick review here. Okay, Commando, by far, still to this day, I've watched it just recently. This is still my all-time favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Always has, always will be. I freaking love this movie. It's fantastic. He kills like 9,000 people, has two scratches. I mean, this is the ultimate Schwarzenegger movie, man. It's, oh, I love Commando. What are your thoughts on Commando, sir? I dig Commando. I like Commando a lot. This was uh, when Arnold was was really rolling when he was, I mean, he, he was peak physical condition and, uh, yeah, I mean, just killing bad guys every which way he could. Uh, it's in my top five. It's probably five in my top number five in my top five. Fair enough. I dig it. Uh, but man, the, the thing is, is you, you take those mid eighties Arnold movies man, he was just churning out hit after hit after hit. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. He's got quite a quite a catalog just in that one decade alone. And of course, we never got to review Red Heat. The one oh. that I was like, we're gonna argue on this one. I- oh man, and I rewatched <laughs> that too. Man, you made me watch some Belushi, and we never even reviewed. It. <laughs> You're like that bastard. You made me watch this. <laughs> I hate Belushi. And I love Belushi too. Canine oh. all the way, baby. I love it. No. Oh, I love it. Arno with his fake Russian accent. Right. Terrible. Oh, but it's in Chicago, though, man. It's so good. I love it. Oh, yeah, it sure is. Um, Tango and Cash, the cop movie that never got a sequel, that never got. Oh, so disappointing, dude. That, highly underrated. Highly underrated. Highly underrated. I love me Tango and Cash. I could watch this every day and never get tired of it. It's fantastic. Uh, that was episode 27. So uh, Ferris Bueller Day Off was the first uh, John Hughes movie. And then after that, I did. This was part of the action hero tribute. You know, first was um, Arnold, uh, and then Tango and Cash was kind of a mix between Kurt Russell and, and Stallone. And then, of course, Armageddon was Bruce Willis. And this is the only Michael Bay movie that I give five stars to. I love Armageddon. Uh, sure. it, 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 I think this is when Michael Bay actually cared 
before you know and transformers one still a really good movie but for me armageddon as many times as i've seen i still cry when (laughs) when when batman says bye to uh to willis uh man it gets it gets i'm sorry i gotta call him batman now it always gets tears in my eyes man i just i love armageddon and my wife absolutely hates armageddon she's like why you always gotta make me watch this crap but she says other choice words i'm like because because you love it that's why and she does she watched the whole movie (laughs) Because it has the sad ending, and she hates it when Bruce Willis dies. But you right. know, it's all good. Then comes uh, my most infamous, uh, one of my most infamous episodes, John Carpenter's Halloween. This is when I went on my rant because uh, Jason had given me crap about how I'm stuck in a time capsule. I'm only stuck in the 80s, and I went off on him because that's at that point when you start yelling at people because what they say is true, but you're in denial, that kind of thing. <laughs> so that's when I went off on him in the episode. Of course, I totally regret it now because everything he said was true. Uh, love you, Jason. It's all good. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I went off on him in this episode, and then I went into my uh, discussion of my favorite horror movie of all time. Never gets better than this. Never will be. We're never going to get a horror movie. Uh, I mean, it's torture porn now, unfortunately. So, this, uh, you know, It Follows is probably as close as we're going to get to John Carpenter's Halloween, you know, these days. So, So I basically did... You know the trilogy, uh, Halloween 1, 2, and H2O. I did the Laurie Strode trilogy. And then I did Halloween 4, 5, 6, and 8 all in one episode. Because the rest of them, you know, 4 is the one is the, is the the best out of that whole thing. And then, yeah, it kind of goes downhill. So, mm-hmm. uh, Pet Cemetery. Uh, you can comment on any of these as I go if you have any choice <laughs> words to say. I'm just going to take it that, yeah, those are all crap, Mike. We'll just continue. No, I'm, I'm just following along with you. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> Uh, Pet Cemetery. I had a this movie still freaks me out, dude. Oh yeah. When when the little kid gets hit by the truck and then he cuts the dude's Achilles tendon. Uh uh uh. And of course this is the kid that's you know from Full House and and, and New Nightmare and things like that. I mean that kid is just the kid is gold. Uh, but Pet Cemetery. I think one of the best Stephen King adaptations to film, wouldn't you say? Yeah, one of the most successful ones. Yeah, I was just talking about that today. Actually, we were talking about um, how how unbelievably uh, bad track record Stephen King books have in film. Yeah, you know? like yeah. They, they just a lot of them just don't pull through in the film version. And uh, Pet Cemetery is great. Yeah, and it's one. I'm not a reader. There's only a few books I've written. I've uh, read in my life. The Karate Kid, uh, Karate Kid book one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Um, I read Silver Bullet, which at that time was Cycle of the Werewolf, uh, which I think is Stephen King's shortest book. And then I read Pet Cemetery. Those are one of the few books I've ever read in my life. So I haven't even got through the whole Bible, folks, but I read those books. So go figure. So there you go. Priorities. <laughs> yeah, priorities. <laughs> and, then, and then we get to The Crow. Uh, the Crow is probably, I would say, the greatest comic book movie there is you know and i literally mean comic book movie i'm not talking like the dark knight where it's a comic book you know this is actually you know this looks like a comic book you know i know people are like watchmen this watchmen that i hate that movie the, for me it's the crow this is you know it's almost black and white uh it's brandon lee i mean brandon lee was always my favorite martial artist sorry bruce lee but brandon lee was always my favorite and mm. to see you know him i don't know the crow is just phenomenal it, it's perfect i wouldn't change anything in that movie um it still holds up it still does i mean it is just phenomenal so i i will definitely say for me if anybody says what's the greatest comic book movie of all time i'd say the crow 
for me. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about you. What would you say would be the greatest comic book movie of all time? Um, I don't know about greatest. My favorite is Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Okay, fair enough. That's a great movie. I love that movie. Um, but I don't know. Just for me, the crow just it just man comes right out right out of the pages onto the screen. You sure. know, they made it as black and white as they possibly could. And then I did the Ninja Turtles series. This is kind of where I got uh, John the Mailman uh, and John the Music Man. This is like their favorite series at the time. Was all those two Ninja- still confuse me? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> You know, and the reason I love doing Turtles too is I got to play Vanilla Ice on that episode. Right, you know? Got to play some Ninja Rap, the newer version of Ninja Rap, you know, good times. And then the first cartoon I ever did was Turtles Forever. The only cartoon I ever did was Turtles Forever. So good times. Uh, and then I did the beginning of the Christmas movie trend, uh, the STL Christmas special. Started off with my favorite Christmas movie of all time, Gremlins. Still the best, man. Uh, I'm I'm just demented like that, and Gremlins is my favorite Christmas movie. Period. Uh, if you know me on Facebook, I do Gizmo and Stripe and all that stuff every day for 25 days of Christmas. I always post Gremlins crap. So, yeah. Am am I demented? Oh, without question. Oh, okay. Are you talk? I'm sorry. Are you talking to somebody else? <laughs> no, I'm talking to you. <laughs> I, I heard you in the background. You were mumbling something. Oh, I, I was leaning. I, I leaned past the microphone. Oh, okay. And then I did uh, a new podcast announcement. This, but then I thought that this this couldn't be when I took over the shadowy flight because this is 2011. So I don't know what the hell this was. This new podcast announcement. So whatever that was, never mind. Uh, let's see. STL. Oh, this. My favorite episodes of the year was my was my top 10 movies and music of the year, which I eventually dropped down to five because I couldn't come up with 10 anymore. Uh, but I you replaced and, it with 20 songs. Exactly. Then I replaced it with 20 songs because the music just got better as the movies got worse. Uh, that was the that was the first time I did that. It was almost three hours long. And then I got into the Beverly Hills Cop uh, series. That was fun. I had a lot of fun doing that one. Uh, and then of course there's, I always did some STL podcast updates and announcements. Cause I was always afraid, oh my gosh, there hasn't been an episode in a week. I got to throw something out there. You know, now it's, yeah. you know, now it's like four months, no, it's and, six months. Who cares? Yeah. Who gives a crap? <laughs> <laughs> and then I get into the guilty pleasure series and I start off with adventures of Fort Fairland. I love this movie i just watched the other day i love this movie so much this is one movie if i could go back in time i would so pull you in and be like let's talk oh yeah 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 you did oh i love this movie i I was just okay so just before we got together today i was at comic-con here in town and i was walking past a booth and dude has like thousands of different posters and prints and whatever and just peeking out of a box as i'm walking by on the end i see just the top of the uh, Ford Fairlane poster. Awesome. And it stopped me in my tracks. I'm like, Ford Fairlane? That's awesome. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got all kinds of things. He's giving me the hard sell on different things. I'm like, oh, I'm just saying, like, I never see that poster just laying around for sale. Yeah, that's a gold mine, son. Yeah, like, well, that's that's pretty pretty random. I love it. So, oh. Yeah, so then he was just trying to get me to buy it for 25 bucks. You, know? you didn't think we'd kill the effing koala bear now, did you? <laughs> Told you a piece of spam because that's what I think of you piece of spam that's what i think of you oh so good and then freddy krueger hello hello so good and then you know i love it probably like f you smiley and then it's holly uh what's your name's on the other phone 
Jazz. God, I love that movie. It's so good, dude. That movie's such trash, but I love every second of it. It's sure. so good. Uh, and then for some weird reason, I did this double feature of Beverly Hills Cop 3 and Short Circuit. I don't get it, but, but <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. And then we get, I, I don't know. Yeah. Then we get Short Circuit 2, Good Times. Okay. So then we get to the episode that months and months and months of people just begging me to do it of the Karate Kid remake, the Kung, and I actually call it the Kung Fu Kid on, on iTunes. Go check it out. Yep. Where I said I will never, ever, ever watch this movie. I, I kid you not, it was your review on that episode that made me change my mind. And this is before we really, you know, got to know each other. Right. Um, it was, I was like, okay, if this guy who loves the Karate Kid almost as much as I do, because no one can love it as much as me, <laughs> can can say all this stuff, I got to give it a try. And I did. And I cannot, I watched it, I've watched it once in my entire life. So, uh-huh. Uh, that being said, I really enjoyed it where, where he's gone now down the road of craziness. He's gone down the road of, you know, Miley Cyrus, if you will, at least, (laughs) at least Britney came back. I mean, come on, what the hell is up with, with this guy? I don't know. Jalen, but, uh, the karate, the Kung Fu kid, you know, it was that trailer, man. You know, the remember the name, that song, man. Oh, that song is so great, dude. For my <laughs> awesome, that trailer though, man, that's what sold me. So I think I gave that movie like a four star, if I remember right, three sure. and a half, four star. Um, so yeah, I, I gave it a chance. People told me to, and and as Jason always says, it's not like they're gonna come to your house and take your DVD copy away, right? That's right. So, and then uh, STL Live, uh, uh, some live episode about how I'm hoping to do it live, but I I'm. <laughs> I was like, I was like announcing that I'm going live. It was only a live seven, announcement for yeah, a, live a live announcement that I'm doing a live show and it only lasted seven minutes. So love it. And then I did the best STL moments of 50 episodes. It was kind of like, it was a two part episode of 50 episodes. I had a lot of fun with that one. Yep. Um, that's when I got to put the rock together and all those clips, but this is the big one. This is the turning part. Uh, point March 12, 2012, the 50th episode, the only live episode I ever did. Jason's like, dude, what the hell's wrong with you, man? When you go live, you got to let people know on Facebook that you're live. You just don't randomly go live like that. You know, he's giving me all this crap, but uh-huh. he was he was in the chat. Good times in the beginning, dude. I couldn't get audio like to play you know, like live, I'm, I'm, I'm not sophisticated. Like the way you, they, they do live shows. Uh-huh. So I like put it on the phone. If you listen to it, you'll hear the ghostbusters theme, but it's coming from my phone, Sure. you know? So it sounds like trash, but it's all I could work with at the time. And then of course I edited it to try to make it sound better, but actually live, man, it was, oh, I keep hitting the mic. Sorry about that. We're keeping it real folks. There's no, right. there's no editing today. It's all real. What you hear is what you get. Uh, and then a couple, a couple days later, I get the first, uh, the first message from you is like, dude, that episode was great. I thought you were on crack, but <laughs> I'm a glutton for punishment. I love, I love train wrecks. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and, uh, that's when I started checking out your show. And that's when I started writing in, uh, was after you reached out to me about that. So, and then I got the biggest, uh, before star Wars. Ghostbusters 2, this is when I got ripped on by Danny and everything else about how the hell can you like Ghostbusters 2? It's the same piece of crap. I I was trying to defend Ghostbusters 2, and I think I lost this argument. I can't remember. I had so many people screaming at me about this one, but that's okay. 
And then I did the episode I always wanted to do, and that's a rock episode. Yeah. It was remember when Rock versus John Cena once in oh, a yeah. lifetime at WrestleMania? I was like, I'm gonna do the People's episode, the SmackDown Hotel. Did you listen to this episode at, at some point? Because I had a lot of fun with this one. I do remember listening to this episode. I don't remember if this is the one that I remember uh, listening to it. One of them early in the morning. It was a rock episode i remember listening to it early in the morning and you had a major editing problem and i remember emailing <laughs> you like dude something in the middle just repeated twice like 40 minutes of your episode repeated that's right oh my gosh because <laughs> back then i used to always listen to the stuff before i put it on and then i got to the point where i don't have time for this so i right. would just edit it and think everything was okay and i've had to do that a few times where uh, like the first nine people got the crap uh, repeat, right. <laughs> and then I couldn't un they couldn't undownload it unfortunately right. so yeah and then uh, my favorite hands down my favorite one liner Bruce Willis movie The Last Boy Scout sure nothing beats these one liners it's unbelievable I mean there's so many great one liners in this movie so good dude love it nope. then we get Star Wars Episode One. Phantom Menace. Charlie's uh, Charlie's favorite episode of all time. That's probably when he stopped listening was in 2012. But <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I didn't read that. Yeah, I did. yeah, I did actually. Sorry, uh, not sorry. No, it's cool. So I brought Ty on for this episode. Yeah. Uh, this is at the time where, uh, God, Nick Nugent was uh, was a fan at the time, and uh, Jason, you know, was always like. Dude, you know, don't let people hate or whatever. But he was guy who was he always loved every episode until I got to that one. So he was like he, he kept just firing at me about it. And then after he did, I mean, he spent like three hours on it. Then I got a message from another person and then another person. I was like, dude. And then that's when I started. Te we started texting at that time. Yeah, and yeah. I told you, dude, this is a disaster. I'm never doing Star Wars again. And you're like, what happened? And then I told you, and you're like, yeah, that kind of happens in the Star Wars world. I'm like, why didn't you tell me that before? Star Wars dude? fans are a-holes. Sorry. Yeah. So I learned my lesson. Never, ever, ever do a Star Wars review unless it's like me and you did, and we hit it in an episode, and people got to go find it. So right. good yeah. times. Uh, but the cool thing is, is we've done Star Wars reviews. It's simply Empire Strikes Back is your favorite. You love it. Yep. And we rate and we rank the movies, and that's how we reviewed it. So there you go. Good but, enough. But episode one, we actually reviewed for a little while because, as you said, there's not a billion people that have seen this billions of times and know who that person is over in the far corner of this number. And yeah, uh, so that that episode was uh, was pretty crazy. It was eye opening. And then after that, I decided, okay, I'm gonna have what's called STL Party Edition, and that's what I did, Major League, because I thought, you know what, I need to just lighten the mood up, get back to normal. And uh, I got to play Pillar for the Love of the Game. That's the reason why I did this. I was like, dude, I love this song. What movie can go with this? Major League. And you know, there you go. So. Then I did The Last Dragon. This was pretty cool because after that, I got noticed by Last Dragon sites. So they started promoting my show, which was pretty cool. So like they were like, check out this Last Dragon episode. It's got music. It's got everything. It, you know, it was, this is one of those episodes where I got to do what I wanted to do. Play the music, play, you know, do the review, just show a love fest for it. And uh, it was awesome. So that's one episode I'm really proud of. It's good times. It's the musical kung fu movie, if you will. So uh, <laughs> then we get to the Avengers. Um, yeah, the Avengers. I mean, 
what can be i mean i'll never talk about obviously i'll never talk about it because this is the last episode but uh we won't talk about the crap that's avengers 2 i mean that's like mm. ugh, ugh. i think we did on last episode outside i think we did yeah yeah um anyways so then we get to the horror movie return to oz you remember this mm-hmm. one I do. The horror movie, Return to Oz. This ain't no kids no. movie. This is a horror movie. And what? Uh, nothing. I actually <laughs> clicked on one of your episodes. Oh, boy. He's starting to play it, folks. <laughs> Judge Dredd was starting to play. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, Return to Oz. Um, I just talked about how it's a horror movie, my first horror movie as a kid. So yep. so, so then we get into this, the, the movies that you and I started to argue about. And, of course, you weren't on it this time, but this is us behind the scenes. Doesn't mean we can't argue. Right, exactly. We start doing Bad Boys. Uh, everybody loves Bad Boys 1, and I love Bad Boys 2. And, of course, this is when the Contrarian – you actually created this, Contrarian Masunis. This right. is the nickname you gave me, and I was like, what the hell does Contrarian mean? And then you had to pull up a dictionary and explain <laughs> – Go get a dictionary. <laughs> You had to explain to me what contrarian meant. So I went to school for a little while to Jameson High, and he explained to me about the fundamentals of being a contrarian. So, uh-huh. so then I took it loud and proud of contrarian Masunis, and I and I gave my speech about why I love Bad Boys too, and I don't care what anybody says. So uh-huh. there you go. But you know, you still give me crap about it, and you're like, yeah, your your be- your beloved Bad Boys Three isn't coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, nothing made me happier than seeing that. Uh, but the cool thing is Michael Bay's not directing it, so it might be good. True enough. Could be. Uh, yeah, Judge Dredd, Guilty Pleasure series. I don't know why I put this in Guilty Pleasures. I really I don't. don't. Yeah. I have no idea what I was thinking there. I think it's because it was one. It should have been classic movies Masoonist never seen or something like that, but we oh, hadn't created that yet. So That's right. Then we get to uh, one of my favorite series was Batman series. I reviewed Batman all the way through... Uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, it was doing like now playing where they build up to the release of that. And uh, man, you know what? I gave Batman Returns a lot of crap, but I recently watched that, you know, just uh-huh. with an open mind. And I really enjoy Batman Returns. So here's kind of the thing I'll kind of touch upon in regards to you don't know my thoughts on Batman v Superman yet. Um, but I want to talk about the Batman killing thing. So I've always had this thing where uh I mean, let's face it, in the 80s, there was never this rule, Batman doesn't kill. And, of course, Batman killed in the comics, stuff like that. But, at you know, Batman 89, when he's blowing up the freaking building, I'm not thinking anything of it. But Batman Returns, though, when he throws the bomb down that dude's pants and knocks him down, (laughs) I'm kind of like... Well, that, even as a kid, I thought that was kind of that's kind of non-Batman like, you know. Yeah, that's not cool, Batman. Yeah, it's not cool, Batman. But I've now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, it depends on what the universe is built. If you've established in this universe that, um, you know, even in the Nolan movies, you know, my favorite trilogy of all time, Batman still kills folks. I mean, in Batman Begins, he blows up a whole freaking dudes with with monks in there and stuff. When you know Ra's al Ghul is going down or you know down the uh, the hill, those those folks died. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't think there's been a movie outside of Batman and Robin where even Batman Forever he freaking killed Two Face. So there hasn't been a Batman movie where he hasn't killed. 
I mean, let's he's face bloodthirsty. It. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's, he's the Punisher of DC. I mean, come on, let's, let's look at it that way. But I guess it depends on the universe you've created. Is this a universe where, you know, like it makes sense in Batman v Superman because, you know, he's 20, he's doing his 20 years. He's breaking his own rules. Even Alfred calls out saying you're breaking your own rules, things like that. And that's his arc is the fact of, you know what, by the end of it, he's now, gonna not brand people and things like that you know superman brings it back to the light if you will so you know i can kind of even though i don't like it i can understand where that universe is coming from so i kind of had to do that with batman returns it's like okay batman kills two folks he sets a dude's ass on fire then he throws another guy and blows him up but uh when i kind of started looking a different way i really enjoyed it you know i've never been a christopher walken fan until recently you know things like that so um, I definitely gave Batman Returns a bad rap, but I definitely say Batman Forever and Batman Robin got whatever was coming to it in those reviews. So, <laughs> I dig it. Yeah. Uh, Batman 89, still the fourth best. I think it's my favorite suit. Uh, I, I just love that Michael Keaton suit, even though he couldn't move in it. Just the look. I, just, yeah. I, I love that suit. It's, it's fantastic. I mean, obviously, the Ben Affleck suit is perfect for coming off comic to screen, but just look-wise, God, I love that suit. So... Uh, in regards to what's the best Batman, I'll get into that in my review of B, uh, BVS. Uh, so, obviously, got to Dark Knight Rises, and then this is when you and I collided. The time has come for Sweep the Mojo to take place. We did Cool as Ice, man, on August 5th, 2012. What the hell is happening? Two and a half hours we spent on this love fest of Vanilla Ice, man. I mean, this movie, I mean, it's complete garbage, but we love this movie, man. So good. So fantastic. <laughs> The soundtrack is fantastic. I mean, remember when I was saying, like, uh, when he's, like, uh, rolling up the windows and I'm on my bike. I'm like, how the hell do you roll your windows up when you're on your bike? I don't get that lyric. But whatever. It still sounds cool. You know, we were exactly. we were breaking down the lyrics and stuff like I that. I will apologize for that movie as long as I live. <laughs> I don't care. I will apologize to everyone that, hey, it's great. I'm sorry. What, what do you want me to say? Oh, it's so good. And even Vanilla Ice now has loves the fact that people love that movie right you know? it which is cool he embraces it's it yeah so do you do you have any uh last last minute do you want to say about cool as ice before we move on <laughs> excuse me oh my gosh you can't sneeze i'm uh, not this is this is edit i'm not editing that this sneeze. Is the first time I've, I've been a professional <laughs> for all these episodes i finally just let it all hang out uh, just blow it just blow a fart and we'll be all good yeah right <laughs> No, I love Cool as Ice. I've talked. Oh yeah, we talked about it for two and a half hours, man. Yeah, it's man, great. we did. Okay, so then we get to Faster, my second Dwayne Johnson movie. Um, the reason why I really wanted to do this one is this is the this movie really touches my heart because deep down to the to its core, it's a movie about forgiveness. Um, I mean, this is about guys that killed his brother, and I think the reason why this movie is so fantastic for me is the ending with the preacher when he's got the preacher there. He's a guy who killed his brother and he's got his family and he lets the and the preacher just knows that he's there to kill him. And just the words that he says and praying and just singing. And I don't know, man, that scene still gets to me, man. It gives me chills every time I watch it. I just watched Faster last weekend. I can't say how awesome I love that movie. It's just, ugh. It's it's the most underrated Dwayne Johnson movie. So if I agree with you. Yeah. Never watched it. Go go watch it because there's very little action in that movie, even though it's called Faster. It's basically just uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a really great old school, you know, 
go find and hunt them kind of movie. You know, it's awesome. So then we get to Expendables 1 and 2. Expendables 2 is still the best, man. Um, I love Expendables yep. 1, but 2 was super fun. Um, gosh, yeah, you got Van Damme in there. You got, I just, I love 2 and 3. Unfortunately, I don't, I've watched 3 once. I, I have it on Blu-ray. I watched it once. I haven't watched it again. But part 2, it's a though. Full full step down from 2. Yeah. Even though Mel Gibson's in there and he's a fantastic yeah. bad guy, the fact that they push away the old crew for a new crew that sucks yep. brings it down, man. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then we get to my favorite fantasy movie of all time, Never Ending Story. Um, the cool. Never seen it. Check this out. So um, when uh, when Tabby, uh, you know, was in the hospital, you know, the, the, the I think it was the the second night, no, the, the third night that we were in the hospital, you know, she just got out, just got out of ICU, and the cool thing is we were in the uh, as I say before, we're in the pediatrics, or maybe if I haven't talked about this yet, we're in the pediatrics department. The cool thing is you get movies in the pediatric department. You get puppies that show up. You get video games. I mean, we had a PS2. We had a PS3, but we got a bunch of movies. One of them we got was The NeverEnding Story. Tabby loves NeverEnding Story just as much as I do. And we both agree that the the Mork is the most scariest son of a bitch there is, man. I mean, that guy is, oh my gosh, the scariest werewolf imaginable. I mean, that guy is just so good, man. I mean, huh. so uh, th- that thing is scary, right? So what we did is it's pitch black in, in, the, uh, in the hospital. And I take a picture of it. Uh, of, of when it just comes out and its teeth are growling and I send the picture to her best friend, you know, Jalen, the one that came with us to the picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so we sent it to Jalen and she's like freaking out. She's like, what is that? And I'm like, I will eat you. And I kept pretending I was Tabby the whole time and I was just like, I will eat you. I am coming for you. I will be in your dreams. And she's she had nightmares for two days. <laughs> Terrifying children. I, I, right. So... That movie still holds up today, still scares kids. So I proved it in the hospital that the never ending story still scares kids. So I might have to watch it someday. I'm very proud of that. So now, are you serious? You've never seen the never ending story? I've never seen the never ending story. Are you serious? Are, are you being dead serious? I know, 100% serious. I've watched probably 10 minutes of it. Uh, I have it on DVD. Uh, I got it on DVD. Oh my god! Somebody gave it to me. I think when Logan was born, so we'll say 13, 14 years ago. Um, but yeah, I've never watched it. What? Never seen it. Yeah. Or any of the subsequent sequels? Nothing. I know. No, no, I no. know what some of the things look like, and that's about it. And I've never seen it. Don't ever watch any sequels. Never, never, <laughs> never, 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 never watch any of the sequels. They're absolute garbage. Okay. Well, I've gone. I've gone 39 years without watching the original, so I think I'm good. Okay. I, I need you to promise me on this recording that you will watch the never ending story in the next month. I need in you the to, next month in the next month. I, can probably do that. I need you to promise me this. All right. Okay. I'm in. Because I need you to see the scariest monster. I mean, oh, it is, it is terrifying. And then you got to see Falcor, man, the greatest dog in history. Right. Uh, I know what he looks like. Yeah. 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 It's fantastic. So, and then we get to one of your favorite episodes, Fly of the Navigator, son. Oh, the episode I always wished I was on. For real? Yeah. Oh man, dude. All right, let's do it. Let's do a quick <laughs> retro review, son. Fly of the Navigator. G- give give the nation your thoughts, man. Oh, I man, I just love this movie. This movie is uh, one of those that just 
uh, hung with me so much when I was a kid and was one of the first ones when I started introducing my kids to the movies of my youth. Yeah. It was one of the first two or three that I tested the waters with to see if they would be cool with older movies. And when that one it was a home run, it really, you know, it was like that and E.T., a couple other ones, big home runs, like, all right, all right, we got some here. And Flight of the Navigator is just, it's so, I think it's so overlooked. Great, fun movie. And uh, it's just kind of forgotten, I think, by a lot of people. And I really, I always dig it. And I remember every time we put up a vote for movies we should do, I remember always going, we should do Flight of the Navigator. You're like, we, I've already done it. Like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Oh, man, it's good times. Uh, man, yeah, dude, Flight of the Navigator. I mean, number one, uh, the the score is fantastic. And, you know, this is one of those Disney movies, you know, the Disney movie of the week, and they put it in two parts where they play the first hour. And, of course, the hour ends when he's going up the stairs. Yep. And it's like, damn it. And then you got to see the rest of it. And who would have thought Pee Wee Herman would be so – would do such an amazing voice. But, it, but you almost couldn't tell it was him. And I never – I mean, just – Dude, there's so much emotion there from that robot and just, just oh man, that movie. Is it's so... a great movie. And it, the, the the design, the look of the ship, yeah, the, the the kid in control, the 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 aliens in the ship. It's just I love it. It was it it hooked me when I was a kid, and I'm glad it still hooks my at least my kids. Yeah, new generation. And it still holds up, man. Those special yeah. effects are so solid. I mean, I guess that's the biggest reason. With the the re- the movies we love is the practical effects. I mean, look at it, Ghostbusters. How how old is that movie? And it still holds up. But some of the CGI in movies don't even hold up now. How are they going to look in twenty to thirty years? Right. I mean, can somebody in thirty years do Sweep the Leg two and then talk about the movies they grew up with, which would be the movies we're watching now, and and have all these discussions we've had about how great things look? No, mm-hmm. I don't think so. I mean, Flight of the Navigator, those effects are still amazing. When that ship just expands and then yeah. just turns, so good, dude. Yep. I I mean, I wish Hollywood would just go in reverse sometimes like that. So yeah, I agree. And then started the STL Underground Hour, Episode 1, September 21st. Um, I had a lot of fun with the Underground Hour. Unfortunately, I never got to my 50th episode. I was real close. I was at 47 of these things. Um, the reason I wanted to do this is because one, I wanted to see if I'd get arrested. Um, two, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I just, I wanted to play music. You know, I wanted to do a radio show, but I didn't have radio and I'm like, well, I already have this established podcast. What if I just, and everybody digs when I play music, what if I do an all, all blast music thing? And of course I found out that, uh, yeah, not everybody loves it, you know? If you get 300 downloads for one and you get 100 for uh, STL Underground Hour, then it really truly is underground because only a certain amount of your fans like it. (laughs) But that's okay, though. So you make the episode strictly for them. So then, you know, you create a Facebook group for those guys and you just say, hey, what request do you want? And I'll tell you, man, I got some I got into some great music from you. I mean, you got me into that song. No Cure for the Wicked. Is that? Oh, yeah. Dude, man, that song, man, I still jam to all the time. I had never heard that before. The cool thing with Underground Hour is I got to, I figured this, the the music spotlight didn't give the amount of music 
play that I wanted to. So I'm like, if I could do five episodes, you know, and start playing tunes that really mean a lot to me and get people into these bands and, and just kind of tell people, why do I love this so much? And it kind of built and built and it, it actually was just a super fun ride. And the cool thing is, is that they were easy to do. They didn't take me so long to edit and I could put them together and throw them out. And that's why there were so many of them right off the bat, you know? So, and the cool thing is you ripped me off and you started to do your own underground hour. So I really enjoy that. <laughs> Since canceled. <laughs> For real? Oh yeah. I shut, I shut down that radio show, uh, a couple months ago when Logan and I started our, our own show together. Oh, oh yeah. Congratulations on that. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to hear any of those, but I I'm hearing the success, man. So that, that's pretty amazing, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, how, how, uh, how many underground hour episodes did you do? <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Inside my mind, I did. Uh, I don't know. I probably did twenty. Twenty. It was about six months worth. Okay. Every week. Yeah. Cool. You know, I'm just giving you crap, right? I I, oh, I, I know. I actually dig the fact you did that. So <laughs> good time. So, um, yeah, I really, I had so much fun doing those. And, um, and then of course got into point break, my first Keanu Reeves movie. That was good times. Um, and then of course, episode two of the STL and then airheads. I really wanted to play airheads cause I love that song degenerate so good. And Brendan Fraser is actually singing and he sounds terrible. And that's why I like it. Cause it's his real voice. And and it's Adam Sandler movie and Steve Buscemi and man I love Airheads dude, yeah. that movie was so ahead of its time dude I swear so good dude, and then uh, just did a bunch of uh, STL episodes or underground episodes and then we get to this hands down is in my top five fave episodes ever Zombieland. Oh uh, yeah. This was number one I got to play uh, Twelve Stones Infected for the first time. Uh, I played that a lot. Uh, and me and you had such an awesome time. I think you got your new mic around this time. Yeah. And yeah. for two and a half hours, man, we tore this episode up. What do you got memories on Zombie Land, sir? Oh yeah, vivid memories, man. I remember where I was sitting when we were recording it. <laughs> I was, I was, I had to go to somebody else's house because I didn't have Wi-Fi that weekend. Oh my gosh. Oh uh, yeah, I remember sitting in my parents' house uh, on a Saturday morning recording Zombie Land. That was a lot of fun. That's a great movie, too. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, that's when everybody liked Jesse Eisenberg, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the one. Emma Stone, though, man. That's that's what started the Emma Stone love, man, was yes. Zombieland. So good. And then uh, we got Nightmare on Elm Street series review. So this is uh, the Halloween Fest. Uh, kind, I think, uh, yeah, it was October. October 31st, I was like, okay, I already did a Nightmare on Elm Street 1. The, most of these movies suck. Let's do them all in one complete episode. Uh, and that was cool. Covering nine hours doesn't take four hours. I got all my thoughts out. It was good times. So then I got to do the Halloween 2 television version because that's my favorite version of Halloween 2. But a lot of people didn't remember seeing it or if they after they listened to it, they're like, oh, yeah, I totally remember that. So those two were released on Halloween in 2012. So uh, yeah. that was good times. And then we got... Okay, so the reason why I dig the Terminator episode is that's when I started doing the soundboard thing where I was talking to Arnold. That that was fun, dude. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was awesome. I I tested the waters on that ep- I swear I think that's where I started. Tested the episode on that. The score is fantastic. I mean, Terminator, that movie still holds up, dude. 
It's really good. I mean, in my opinion, and, and we've both agreed on this, there's only Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 and the story ends. There is That's no right. Terminator movies. So, yep. yeah. And Now, if you ask Charlie, there's Terminator 3 and there's Terminator 4 and then there's Genesis and he loves Genesis. It's better than all of them. And Ugh. there you go. So, yeah, that's why we don't listen to Charlie, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just messing with you. So then I did three back-to-back episodes of Underground Hour. Headbangers Edition was fun. Got to play. That's where I started playing Flyleaf, hardcore style. Uh, introduced the world to Flyleaf in that episode. Good times. And then brought back Arnold for Twins. Man, I had that was so good. And then I did. Jason actually wrote in. Believe it or not, dude, for the crappy movie, great soundtrack. Um, I think so. I don't know. I can't remember now. It's so many years ago. But I swear he wrote in on this one. Because I, I know he doesn't listen to Underground Hour. At least I don't think he ever did. But I, I swear this one he did. And wrote in. Huh. Gave me some good stuff. And then I did the top 10 singles of 2012, the runners up. This is before I start. I kind of cheated. I was like, I want to do 20. But people are used to 10. So then I threw in the runner up thing. That was good times. Yep. And then I finished Schwarzenegger off with Kindergarten Cops. So, man, I really wish we could have finished our Schwarzenegger. Yeah, we were, we were getting there. We already get in there, man. But uh, you know, it is what it is, right? So, yeah. uh, how, all right. We I got a request from uh, from Hurricane Andrew. He wants a <laughs> review of Last Action Hero, and I promised him it would happen because you're on. So let's do. We got five minutes. Okay. For you to destroy this movie and for me to give it love. So let's go. Boom. Oh boy. Oh boy. Ah, <laughs> uh, this one's man. for you, Andrew. Yeah. I just, I've never been a fan of this movie. This movie, when it came out, I mean, this was right after Terminator 2 and all that, and, and Schwarzenegger was white hot. And I understand why people like it. I understand it's it's a satire on himself, really, and the whole structure of action heroes and, and all that, and it's poking fun at it, but it's just so horribly hokey. And the <sighs> bad guy is so weak in comparison to any other Schwarzenegger bad guy. And it's just, oh man, it's it's the height of him doing one-liners, but the one-liners are just bad to me. And I don't know, there's just, I've tried, I've tried to love this movie. I hate the kid in this movie. <laughs> I just want to punch him in the mouth. Every time I see him, he's not, he's not witty. He's not cool. I just, I don't like him. There's, there's so much about this movie. I remember the first time I watched it was on a plane flying back from San Francisco. And I was like, sweet, I get to watch a Schwarzenegger movie on the plane. This is going to be great. And it was the entire flight back home from San Francisco. And I got off the plane just mad. Like, that movie sucked. How about you get drunk next time and watch it? Do you think? All right, I'll give it a, I'll give it a try. It couldn't hurt. Dude, I, Okay. I will agree with you about the villain. He's terrible. Okay. I agree a hundred percent. Danny, I'm used to him. You know, I mean, he first time, first two times he was annoying, but I got used to him and he's got this weird charm, which is probably why he never acted again. I don't think, but the Schwarzenegger man, I mean, every, okay. Number one, you got the ACDC big gun song that plays like the theme song of this movie just plays in the background the whole time. I love you know, this is when spoof movies were good. Okay, uh, this is almost like a spoof movie, but it's a movie. It's like it's like a movie inside a movie. I don't know. I love that kind of stuff. And Schwarzenegger. I mean, my kids just watched this the other day for like the third time. Like, oh, is this Last Action Hero? My kids love it, dude. So, 
I don't know, man. I love, I love this movie. I mean, is it one of his best? Absolutely not. But it's super. It's, it's just like he just said. You know what? I'm gonna make a fun movie for myself, and I don't care what anybody thinks. And I, and I applaud him for that. I really do. Now, uh, it's not like he went ahead and made some. You know, it's not like the Two Fairy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I really, I really dig me. Uh, I don't know, man. I love me some last action hero. It, it's good times. But, you know, um, I agree. The bad guy's terrible. Um, God, he's so annoying. But the bad guy, though, that uh, the main guy from RoboCop 2, uh, the guy that, uh, you know, kills his kid, that guy's badass. The guy with the uh, trench coat, you know, the yellow one. Huh? Huh? Yeah. You got to admit, that guy's awesome, right? Yeah. Yeah. You disappoint me, man. You still there? Oh, my God. There? Oh my gosh, am I losing him on the last episode? Are you there? It's come crashing down. Can you hear me? Oh, oh you sound like hot garbage. <laughs> well, I hope. Mike? Hello, can you, you hear me? There? Can you hear me? Oh you're my... really, you're really garbly. Oh my gosh! All right. Hello. Hello. Sound great. Yeah, you sound good. Okay. It's your kids on Wi-Fi again, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, needless to say, Andrew. Uh, I'm going to guess your, your star rating here. You're going to go with one star for last action hero. Okay. I go a solid three and a half. It's a, it's a real fun, guilty pleasure for me. I really enjoy it. So good times. This sucks. (laughs) Oh, you can't hear me? No, I didn't hear anything past one star. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude, maybe you need to call me, man. I, right. I can hear you just fine, dude. All right. <laughs> Let me try something. Hold on. All right. I'll call you. Give me give me like 30 seconds. I'll call you back. All right, cool. Okay. Hello? Hello? Did you do what you needed to do? Um, I hope so. Otherwise, the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to move uh, into a different room in the house. Well, you sound way louder, man. So Okay. So... Right. Uh, you've been sounding good the whole time, man. But too bad you you've been it. you've been going in and out. I just some of the things I miss what you're saying, but I I, I catch up with you. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, uh, I gave it. Uh, you gave it one star. I gave it three and a half just because it's a super fun guilty pleasure for me. So and as you say, you can't judge in guilty pleasures, right? That's right. That's so right. there you go. Um, the episode eleven of Underground Hour, I did the top ten singles of 2012. I'm not sure why I didn't do like one group big thing, but whatever. So huh. Man of Steel trailer. Can you believe this is my most downloaded freaking episode ever? Is, is really? the Man of Steel trailer talk. 34 minutes where I start talking about why I didn't like this Man of Steel trailer. And I said specifically that if trailer, I, I know I'm going to like trailer two, but I just didn't like trailer one. Everybody was talking about how great it was and I hated it. And I said, I bet you not only am I going to love this movie, but I'm going to love trailer two, but I just hate this one. It's my most downloaded episode. It's crazy. Huh. Uh, and, of course, Man of Steel I fr- is my favorite Superman movie ever. I love Man of Steel. I've watched it billions of times, It's you know, and I defend that movie till I'm blue in the face. But whatever. I'm finally done defending that movie because it's pointless. It really right. it's it's pointless. I, I've given up. I, I don't care. If you like it, great. If you don't, great. I, I don't care. I'm done having conversations with people about Man of Steel. I'm done. Whatever. I, I As I retired today from podcasting, I retired from talking about Man of Steel with people. There we go. Okay. Uh, moving on to the Christmas special. This time it was Home Alone. So that was fun. John Hughes, good times. Sure. Um, uh, and then after that was uh, Top 10 Best Soundtracks. Man, that, that was super fun. And then you and I got back together 
for the road to 100 weird science man dude can i tell you that i think i love this movie even more than the last time we talked yeah <laughs> who's this gary character <laughs> you texted me last, last. <laughs> oh man it made me laugh because i just I, that's my one of my favorite scenes in all of movies that, <laughs> that line <laughs> gary our son <laughs> Who's this Gary character? And the cool thing is, is I caught my wife who's always on her phone when we're watching TV. She puts her phone down and she starts watching Weird Science. She's like, isn't this the moment where she turns into a pile of crap? I'm like, yep, yep. <laughs> and she started like just singing the song. And I was like, yeah, I caught I caught her loving the movie. It's good times, man. Yeah. I love oh, I love Weird Science, man. It's so good. It's the it's the it's one. I think our it was our first John Hughes John Hughes movie together. I believe so, yeah. It's by far the weirdest John Hughes movie, but it's still fantastic. Still holds up to this day. Still amazing. So, yep. uh, and then after a few episodes of Underground Hour, we got to Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Man, that was good times. Did some video game news in that one, things like that. But I really enjoy that one. Um, it's kind of cool. There's a joke in a recent movie where it says I'm right on top of that rose. Oh, it was in Pretty Little Liars. It was a oh, okay. it was a nod to uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter is Dead. But you know, your wife still watches that show, right? She does. Okay, cool. She's probably pissed off at the last season, but I don't know. Could be. <laughs> and then <laughs> I go uh, to a different room when it's on. It's true. And then Hiding Out, uh, John, Cry- my favorite John Cryer movie. I love Hiding Out. Good times. Um, and of course, Keith Coogan, man, you know, dude from Ventures of Babysitting and uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter is Dead. Um, that was a really fun one. You know, there's a John Cryer movie I still can't find today. You probably own it too. That's Morgan that? Morgan Stewart's Coming Home. You remember that one? I remember it. Yeah, I, I don't own it. No. He was uh, in love with uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Toby Hooper, and he had the chainsaw and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. I dig yeah. it. So I think one of your all-time favorite Underground Hour episodes was episode 17. That's the top 10 Linkin Park songs. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Linkin Park, man. Still amazing to this day. When do we get in a new Linkin Park CD, man? Uh, I don't know. know. Is it ever going to happen? I don't know, dude. I know Chester was, you know, with uh, Stone Temple Pilots, and then he left. I don't know. Are we going to get one? I don't know. I don't know. We may not. Yeah. So... Um, and then after that is one of my favorite episodes that we ever did. Just one of the guys. Oh, that one was so much fun. Oh man, dude. I think at that point we knew that we were going to get Billy Zabka on. So we were all like, Billy Zabka's amazing. And, you know, kind of softening up to let him know how much we love him. Uh, but it was just overall just a fun movie to talk about yeah. and how crazy it was. And it was actually part two because we were doing CCP at that time. Do you remember what CCP was? Oh, boy. <sighs> I love yeah, it. CCP. That was a that was a thing that happened. I love it on my phone. One new like on Changing Channels podcast. That's I'm so like, weird. It's so random when I see that, when I get the messages. Because, <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, somebody's liking this long dead podcast page? Oh, my God. Super weird. Nobody posted anything on there. We had a lot of fun on Changing Channels, man. Uh, 
that was a lot of fun. If it wasn't for the the work that went into it, <sighs> dude, it, I had a lot of fun. It was a great concept. I just didn't realize how much work it was gonna be because it was originally supposed to be like a Twenty One Jump Street thing, and then you're like, yeah, that'd be cool, but then there's this, and I'm like. Well, wait a second. What if we do an all TV type of show and we just review one TV show a month? And you're like, dude, that's amazing. Let's do it. So we picked In Living Color and we're like, bam, we can we could blow through In Living Color easily. Just pick the best of the best. And then we started to get into shows that started lasting five, six, seven years. And we're like, oh, God, what did we what do we think when we started this show? Well, and we also discovered that you and I have we had very different taste in TV shows as far as shows that we watch religiously. Like I, we would bring up shows like, how about this one? Well, I've never seen that. <laughs> how about this one? Well, I've never seen that. And, and it would be like, well, that's a, then now it's a lot of heavy lifting to rewatch, you know, a, like I always wanted to do moonlighting. I said that would be fun. And you're like, I've never seen it. Like, yeah, that's a lot to ask a guy like, Hey, Here's a show, hour-long drama that was on for like five seasons. And that's when we started doing the list. That, right. that, that was the cure because to our problems. Because when in doubt, <laughs> always go to a list when, you, when you're in doubt. Right. That was always our that was our Band-Aid to fix the show was let's do lists. And we then, haven't had an episode in three months. Let's do a list. And then we got Jason on. Oh, my God. That was so much. That, dude, man, when we got Jason on, man, dude. Oh, Man, it, it just it started easy A and then it went to changing channels and it was just a continuation of let's rip on Mike Day. Right. And, and uh, oh my gosh. But yeah, it's just one of the guys was our part two. We recorded changing channels. This is at when we were recording at four o'clock, we would record from four to oh six and then we would do six to nine for uh, STL and you and I wouldn't eat. And, right. and we would sacrifice family time and all. And that's um, th- this is at the peak, man. This is when STL starts to bust out like 15 episodes a week. Yeah, that was the height of insanity. Yeah. And this is when you and I just didn't give a rip. Yeah. Um, yeah. So oof. And, then, <laughs> and then comes my favorite. Uh, I, w- I was going to say my favorite series, but we're going to save that for something else. At the time, this was my favorite series, and that was the Lethal Weapons series. Uh, for some reason you couldn't come on. We had always planned on this, but something always happened. But I was like, this is my favorite cop series of all time. Gotta do it. And, uh, man, John, the mailman wrote in for every single one. He at the time wasn't writing in too much, but he specifically made sure he wrote in for this one and lethal weapon too, man. That toilet scene. Oh, <laughs> still good times, man. Yep. And then I got to do the 12 stone episode. I love that one. Got to expose everybody to 12 stones. And then I got to do the first movie I ever ripped on, and that's G.I. Joe Retaliation. That's where I specifically... I can't believe you talked for 30 minutes just about that junk movie. Dude, I, I tried my best to find, <laughs> like... Man, Fonda walked out of that theater swearing like nobody's business about how much she hated that movie and you don't kill Duke and they've ruined everything and The Rock was complete trash. And she loved, you know, at this point, I got her, she hated The Rock, you know, she got me into wrestling and she's like, no, you don't like The Rock. Rock's a bad guy. You want to like Stone Cold. I'm like, but I like The Rock. He's a funny guy. No, I hate Rock. He's, he's a womanizer and he does this and that. And then she falls in love with The Rock and then she starts liking all this movie. Thank you, Walking Tall. If it wasn't for Walking Tall, I wouldn't have her loving The Rock. And then, and then we get to G.I. Joe. She's all excited, and then they kill Duke, and then she's pissed off and throws her popcorn in the theater, and, oh, it was a, it was a nightmare. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll never let that, that down, man. <sighs> G.I. Joe retaliation. I own it for some because I'm a completist, but I've, yeah. I've never opened it. I've never watched it since I saw it in the theater. So yeah. terrible. 
Uh, but yeah, Lethal Weapon uh, 3 and 4 was after that. And then we get to uh, top five songs of 2013 so far. Because, you know, I didn't have an underground episode at the time. And then the Crisscross tribute happened, man. This is when, uh, man, this is when Chris died, man. Chris Kelly, man. Oh, dude. And, and this episode was the first time I told people that I got to go unedited. Um, I got to leave everything in, you know, that's when they do the N word. And I uh-huh. said, you know, due to this is the way they would want it heard. You know, I got you guys will understand where I'm coming from. And I left everything unedited in that. So it's not like they up and swore all the time. They always use the N word in, in their music. And I and I was OK with that. So um, I'm I, that's one episode I'm really proud of for the Underground Hour was the cr- crisscross tribute. I, I love that one. So. Then we get to, by far, my favorite series of all time that we did together. And you helped make me love this series. Because when we came up with the idea to do Rocky, I wasn't down for it. Because I saw it a long time ago. I'm like, I don't want to watch Sylvester Stallone try to speak and all this and that. And then you really, man, dude, you like, I had to do the first one by myself. Uh-huh. And, and thank God. I did because this was the episode that made Billy Zapka come on because originally he said, you know, I'll come on, but I'm only going to do a 10. I'm only going to do an email interview. Mm -hmm. And then when he heard the Rocky episode and just everything I had to say about it, he's like, I want to come on now. And he said, I'll do 10 minutes. And then that 10 minutes turned into an hour. But but luckily you came on for the rest of the series, but number one, if it wasn't for that episode, I wouldn't have had Billy Zapka come on. And it, it just made me, I just watched it with an open mind and I was like, wow, I can't believe how great this movie is. And then when you came on and we discussed the rest of the series, I, I can't talk about the times we had on Rocky four, just talking about how it's the ultimate eighties movie. And that's, yeah. we started getting new followers all the time. We were getting like left and right of new Twitter followers. And Oh my God, you, your Rocky four episode was great. Right. Was so awesome. You guys, that's how we brought in uh, Mr. Wealthy, isn't it? Yes. And then we also brought in uh, Dave uh, came They've in. Grown, yeah. 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 So we, we brought in a lot of just random people came in. It was awesome. And then we had the most epic episode, our first fight <laughs> ever on Rocky five about, cause you had legitimate reasons why you didn't like it. And I had legitimate reasons why I liked it. And then we kind of came to at a standstill, well, not a standstill, but we kind of came to an agreement of like, okay, I kind of understand where you're coming from. And then I understood where you were coming from. But we both knew at the end of the day that Rocky Balboa was going to be the movie to talk about. Right. And and I can't help but remember how at the end of that we were boycotting the idea of a new Rocky movie. And yeah, this, yeah. this whole Creed thing came about. And we're like, BS, man, I ain't never watching this crap. And, <laughs> and we did like a 20-minute uh, just everything rant. against it, rant yeah. about it. And then it what you freaking love that movie dude love it didn't you give it five stars too uh i gave it four and a half yeah it was in my top five movies of last year man dude so Uh, good it it is i finally got to watch it dude fan freaking tastic so uh you know i i always said man we're gonna be coming back and we're gonna be reviewing this rocky movie and you're like ah bah humbug (laughs) you're like you're like screw that stuff yep absolutely um, so yeah, why don't you give the, the nation a little bit of your thoughts on the Rocky series, uh, overall? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, we, we, we talked about it, but I, the Rocky series is, 
it, it has its ups, it has its downs as you go through seven movies. Jeez, um, but but a movie, a, a series that expansive. I don't think there's a better one that, that goes that long. The Star Wars movies certainly have more downs than ups. And it, it's it just proves how great of a writer that Sylvester Stallone is. Yeah. Uh, it, it, he's so undervalued for what he does. People love to compare him. And this is the thing. is I, when, when you get into that ultimate 80s action boy comparison of Schwarzenegger versus Stallone, I've always gone with Stallone because – he does something that not many of those other guys can do. He writes, and he and when he writes for himself, it's really good. I mean, he wins awards for his writing, and and just the character of Rocky is so so fleshed out as a as an actual person. He's a character in some of the movies, and as the series progresses, it just feels like it, it, it's a comfortable shoe for for Stallone and I just love watching him be Rocky. Yeah. Uh you know, I don't think I don't think Stallone I don't look at Stallone as being a good actor. I think he's good at what certain things when he finds his niche and yeah. I think Rocky proves that he that he can act, that he can have portray real emotions and such. So I love the series. Yeah, I hear you. So and uh you know, um it's definitely going to, you know, it, it holds up, man. I mean, just the fact of it was our, I mean, we had a lot of passion in that series. I mean, by far. I had so much fun just sitting and talking about all of the emotions in that series. Yeah. Uh, sitting and talking about, uh, you know, Adrian and sitting, it just, I, I just remember that, that that was one of these, one of the first times that we really got serious talking about movies. Like it wasn't all just, you know, funs and laughs that we yeah. were actually, having a good time breaking down why we enjoyed Rocky, why Rocky was so big in, in pop culture and just what, what made the character so interesting rather than just, just the training sequences and him punching out random guys, that there was something else that we actually enjoyed about it. I, I remember being a really fun breakdown for a bunch of movies. Yeah. You know, Rocky too, when we start talking about Adrian, you know, going in the, the hospital and just that, that whole sequence with the score and just the, the tone. And I mean, God, and how many times we cried just watching this series overall. Yeah. Um, and, and even though Rocky five, you know, had its, had its, you know, its major weak points, it still doesn't make it to where, the, the series is unwatchable, you know, right. and it, and Rocky Balboa redeemed itself so much, you know? Oh yeah. So much so. So yeah, hands down my favorite series and you're right. It's when we really kind of put the laughs to the side and got serious. And I think that's why a lot of people love uh, our review of that series because of the fact we broke it down the way we did. I mean, we, we spent almost two hours on every episode. Right. I mean, just, and, and that's something we normally did. Uh, whenever we got together is because we talk so much just about, you know, we always have our formula of talking news and, but when we get to the movie, I mean, we really dissect it, you know, and yep. some, and some people don't like that. They just kind of want a fast review, but I always thought it was, is better to just kind of let's get into the movie. You know, is this movie good? If it is, why, if it's bad, let's get into it. You know, and I, I don't ever regret doing that. You know, I always enjoyed the longer episodes that especially me and you always did. It's always hard to do it by myself, but you know when I always had you to bounce off of, man, we always had ridiculous amount of uh, of awesome talks in regards to these movies. Yep. So hands yep. down, um, Fast uh, Furious Six, 
Still my favorite uh, Fast and Furious movie. Uh, it's probably because of, uh, you know, We Own It. I freaking love that song. There's so much I love about Furious 6. Um, you know, I know Fast 5 is everybody's favorite, but I got my uh, reasons why I love Fast 6 so much. And then I did the Hellstorm episode, Good Times. And then it was episode 99, Never Back Down, the true remake of The Karate Kid. Uh, that was super fun to do, man. So, uh, and then we had the uh, the epic four hour and twenty four minute episode. Oh my god, dude! Four hours and twenty four minutes. What the hell, dude? What's this episode gonna look like? Oh my gosh! No, oh, this one here. <laughs> oh, dude, I don't know, man. Karate Kid one hundredth episode. <sighs> yeah, man. That was a good time. It was, man. Uh, it was a marathon. It was. And the the thing is, is we had, had no idea when Billy was going to call in. So we just, you know, we went through it. And then when he came in, it was like, okay, great. And then we had this awesome surprise, you know. And then Jason's like, dude, man, you know, uh, he gave me his critiques on how I should have done things. But overall, he loved it. But he's like, you should really post the interview just by itself. But Literally nobody downloaded that when it was just by itself. Everybody downloaded it when it was in the episode because that episode was so real. It was like spur of the moment. This is when it happened. It was just that that cool, you know. So that was that was good times. So uh, and then uh, Man of Steel, I uh, reviewed that. And then Easy A, first time you, I, and Jason were on together. Now, kind of, um, we'll give you guys a little story that we've never we've never said to anybody on air. So. Uh, there was originally this one time in, in the summertime we had planned to promote each other's shows. We were going to do the Three right. Amigos. And uh, I'm bringing the Three Amigos up because I was requested to review this movie. I'm going to tell you now I hate this movie. And uh, that's why I've never brought it up and reviewed it because I I, I just I don't like it. So I'm sorry. But uh, Jason, I, and Jameson, we were going to do a three-part special where we start the review off on my show, then we do the second part of the review on Movie Mojo Monthly, and then we do the final one on Flicks. That way we could all promote each other and yeah. and, and whatever. And it didn't work out. I, I had an issue uh, at home, and then Jameson came on to do news. And that, that started a new trend for you to come on to talk Comic-Con news and things like that. So that was pretty cool. Uh, you know, even though that door closed, another one opened for you. But uh, we finally got to have our episode together. And I got to say, Easy A, I mean, that's when I said the most ridiculous things. I must have been higher drunk on that episode. But there were so much cracks made at me on that episode. Oh Dude, God. I can't even remember the things I said that Jason would. <laughs> you, were, you were bailing on your own concepts. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. And I remember and I, you being like, no, and then this. and then, I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, uh, I vividly remember uh, I was doing a little uh, uh, day sipping of some beverages and uh, just sitting back watching my neighbor hang laundry and just that's listening to you fall apart and Jason cracking wise. It was it was so much fun. Oh, uh, yeah, that I think that's number three. That's got to be my number in my top three favorite episodes ever. Uh, was that one it is just so good dude just going back and just listening man oh so good dude oh my gosh uh top 10 guilty pleasure songs after that i did the lost boys uh that was fun uh and then i did the bill uh the bill and ted bogus journey and then i got into i think my second favorite series together and that was the chick flicks for guys this is oh yeah that was fun we did mannequin and we brought uh, lisa the legend on for the first time she was on changing channels helping us do perfect strangers yep. and then transferred over to do mannequin that night 
And uh, man, mannequin still my favorite chick flick for guy ever. I love, I freaking love. That's like a six out of ten, like a six out of five star movie, dude. I love mannequin, so good. Yep. Still holds up to yeah that that music so great. And then we got to a movie I don't think you had ever seen before, some kind of wonderful. That right. was fun because I had great memories of it, and then rewatching and talking with you, my review dropped for that movie. Um, and that's kind of what I was talking about, how like your honest reviews always make me look at things differently. And it was kind of like it helped me to kind of see the faults in the films and stuff mm. that I didn't see before. So that that was a that was really good time. So then we had the most epic episode where your <laughs> wife, your wife premiered in podcasting land right. and went to STL before she went to movie. She's never even been on movie. Mojo Mojo. Still no, still what never been talking on. about. Yeah. Legend of Billie Jean, her favorite movie. So yeah. That, yeah, was, that was a lot of fun. That was, that was, that was great. And then license to drive, man. Were you on that one? License to drive. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, that's when we started the, after that classic movies, Masunas hasn't seen. Uh, oh, I love that. Okay. Do you want to, do you want a secret? about this series i've never told you this Uh oh do you want me to tell you breaking news breaking news and you can go back and listen to it and you're gonna be like oh my god did you know that for part two of this series i never watched what part what was part two that was the that was the one where um you know uh, the one with the kid from... Uh, oh, you're talking about Temple of Doom? Yeah, Temple of Doom. You never watched the movie? I never watched that movie. Uh, I the move, I had problems. Watch, there, there were parts that were cutting out. That's why the whole review, I'm saying, oh, yeah, this part kind of cut out and things like that. I had this real crappy copy of it, and I couldn't find it on YouTube, and it was, it was go time to record, and I couldn't tell you to reschedule. So I did the review without watching the movie. I love it. <laughs> love it and you never knew the whole that's, that's why hilarious that's why you had to lead that whole episode because i never watched it <laughs> that is hilarious and i never told you this stuff. i swear to god people i've never told james no you, i've never heard this that's funny i yeah. want to go back and listen to it now. so if you go back and listen to it <laughs> i i watched three scenes this joker's just saying yeah 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 the entire time <laughs> exactly and i kept going back to those scenes i saw on youtube as my as my review he's only talking about scenes that are in the trailer what the hell i know right <laughs> so yeah that is uh that that's my confession to make of my of me not being real the only, the only time i faked it uh was on that episode so i apologize nation i hope you can forgive me but uh I thought it was a good laugh to kind of bring it up now. So. That's the kind of shenanigans that'll get your show canceled, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily I'm pulling the plug before somebody else. Does. <laughs> um, so surprisingly, we did Raiders of the Lost Ark on September 21st, and we didn't do another one until God, we didn't do Raiders of the Lost it was Ark a while until much, much, much. You had like later. six months to watch it. Is all I'm saying <laughs> until February 4th. Good lord. <laughs> that sounds like us though. Oh that my sounds God. right. Talk about dropping the ball. Yeah, we'll get around to it. Wow, dude. So that's when I got into the Blade series, dude. Uh yeah. st- starting that. And then I got into Silver Bullet, my favorite. Uh, this was the Oktoberfest. I went all out. I went yeah, yeah. All Oh, this is when you were putting out like two a week in October. Yeah, dude. I did uh I did Blade on uh Blade Trinity 
on October 6th. And then I started John Carpenter 35th anniversary Blu-ray, which Jason still pissed off at me that he bought because of my review. That was October 6th. Silver Bullet, then Scream. You and I did Scream. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. Because you're not, everybody knows you're not a horror guy, but you wanted to do Scream. Uh, And then I did Child's Play. And then I did Curse of Chucky. Uh, because you had reviewed it and I wanted to give my thoughts and, and this was the first movie, uh, puppet master was with it. And I apps, this is the movie I absolutely hated on STL out of all the movies I reviewed. I, I couldn't stand. It. I gave it a half a star. I, yeah. I ripped this movie to shreds and that <laughs> will never happen again on any other movie unless it's Rob zombie. Uh, but right. yeah, I, 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 I hated puppet master with the passion. I tried it and oh my God. Uh, go back and listen to it. It's hilarious. I, yep. I, you were like, dude, you're like me now. You're ripping this movie to shreds. What happened to you? What's wrong with you? It was awesome. <laughs> what happened to Contrarian Masseuse? I know, right? And then uh, I gave my thoughts and curse to Chucky and then uh, American Werewolf in London that top it all off. So, man, in October, I did one, two, I did SD, I did Underground Hour, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight episodes that October. <laughs> That's two a week, dude. Insane. 2013, man. I, 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 I don't know. I, I must have got divorced that week or something. I don't know, man. Uh, and then Kelly Clarkson episode 31. That was good times. And then we got to Predator. This was our first five star uh, movie. Uh, first five stars we gave to a movie was Predator. That movie was damn cursed. That that podcast was cursed too oh no i take it back we did in rocky but after rocky yeah. we hadn't given one until this one yeah what the hell happened in this episode dude every time i talked about jesse ventura our connection cut off oh that's right oh my every God. time i tried to quote jesse ventura our our skype connection would drop <sighs> and it was like six times it oh, happened dude trying to edit that was a bitch that's why if you ever dig through if you oh my god dig through the pictures on on the sdl page you'll eventually find one that has jesse Ventura says if you talk about me i'll cut your connection (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it was so good and then do you remember for uh we did planes trains and automobiles oh yeah thanksgiving man we had so much fun and then we got serious on this one man on on this scene what okay we gave this movie five stars but we said that the dumbest scene was when dude turns into the devil right john candy turns into the devil for a second and then we spent we spent 20 minutes debating what was in the trunk the whole time (laughs) that's right Uh, yeah. Oh man, it's a then, good episode. Yeah, that was fantastic. I've listened to that multiple times, dude. Anytime it comes around, I'm like, time to pop in planes, trains, and automobiles. And then uh, I did my favorite American Idol, Daughtry, episode 33, Good Times. And then of course, uh, Paul Walker died around this time. And uh, I got a lot of uh, a lot of people like this episode of just remembering Paul Walker, just the way you know. I mean, you weren't the biggest fan, but uh-huh. you know, you obviously never said anything bad about him, but uh, you know, talked about hours, how great that movie was. So that was good times. Yep. Then I got into Big Trouble in Little China, cult classic. Man, I absolutely love this movie. It's like Mortal Kombat, dude. Brought to oh, life. Yeah. I I love this movie so much. Uh, I know now playing uh, is a podcast. They're event- they're going to be doing this this summer. So I'm I'm interested to hear what they're going to say about that. So uh, did a Christmas special this time. I was like, okay, I did Home Alone last year. Let's do Home Alone two this year. So. And uh, obviously, same thing with uh, in regards to Terminator. There's only Home Alone 1 and 2. After that, the rest don't exist. Right. So, 
Then I moved it up to the top 20 songs of the year and then dropped it to five movies. 2013. That was fun, man. Uh, doing that. And then we got to uh, Terminator 2, man. New year, new updates, new slogan. Every time there was a new year, I always changed like uh, the clips uh, in regards to You're the Best. Then I did uh, We Own It from Fury 6. We did the Music Spotlight clip to Skillet. We did Rise instead of Boom. So yeah, we changed that all up. That was good times. And that was uh, the introduction of very good times. Yes, that was the introduction of very good times. That was our slogan. And then the T-shirts started getting printed off. Uh, the STL T-shirts, it says very good times. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah, when that happened. That was January 10th, 2014. The T-shirt was born. There's only four in existence in Lisa. I know you won this contest a year and a half ago. <laughs> and I swear to God, I have your shirt in my van with your address on it. I've just been lazy and never mailed it. So For 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> so I promise you, I will, even though the show is over, I promise you, you're still getting your STL t-shirt to wear proudly and say, would you like to listen to the show that's canceled? It's fantastic. It's called Sweep the Lake Podcast. It's great. So I love it. So yes, uh, I I have not forgot about you. You won the contest fair and square, but uh, you have a shirt. I have a shirt. Yep. Uh, Monday night, Jason has a shirt, and uh, I think John the Music Man has a shirt. So awesome. Those are the only shirts in existence. So good times. Uh, so Terminator Two, we had super fun with that. And then we did the Masunis and Jameson Jam session. We wanted to get together, but we didn't know what the hell to talk about. So that's when we just talked about wrestling and how awesome 1984 was. Oh, yeah. That episode was so much fun, dude. For an hour and a half, we talked about 1984 movies, dude. Yeah. This is what started our whole list thing where we brought up just random years and started going down it. It started with this episode, dude. Nice. Just, oh, 1984, the greatest year of film. So No doubt. Then we get to February 4th, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Uh, as you now know, the movie I never saw. I'm currently downloading that episode again. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait to hear you and just be like, I don't know how I got through it and you didn't know. I, I knew at some point you're going to be like, Mike, did you even watch this movie? <laughs> and it never happened. I'm going to listen to it and just hear, see if I can remember being frustrated. <laughs> like, this guy's just not giving me anything. <laughs> you were probably like, why the hell am I running this episode? I don't get it. Mike did the news and he did the emails and but why am I doing the movie review? I don't get it. Why is Mike always pushing everything off to me? I don't get it. That's funny. Oh, uh, but then we did Indiana Jones and the uh, the we did Last Crusade. Uh, Last Crusade. Yeah. Five star movie. I absolutely loved it. It was fantastic. I this was the movie that made me glad I went back and watched the Indiana Jones movies. Not because you know I got a lot of crap for it over the years and not watching it, but this was the movie that i was like i'm really glad i watched indiana jones it was so good so uh then we did crystal skull because it was like okay jameson hates this movie will mike like it and i remember the big thing was the monk was the flunk was the monkeys that was the thing that you kept giving me crap on <laughs> weeks and weeks out after this review mike and you would do memes about it and post it on facebook <laughs> oh my god uh, dude it was uh, crazy it's like Mike only Mike check it out. Mike likes the CGI monkeys flying everywhere and oh but that's when we did the game What Movie Am I? Right. Uh good times. And then uh did the underground hour Hoobastank Avril Levine. Then we did True Lies. We didn't uh we didn't give this movie as much love as I thought we would. Oh, no, this movie probably for me 
at least the ones I could remember, this was the one movie that actually kind of dropped the most in my book from yeah. my memory to rewatching and actually uh, critiquing it. It was the movie that surprised me the most at how it didn't hold up as well as I thought. Do you remember me crying on this episode? Because I kept going off about the stuntman and you were just going <laughs> off, you were laughing so hard that I, I was on a tangent about how pissed off i was about this stunt man the whole time (laughs) and yeah the one stunt man and then it it turned into this like i was just laughing crying laughing and crying i do Um, remember that (laughs) that, yeah that was my favorite part of the episode uh then we got to a movie that we sorry i just hit the mic folks apologize Uh, we got to a movie we had talked about for a year yeah never got around to because we i couldn't find it it was quick change right and uh, that was so much fun to do. That that was a really good one. Um, quick Change was... It, it's weird because we, we did Quick Change. I love that movie so, so much. Um, and I was looking forward to talking about it. And I felt like when we were doing it that I was out of sorts as we were talking about the movie. I remember yeah. thinking like, man, it just I just didn't feel like I had a flow this week. I don't know what it was. Like... It felt like you and I were kind of bumping heads a lot during the discussion. And I just I remember getting done being like, ah, oh, man, that kind of sucks. That was one I was really looking forward to. And I don't think it was a home run. <laughs> and then it was like a week later, I get an email out of the blue from some dude offering me a TV job. And when I talk to him, he says, yeah, I heard you. I listened to some of your podcasts. I listened to the Quick Change episode and I listened to the Mojo episode. I'm like, really? Because that Quick Change <laughs> might have been the worst I've done. I remember specifically saying, dude. Quick change is by far the worst episode we've ever done, yeah. and I and I want to burn it because it was such trash. I hated Quick Change. I said this, I, it's terrible. I don't even want to release it. But the only reason I did is because we talked about WrestleMania, and then <laughs> and then it was uh, originally you and I were supposed to do real reviews, and then it was well, Mike. How the hell are you going to get here every week? I said, oh, dude, don't worry. It's cool. I'll work it out. I'll just, I'll leave work at this time and uh, I'll drive the hour and 20 minutes and then we'll do the show. And you're like, but Mike, how are we going to go to the movies together to watch these movies? I said, hmm, let me think about this. And we had like a, a conversation for like two days. And then I finally said, can you get somebody else? And you're like, well, yeah, I can get somebody else. I already did get somebody else because there's no <laughs> way in hell you're going to be able to do this show. <laughs> And then, of course, you got somebody named Mike. And I was like, well, at least on my magnet that he gave me at the zoo, it says Mike and Jameson on it, just not my last name. So So, (laughs) congratulations on all your success, dude, on that show, man. It's fantastic. I mean, you, dude, the amount of success you got off of that is ridiculous, man. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. Wow. It's impressive, man. Um, I mean,. From that, didn't you also? That's when your show started to really build, like you and Jason making a show and things like yeah. that. I mean, this is kind of the point where, man, you you just became your own your own network, if you will. So, <laughs> something like that. Uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, that's been a lot of fun. That's uh, it's led to a lot of really really cool opportunities. Uh, yeah, so it's it's weird how things happen. So quick change. The episode Jameson and I hate the most. Yeah, yeah. But but people seem to obviously like it because it got you your gig. So right there you go. <laughs> and then uh, I did a Superman episode, top ten songs of of songs that have Superman in it. That was fun. I did my first face versus heel episode. Got Ryan on, which uh, 
So STL has created two shows uh, or two networks, if you will. Uh, Peter went on to go make his his thousands. He does like nine shows now. Every day. Uh, yeah. So Time Traveling Peter has created uh, his his network, which STL helped build. And then Ryan, uh, Ryan Paddock, who became Ryan Williams on Facebook, he's got the D2R podcast uh, network, and he's got seven shows that run off that network. So it's like STL legacy lives on through, uh, through those guys, which is mm. pretty cool. So... Uh, and then uh, I had uh, Ty come on uh, one last time to talk about WrestleMania, which was good. And then you and I had our thing. Uh, and then we get to the series, two movie reviews that I didn't think I would change my mind on. And during the conversation, I began to hate the movies. That was Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds had such high uh, up on my head, they were five star movies. And uh -huh. then the more you and I talked, the more they became rapists and bad guys and how they were, God, that was fun. They were the jerks and the jocks were the good guys of the story. Innocent guys, man. They were uh. just innocent guys. And these nerds are just bullying them. Yeah. So revenge of the nerds series was super fun. I definitely my favorite, one of my favorite episodes because we just, we tore the good guys to shreds. Yeah. 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 So, oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> it was fun. It, yeah, it was so good. Uh, and then we got to Can't Buy Me Love, man. I This is so good, dude. I love this. I love this review, Can't Buy Me Love. It was so good, man. Um, a lot of fun times. And the movie still holds up. And I'll tell you, that speech that Patrick Swayze gives, you know, that speech, especially in today's time, yeah. is still relevant. That I whole... Agree. That whole, you know, it doesn't, you know, jocks, your side, my side, it's all BS. You know, it's just hard enough to be yourself. That just, it resonates so much to me. Every time I, the two scenes that get me, when he throws the poop on the, on his best friend's house. Right. Still get, still gives me the willies. It, it still hurts my heart, even though I know it's coming. I've seen it a thousand times, still affects me. And then that speech. You know, and then she and then she died, you know, last year. And it was like, man, it's like, what the hell? Everybody the past two years, everybody's been dying, man, that, that we grew, you know, it's just yep. like sucks, dude. Um, then we get this has got to be, I think, either one or two in my top fave coming to America. <laughs> That's fun. My favorite comedy of all time. You know, we had. Tawana Diver City Williams opened the episode. It was listener choice. We had Peter on for the first time who didn't know how to talk Jack. He was super nervous. <laughs> we, we And we had so much fun. Uh, just, you know, that boy good, you know. And, man, dude, and I, and I just, you know, we talked about on The Outsiders, I think, about showing my kids this movie, how this is the greatest comedy of all time, how it still holds up. And, yeah, oh, yeah. I love, I love, love, love coming to America. That's so good, dude. Just let your soul glow. <laughs> that movie is phenomenal. And that was that was a really fun episode. Yeah, greatest comedy of all time. And then we get The Punisher. So this was the final episode that Jason and I did together. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's really hard because, you know, Jason is obviously, he's the OOG of STL, the original OOG the original gangster of STL. Cause you know, uh, you know, he, he helped create the show. He helped me in everything. So every time he was on, I was always nervous as hell. 
always, even though he's my friend, it was just, you know, you're supposed to just talk like, you know, you're just hanging out. I can't do it. You know, it's like, this is Jason, man. This is, this is the dude. So it was like our final episode. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. You know, I'm like, I'm going to be myself. I'm going to talk. We're going to have a good time. And we have to defend this movie because everybody hates it. I got to do it. And I thought for the most part, I was pretty satisfied with the episode. There's a few times where I was like, ah, I wish I would have said something or, you know, I wish I would have, you know, him talk even longer there. But overall, I was pleased with that. And I thought even though we probably didn't change a lot of people's minds, I thought it was a good note to end on as our last episode together. Sure, so. sure. And that, that was good times. And then summer school, man. <sighs> talk about a fun time, dude. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, summer school. Hey, just go back and listen to it. We had a lot of jokes on that one. It was. Oh man, I love summer school. Yeah, and then I did Gremlins too. Finally, uh, Gremlins too, because you were off. You were saving the world because you know it was July and you were doing some random crap. Um, July means I was gone on my family vacation. Yeah, that's what it was. So. And then Better Off Dead. So this has got to be my favorite classic movie. Masoonist Never Seen has got to be this one. Yeah. And that's the one that really, I think that's the one that launched it, even though it didn't come until way down the line in that movie Masoonist Never Seen. That seems, in my memory, to be the one that everyone would say, like, oh, dude, you got to see this. You got to review this. You got to see this. And it came out, yeah, I've never seen it. I want to say that actually was before Raiders as far as like movies of me going, what you've never Mr. Eighties hasn't seen this. Yeah. You were, we were, you were on my case about this for a year, year and a half. Oh yeah. 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 Big time. So yeah, it just, it we finally got around to it. I sat down. I'm like, okay, it's on YouTube. I sit down, I watch it and I laugh hysterically. I still hate that scene though, where he's in the diner. Yeah. I hate that scene. It's the only thing I gave crap about the movie. And, but I love the next door neighbor with that accent, man. She was great. Uh, and then of course I want my $2. I'm like, I don't, I don't get it, but now I see the memes and now I share them. It's all good. So, and then, uh, Ninja Turtles, the remake, uh, this is the first time I had little Masoonis on the show. Uh, this is when I had my daughter Tabby, uh, on for the first time we, we did a, we did a review of it coming out of the theater and then I brought her on and uh, I thought we had a lot of fun. It was a short episode. It was only 35 minutes, which trust me when we're cranking out two and a half hours, each episode, 35 minutes was like nothing, man. Right. But uh, you know, I thought, Hey, I want to get my daughter's perspective because she absolutely loves these movies. And uh, you know, I I still say by far the best turtle movie is, is the original one. Uh, but I, I love, I love the 2014 movie. I, I get why people don't like it, but I really do think that this new movie coming out will change people's minds. Considering the fact it really feels like they're made, they're trying their hardest to make the cartoon come to life with the van, Rocksteady and Bebop. Uh, it just, uh, it just, I'm so hopeful for this sequel. I really am. So I agree with you. I, I have nothing but high hopes for this movie. Uh, unlike Batman v Superman, where I had my worries, Turtles 2 just is going up for me every time I see something new. So uh, then I did uh, Batman Assault on Arkham because, you know, the Arkham, the Arkham series, my favorite uh, Arkham City, you know, uh, my, was my favorite video game of all time. Uh, you know, it was like, was it going to get replaced by Arkham Knight? Things like that. But it was fun reviewing this, uh, movie. It was a short animated movie. Uh, and people are asking me, are you going to do the rest of the DC animated movies? Well, obviously not because here we are today, but 
<laughs> and then we get to Total Recall, sir. Beautiful disaster. Uh, wait, why would I call this the beautiful disaster? Oh, let's see. First, we honor Robin Williams, and then we get into why movie, what movie am I? I don't know. For some reason, I call this a beautiful hmm. disaster. There was something wrong in this movie, but. Um, yeah. yeah, we did uh, we did uh, Total Recall and Running Man right after this, and I that was kind of I think the last Arnold movie you did was The Running Man. So, and that that was a movie that went down for me like True Lies, where I had high high memories of Running Man, and it went down. Uh, but Total Recall was still phenomenal. So had a lot of yep. fun there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, top ten horror movies of all time got to redo that. And then uh, the Karate Kid commentary track. Uh, that was that was good times. I always wanted to do that. I was wondering if I could pull it off. My kids went to church that day. And I said, okay, they're going to be gone for about two and a half hours. It's now or never. And I got a lot of downloads on that. I'm not sure if people liked it. I never really got any feedback on it. But I didn't get any hate mail either. So I'm going to take that as it was okay. So. Yep. Um, did, did you ever listen to it, sir? I did listen to it. Did you like it? Was it okay? I did. I, well, I, I didn't listen to it the way I was supposed to. I didn't actually listen to it with the movie. No, that I, it's fine. I didn't want you to anyway. <laughs> I just listened to it while I was at work. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And because, I, like you, I can see the movie in my head. I don't need to actually sit in front of it and watch it. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I. I. And hopefully, I kept it entertaining enough. I tried to talk the whole time just to keep it going. So well, that's the whole point. Yeah. And then I think I think this has got to be my favorite episode we've ever done, Men at Work. I mean, oh, yeah. we had so much fun with, with Keith David, just the jokes that <laughs> that guy would. Oh, man. I, I don't know, man. I'm stuck between Zombieland, Cool as Ice, this movie as like. Hey, we did like, some good ones, man. Oh, man, dude. we So many. There, it, it's pretty awesome that every episode I can think of that I did with you, there's only one that I didn't like. Right. You know, that's pretty awesome. You know, when I could, when I look at everybody else in the past, I'm like, oh, well, this was terrible. This was terrible or whatever. It's like with you, there's nothing I would have changed on any episode. Even quick change. I was still like, we just didn't have the energy. That, that was the only problem with that episode. We, we did our thing. We just didn't have the energy for whatever reason it was, you know? So, um, but yeah, men at work, man. I don't know, man. Like I said, it's kind of like a three-way tie. Men at work, cool as ice, zombie land. The, but then again, the Rocky series was so phenomenal. I mean, that's like Oscar-winning reviews for us <laughs> is the Rocky series. I mean, Rocky Four. I mean, that's got – I listened to that thing like five times. Just like, dude, I'm listening to Rocky Four review, and you're like, why? I'm like <laughs> – I'm just like – I just felt like doing it, man. It was just so much fun. So maybe Rocky Four is the best episode we ever did. I don't know. So. I'll go with that. And then I did the commentary track with Peter for Back to the Future because yep. I, I always wanted to redo that episode. And I thought we had a lot of fun on that one. We, of course, never got to do two or three, but that was okay. And then uh, getting close to the end of the Underground Hour, episode 45. And then I did Furious 7. So I had some things to say on Furious 7. Um, I think I came out of it really loving it. I still really like the movie, but it's always been like what, there's things in it that I couldn't figure out what were my issues. And it kind of hit me later on. You know what I'm saying? So yep. there you go. Breakfast Club and Brewster's Millions. Oh my gosh, dude. Maybe those are top. Oh my gosh. Those are fun. Oh man. Brewster's Millions, dude. We went all out in that episode, dude. Oh my gosh. Yep. And then of course they live. That was a bittersweet episode to do because yeah. of the fact of, you know, we did it because, you know, Piper died. 
and, right. and we wanted to pay tribute to him. And uh, we got a lot of love on that episode behind the scenes, man, of emails and stuff like that. So that was that was good times. And then, of course, we did um, th- our second to last episode was This is the End, uh, which was fitting, of course, as we joked about on The Outsiders, uh, because we wanted to defend these guys because we typically, you know, rip on these guys or whatever. But it was the time to uh, say, hey, actually go watch this movie. And I got to play Backstreet Boys for the first time. That was awesome. <laughs> it's unbelievable that that was your first time. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was. So That's crazy. And then my last solo review ever did was Pulp Fiction. So there you go. Huh. And then uh, I did the Batman v Superman trailer 2 reaction kind of thing. Eh, yep. it was all right. Uh, my The big ep- year-end episode was the top 20 songs of 2015. And then our final episode uh, was The Outsiders. Yeah. That, that was on January 27th. And then, you know, um, you know, you have been asking me. You're like, Mike, so how are you feeling about the podcast? And, you know, I would just send you random text messages where I'm just like, dude, uh, I don't, I don't ever want to do an episode unless I have the passion for it. And I'm just, right. I'm not feeling it this month. You're like, ah, that's cool. Just give it some time whatsoever, you know? And then, you know, of course, everything changed with Tabby. And then, you know, we, we finally started talking and you're like, dude, I've been feeling it, man. Especially when you're reassuring the nation all as well, you know? And, uh, I, I want to, you know, I want to thank you for helping me, you know, come to the decision that I knew I needed to do. Uh, but you know, it's definitely something that, you know, I'm not, I don't want anything to be sad or anything like that because as we've just, you know, talked about for two hours, how much fun we've had on this, uh, you know, and I definitely say, man, you are the best podcasting partner I've ever had. I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, I cherish every moment that we had together, all these reviews, uh, they're all a plus in my book. And I listen to them whenever I'm having a bad day. I'll just pick a random one and listen to it because there's always something, some hijinks that happen in the episode where <laughs> I couldn't say a word and, and we would do, you would teach me about, oh, is this a word? You know, it, it was always good times, man. So yeah. um, I, I, I want to kind of maybe treat this like a wrestling thing where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm retiring but, you know, in the wrestling world, retiring, you know, maybe in five years you can come back into the ring uh, for WrestleMania or something like that. So you're signing the Legends contract. You never know. Yeah. 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 You know what? I mean, so kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit, because if, if you look and we just talked about all the all the episodes and and uh, you can see the release dates. You know, we talked about how you did eight in one month at one point. And then it starts to stretch and you and I weren't on it together as much, you know, it would be five, six months between us getting together to do a show. And I was busy and real life gets in the way and there's just things that come up and yeah. And I just, you know, I'm glad that you decided to do this. I'm glad that you decided to take the time to have a farewell rather than there's nothing I hate worse than when podcasts that I've invested in and podcast hosts that I feel like I actually know, even when I don't, yeah. the guys who, I've, who have been in my head, talking in my head for hundreds of hours, and then they just stop. And you go, wonder whatever happened. There's a lot of my, some of my mo- most favorite podcasts ever that just stopped and just drifted away and never, no notice, no nothing. And you just go, for months and years, you go, I wonder if they're going to have another one. You, know, you check and check. And so I'm glad that you took the time and made the decision that, you know what? I do want to say 
thank you to everyone. I do, and 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 you deserve it, man. I mean, you've put in hundreds of hours into this, <laughs> right? and you've you've formed this really great community of people who care about each other, who care about movies, and when when people join this community that aren't respectful they're you know we don't put up with it nope um we have a lot of fun we've made a lot of great friendships and relationships with with each other and and had all this great crossover success with different things you and i have actually hung out in person which took years and to to happen our families are friends all this stuff happens man and it's all based off this one little thing off this one little concept in this little podcast yeah. that it, I, I love. No matter how many downloads you get or or rankings you're at or whatever, I think your lasting legacy is what you built here with the STL Nation, with the people that listen, with the people that, that still go on to a page on Facebook when there hasn't been an episode in six months and the people are active on there daily, blowing up my notifications daily <laughs> while things being posted. Mike, that's pretty incredible, man. And I just, I, you know, I, I, I'm not gonna get sappy, but <laughs> I'm gonna edge. I'm gonna put my toe on the line. That it's, it's really cool that that you have all this to look back on, and that, like you say, it doesn't have to be necessarily goodbye forever. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that at all. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's gonna hold you to that. But you know, sometimes you just need to step away. Sometimes there's uh, there's other things in life, and and you know, I could I could feel that in you that you didn't you weren't gonna do it. <laughs> I think you were gonna be content to just not do it until somebody said you should probably do it. You know, and and I think that uh, um, you you earned it and you deserve to to be able to say goodbye and for everyone else's to to thank you and to let for everyone else. I'm really hopeful that you. I know you said you got some emails from people. I can't wait to listen to the episode and hear the emails that you got. Yeah. Because more than anything, the thing that I am most envious that you've been able to do with this show is you've been able to get people to connect with you and to want to write in and want to 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 stay in touch with you. That's something that I've tried for years with my uh, with other podcasts and I struggle to get people to email in and feel connected and sometimes I feel like I'm talking into a, a void. Um and that's never been a thing here. You always have people who want to write in and want to reassure you about things in your life and talk to you about the previous episode and ideas for what they want to hear and they and and get into it with you sometimes about things that you, you said they get engaged and that's because of you, you know, it's, it's, it's very easy to just listen to a podcast and the, and every podcast they put out their email address. And I, I email into maybe three different ones in my life, but this one really consistently gets people wanting to email in. And I think that's pretty incredible, man. I think it's really great. I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Um, and, and that was kind of a thank you for everything you just said. Um, you know, this kind of the biggest thing is, is that concept of where you've invested all this time and people just drop off the face of the earth. And, and even though we all talk in the community all the time, it's not fair 
to just leave the show hanging. And, and I knew in the back of my mind, I'm like, I should really do something with STL, but I got this going on. I got this going on. And it's just like, but you always said you're not going to record unless you know, you're a hundred percent. I will always give a hundred percent on every episode. So I was like, I'm not a hundred percent, so I don't want to record anything. But you know, I also knew that this is what I needed to do was to close the chapter, uh, on STL, at least for now, you know, um, it, it probably, it's more likely goodbye forever, but just because the show ends doesn't mean any of our relationships end. The STL Nation is still just as strong as it was yesterday. And we're, you know, people are more than welcome to join anytime they want. We're, we still, I mean, do we talk almost every day in that group? It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not in any other group that's this active. It's crazy. No. You know? Um, so, you know, if it is my final time behind the mic, it is. If if five years from now, it's time to dust it off. The cool thing is I, I make one announcement and it's like everybody I, I know for a fact everybody will be there. And it's because I don't treat my fans as fans, but they're my friends. Right. You know, it's like that's how I consider them, you know, and that's why I wanted to give everybody a nickname and, and include them and do voting and everything. So they felt just as much of this show. They helped build this show just as much as I did, uh, you know, and I'm so proud of these four years to four of the best years of my life. And, uh, you know, man, meeting, you know, meeting you, it, it's crazy how, you know, just you know, hang, just being with, you know, Jason and, and all this and that, and then turn and actually becoming real life friends with you. And, and every year we set a time for our families to get together and hang out and take pictures and just reminisce. And it's like, we were just hanging out the other day and it's just like, you know, how much, you know, and my little girl and your little girl just walking together, <laughs> you know, down, down the road, how it's oh, like, yeah. how it's like a Kodak moment that is just so unbelievable. And, uh, it's, it's amazing how a hobby turns into all these friends and all these, these countless hours and memories. And I mean, yeah, man, it's, I could go on and on and on. I know this episode is going to be long because I haven't even done my solo stuff yet, <laughs> you know, but, uh, I, I know everybody wanted to hear you on here and, and I'm kind of glad I got to, you know, got to do what we did and just kind of reminisce, go through the beginning to the end. And, uh, you know, the journey was rough at first, you know, uh, lo losing my vision, you know, at, at first kind of letting people tell me what to do or, you know, it wasn't my thing. But when finally realized what I wanted to do and then, you know, you had the same thing as, you know, the same concept as me of like, you know, these movies rock and they, do they still hold up? And of course they do because they're amazing. Let's let's tell people why they're so amazing, you know, and good times and uh it's pretty cool that the nation especially when it comes to music has been so open uh to all the bands that i play you know i mean it's no secret that i've played christian rock on this show but uh you know of course i never threw that down anybody's throat it was just like hey here's a band i dig here's a song i dig i think it'll help you get through your bad day and so many people have wrote in and said man this song helped me so much through this or you got me into this band or you know, I'm not a Christian, but hey, I love this band. They're amazing. So it's pretty cool that even uh, I can uh, these this, you know, I, I don't want to I don't know. It's just it, it's pretty cool that it can go outside of just listening to a movie review that they can it can impact them outside their lives, too. You know, yep. 
Um, especially somebody who said that, you know, they were going through much depression and listening to you and I talk made their, made their depression go away. Things like yeah. that. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I was going to read the emails with you, but at the same time, I'm like, ah, I kind of want to save that, you know, at the very end when we get done kind of thing and, you know, thank everybody that way. But, yep. um, I've had an absolute blast, uh, with you, um, you know, obviously, me and you aren't done talking. I mean, <laughs> clearly. Uh, I mean, as we've kind of talked about before we even start recording, it's like, you know, you're always my boy. You know, you're one, you're one of the greatest friends I have on this planet. And uh, it's pretty cool that, you know, we got stronger together through this show. But even outside the show, life brought us together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and and that's it. Our friendship reflects on this show, you know, because we're just hanging out being buds not trying to do a podcast so we can get downloads on iTunes or whatever. I'm, I have you on just because I need a co-host. It's like, this is Jameson, my homeboy. We're going to talk some movies. We want you to come for a ride. And uh, it's been an amazing ride. You know, I wish you were in the beginning of the ride, uh, mm. but that's okay though, you know, um, because the first part of the ride kind of sucked. Uh, you know, it's like the beginning of a roller coaster. It took a while to get to that top, but once you came aboard, man, it was all like, man, it just got fun, man. It was awesome. So thank you for, you know, all the hours that you, that you got on because there's many hours that you could have been with the family, but you sacrificed food or, or whatever family time. And that's something that I'm looking forward to getting back, uh, cause I've denied my family a lot. Uh, doing this and, and getting upset with my kids because, oh, I'm trying to record, shut up. Or, you know, it's like, I'm trying to edit, leave me alone, whatever. So now I can kind of, I don't have to worry about that stuff anymore, you know? And it's not like it was every time, but it's just, you know, you get in one of those moods where you're like, oh, this episode's going to take me forever to edit, leave me alone, you know? And then you feel bad because you're like, you were a douchebag, you know? And it's like, uh, no, I, yeah. Anyone who does podcasts knows sometimes you get, you get that weird hyper focus on something and, and, and everything else kind of has, gets pushed to the side and, oh yeah, there's regrets, but you know what? Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't change anything. I had, I've had a ton of fun. Uh, you talk about you talk about uh, missing food, man. I I'm picturing so many episodes where I'm <laughs> smelling food being cooked, and then I'm hearing dishes being cleaned up. <laughs> like, oh man, dinner just dinner smelled pretty good. <laughs> we, I mean, one of our last episodes, we did a whole we talked about food for thirty minutes. Oh my god, it was that fun. And people ate it up and listened to the whole thing. <laughs> what happens when you start re- recording while you're hungry? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, man. No, I, I, I appreciate your kind words. And like you say, uh, none, none of it changes. None of this changes you and I hanging out. It, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's probably strengthened it. The fact that, you know, sometimes we, we go large gaps between actually being able to record, but we're still friends. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we've been through some stuff together, yeah, you know, man. you know, the real stuff that people don't know, you know, you and I, you and I have had some real conversations and, uh, yeah. Yep. And, you want a few people that I feel like I can talk to that way. And I think, uh, I think that's reflected in, uh, the way a lot of people uh, feel about you and the, the, the positive nature that you always bring. I think that's part of the reason why anytime you, you aren't up, you aren't the, uh, happy go lucky masoonist. It is kind of like, Oh man, Oh man, he's the guy who's supposed to be the, the happy <laughs> one, you know? Uh, and, and I just, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's been a great ride and, uh, man, 
between this and changing channels, we've done 50 plus episodes together. That's a pretty good run. I've done, I've done about the same many of Mojo episodes over the course of a number of years. Wow. So, I mean, it's been a, it's been a good run together. So, man, I just, I, I I appreciate you uh, letting me come on and talk about these movies with you and, and, uh, and have fun and, and, you know, rip on you sometimes and take it all good naturedly and never have hard feelings about it. And yeah, it it was always fun because I always knew you never got you never got to review these movies because you can't I, do that in Movie Mojo Monthly review these kind of old movies like that you know and at least I was like man this will give Jameson a chance to oh yeah you know talk about these movies in depth for a while and not have to worry about I got to talk about the newest trailer next yes. month and stuff like that so you know um, it's it's pretty cool you know you got to got to do the new stuff and then we got to do the old stuff together you know oh so. yeah I love it I love it there's nothing uh, there's nothing I love more if I had to choose between the two Brian don't listen to this. <laughs> if I had to choose between the two, uh, uh, I-, I love talking about old movies. I love talking about '80s movies. I love talking about guilty pleasures. That's why that's my favorite part about Movie Mojo Monthly is guilty pleasures. That's the one time where I can talk about it. But a lot of these movies aren't guilty pleasures. They're just good movies. Yep. And I love getting to talk about them with somebody who's passionate about them and loves them and have a real discussion about them. And I mean, where else are you can sit and talk about Mannequin for an hour and a half? You know, what I mean, it's just. It, it's it's fun and so yeah they, I, I've dug it a lot and you know what I've you've been gracious to me uh, some people wouldn't be so gracious to let me sit and self promote my stuff on your page and, and <laughs> all these things I mean it's 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 been really cool man it's yeah really cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss this for sure yeah I am too and you know I've always thought you know this is just as much your show as is mine and you know the nation is you know and people always ask me can I promote this sure. I mean, we're all family. It's all good, man. So, you know, I, I want everybody to get as much Jameson time as they can. So, <laughs> of course, I want them to, you know, for you to, you know, do that and, and to continue to do that. And the cool thing is, man, like I said, we're all still going to hang out together in this group. And, and it's pretty freaking awesome. And, of course, I get the most likes on Facebook when I don't record. I don't understand how that works. It's so weird. But well, whatever. <laughs> So I guess for you and I, man, um, you know, I guess I'll, I'll call this an end. Uh, we've been going to two hours at this thing. I, yeah. God, I can only imagine how long this episode. I told you, Hey, what did I tell you when, when you told me, you texted me, said, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to lock up the, sh- the door on this thing. What did I tell you? He said six hour minimum, man. <laughs> Anything less than six hours will be a disappointment. Oh, <laughs> I was man. only half joking. No, I know. I, I'm not going to, I can't go four hours like I did before, <laughs> but this is easily going to hit the three hour mark oh, yeah. easily. Yeah. Especially if I do a, you know, a melody thing at the end with music, oh, I don't know. but right. uh, good times, man. Well, uh, I, I guess for the, uh, for the last time, sir, uh, where can people find you when they need <laughs> to find you? <laughs> 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 you people all know where you can find me i post all my crap on the sel page you can find it all there oh i love it go get a dictionary go get a dictionary <laughs> oh man well i guess that's it for us son and uh oof, good times man thank you as always and uh one last time folks uh uh, I'm not really going to sign off on the episode. Yeah, don't so, sign off because so, people will stop listening. So right. I'll just say goodbye to you. I'll, okay. You carry cool. on. Do what you're going to do the rest of the show. I can't wait to listen to it. I I, I really can't wait to hear this out because I want to hear everything you have to say. But, Mike, congratulations on your retirement. Good luck on everything you're going forward. 
I can't wait to hear all this. It's been uh, it's, it's been a good time. Great. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you later, brother. All right, bro. Bye. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that walk down memory lane with Jameson. I had so much fun. Thank you, bro, for coming on, man. Uh, I will cherish that moment. Uh, probably listen. Anytime I'm feeling bad, I think I'm just going to listen to that section uh, at the end. Uh, talk, man. It was good times, man. I, I almost, I think I cried after the episode was done, man. It was just, oof. That was some, some nice, kind words. So, all right, guys. Speaking of kind words, let's get into the final set of emails uh, for the STL Nation. So, here we go. Let's hear what the STL Nation had to say. Okay, guys, so uh, do you remember that one time we were supposed to record the Big Lebowski and never got around to it? Well, uh, Hurricane Andrew, uh, who made the T-shirts, thank you, uh, he wrote in for the Big Lebowski, and I never read the email. So I'm going to read that uh, before I get to his farewell email. So the first one is Big Lebowski. This way, Jameson can hear him. Hello, Mike and Jameson. Hope you guys are good. Been a while since I wrote in, so I figured I'd drop a line here. Thanks for keeping the show rolling with how busy you are. I know because I am also in school with the wife and kids as well as working full time. So I know how time consuming it all is. I've been listening to past shows to keep me busy because honestly, so many of these other podcasts on iTunes suck. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, As for the Big Lebowski, I've never seen it. Maybe after listening to the show, I'll check it out sometime. I'm still holding out for a last action hero and over-the-top review. I think I remember Jameson saying how much he hates last action hero. So it would be fun to hear you explain how wrong he is and how he clearly can't recognize cinematic masterpieces when he sees one. And that's the bottom line because Hurricane Andrew said so. Well, sir... Uh, I know we didn't spend a whole lot of time on Last Action Hero. I hope that you kind of got what he was saying. I mean, of course, Jameson was wrong. I mean, we we know that it was fantastic, but, you know, I'm just kidding, Jameson. But over the top, I apologize, dude. I totally forgot to ask him about it. But I'll tell you what, uh, you know, in the group, Jameson will be more than happy to talk about. You know, we can just bring up an over the top discussion and be like, okay, so here's why I dig over the top. Jameson, what do you think? So. And, you know, maybe even going forward, uh, for those of you who listen to the show and you're not part of the STL Nation group, if you want to be in contact with us, you know, there's going to be some movies coming out that I'm just going to give some written thoughts about it, you know. Uh, And uh, if you want to get in the conversation, you know, even though the show's over and you're like, oh, I missed my chance, it's not too late because, you know what, we all hang out every day. We're talking, man. We're hanging out. We're best buds. It's a great community to be a part of, as you know. So just type in STL Nation in Facebook. Uh, It'll be a closed group. So once you accept it, as long as I know you're not a troll, you'll be in. It's all good. So, uh, yeah, going forward, you know, I think that's what, you know, I mean, that's kind of what I do anyways. I'm like, yeah, this movie, this is what I thought of it. Here you go. But obviously kind of more now than ever, whenever I get some free time, I can just throw something up like that. But Here is Hurricane Andrew's final uh, farewell email. Here's what he had to say. Excuse me. I need a drink here. Hold on. (sighs) All right. Dear Mike McMasunas, I am writing this to you straight out of the theater of watching Batman versus Superman. I can officially say that despite my initial skepticism... 
Ben Affleck did a great job and I love the way that he portrayed Batman in this movie. I love how they made him scary and dark and I love how they used the voice disorder to make uh, distorter to make him even more monstrous and menacing. I agree, sir. Uh, my six-year-old even remarked in the movie, Daddy, why is Batman bad in this movie? The rough, gritty portrayal of Batman was exactly what I wanted to see, and I think we got it. I know you, as a Batman purist, might not like that Batman killing people in this movie, but I absolutely saw nothing wrong with it. Which, again, uh, once I once I understood the universe it was in, I got it, and I was okay with it. I, I would have preferred not to have it. I mean, they could have did a split second of the going back to the dudes crawling out of the car something like that just to say okay they didn't die just to fix those little tiny problems you know but i mean of course when he throws a grenade in a room it's different but again this batman's in war and when you're in war you kill people so that coming from that mindset i understood and i was okay with it so uh let's see a lot of the themes of the movie dealt with what we are going through now as a nation with terrorism and other things. Also, the Christian symbolism was strong throughout this movie, just like the last one. I love how Superman sacrificed... Spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen it. uh, I apologize, but here we go. Uh, I love how Superman sacrifices himself only to seemingly be resurrected near the end. Uh, I was extremely skeptical of this entire movie, but I am happily wrong in my initial doubts. I will tell you this. My daughter, Tabitha... Absolutely loved Batman v Superman until the ending of the movie. When we got out, uh, we were dead silent. And then she was crying, walking back, and said, I never, ever want to watch that movie again. Waited about 20 minutes and I explained to her uh, about what the ending meant. And then I told her about the comic books. Because she's like, I never thought I would love Superman so much. Because she's a Batman girl. But as you know, she loves Man of Steel. And she's like... I love Superman so much and I never ever want to see this movie again. And when I told her that everything's cool, he's in Justice League, she got happy and then she's like, "Okay, I love Batman v Superman again." So that that was pretty touching. That was a that was a father-daughter thing where it's like you got to comfort her and, and make her feel better. But I I have to give props that nobody spoiled the ending of that even though I just did now. Uh sorry guys, I didn't mean to be a douche about it, but uh, hopefully by now everybody would have known what, you know, if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. So, uh, blah, 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 Uh, I cannot, uh, I cannot wait for the rest of this series that they have planned. And I think it's settled now. Batman officially kicked Superman's ass. Yes, he did. Aside from that, I would like to thank you very much for all that you've done for us and me in particular by providing a great podcast to listen to. As I have told you in the past through private messages and emails, your show was one thing that kept me going through a very hard time in my life and helped me to get over through some very dark and depressing days. So for that, I will always be thankful and I am very glad that I have made a friend in you. Heck, who knows, one day I might be near Illinois or you might be near New Jersey and I'd love to hang out with you someday. Uh, Of course, sir, that would be amazing. Uh, You have a beautiful family, and I think that it's most important that you put your life first before anything else. I am a family man myself, and I understand where the responsibilities in life lay. You are a good man. If at any time in the future you decide to get behind the old microphone, I will be right here waiting. Until then, I will... Uh, until then, we will all continue our relationship on Facebook. And if you ever think of a sweet T-shirt design that you want and can't find anywhere, just hit me up, 
and you know that will be in your mailbox for free. God bless and your great family with love and appreciation, Hurricane Andrew. Well, Hurricane Andrew, uh, thank you so much, man. Um, uh, first off, for just being a, a great friend over these years, thank you so much for you know the T-shirts you made. Uh, you, you guys can kind of tell I kind of went back to retro. Uh, I went back to the – I figured, you know what uh, – you know, all things come to an end. So I, I figured I'd bring back the old logo that Jason created uh, to end the show. Uh, but uh, you made a T-shirt with the with the logo that we had for about a year and a half and uh, made the T-shirts very good times, you know. And, and I, I can't thank you enough for that, man. That It was just, uh, it was it was so awesome. And, and I'm happy and privileged to own one of those uh, and, and a few of the nation people that have it. It was very cool, very thoughtful. I thank you for all of your feedback and um, just everything that uh, you know you've ever said to me through private messaging and just you know um, all the prayers that you've ever given me and just all that other good stuff, man. Um, I'm I'm happy that uh, you know you came into the group and the nation and just became one of one of the family. It's it's awesome. Uh, hopefully, man, you know you'll you'll do some more interacting uh in the group and stuff you know because sometimes you go in there and sometimes you don't so uh and you've got a beautiful family too i always love seeing the pictures of your wife and your kids uh you guys always have fun adventures that you're doing all the time that's like huh that's a pretty good idea i gotta i gotta do that with my family so i always enjoy doing that so thank you so much man uh for the kind words i really appreciate it and as always uh uh, I would definitely uh, let you know if I ever dust off the mic and if we want to do a new T-shirt design. Uh, you are the T-shirt man uh, for sure. So let's get into the next email. And this one comes from uh, Lisa the Legend. And uh, she seems to be taking this uh, the hardest, folks. Oh, my gosh. So, um, oh, sorry, mouth is getting dry. I need, I need, to, uh, need to drink something. Okay. All right, here's what she had to say. Mike, it breaks my heart to not think of hearing your energy, positivity, opinions, and joy you do during Sweep the Lake. Uh, I would never have thought stumbling across your podcast would bring me such a wonderful friend. You took me in and turned us into a fantastic group and family. You have introduced me into so many movies and especially music uh, I would never have known about. You were 100% welcome uh, that, uh, you know, you're the... You're now the second biggest Flyleaf fan that I know. So it's pretty awesome. I mean, obviously I'm number one, but it's pretty awesome uh, how much you love Flyleaf. It is, uh, it's good times. I have uh, come to know you not just as a podcast, but dear friend, respected broadcaster, music lover, epic dad and husband, and one of the best guys I know. You have always taken what life throws at you and found positivity and spirituality. Uh, spirituality. I can't say that word. Spirituality. Thank you. Come on, Mike. Go get a dictionary. Sorry. It's been infectious. As sad as I am to know you won't be podcasting, I can't even comprehend it yet. I know that you're doing what's best for you and your family. As I'm sure you'll hear from others, you really have touched my heart. I'm so honored to call you a friend. I will never forget you bringing me on uh, for Changing Channels and STL. Uh, and being able to give you the interview for the Karate Kid with William Zapka, which you totally deserved, and all of us earned our nicknames. Oh, uh, man. 
I, I'm telling you, I can never thank her enough for for pulling that off. It still amazes me. I have no doubt we'll stay in touch. I will be waiting to hear your last episode. You, my friend, are seriously awesome. All my love, continued support, and forever friendship. Love to the nation, Lisa the Legend. Wow. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Hold on. I got to wipe away the tears here. Hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. Okay. Uh, Lisa... Uh, it's pretty cool. We don't have a lot of females uh, up in this group. And uh, you, unfortunately, Tawana, uh, you know, if, if you're listening to this, um, thank you for all of your um, all your kind words and support and, and just the fun times that we had. Uh, I hope to hear from you again sometime. It's pretty cool. I got you in the Toby Mac. That was pretty awesome. Uh, but Lisa, you know, you're, you're kind of one of the guys I'd like to say, and that's a good thing, you know, as the divas in wrestling like to say, when you're called one of the guys, that's always, that's the biggest compliment you can get. And I definitely want to say you're definitely one of the guys because, uh, it's, you guys remember when we played the STL game, uh, man, that game was crazy. Oh my gosh. Where we had to like, uh, we would piggyback off of a, a movie and, you know, like the karate kid and then you do the heavenly kid and you just piggyback off that. That game was so much fun. That game went on for like I swear six months. And I mean, I had like like nine thousand emails notifications. It was ridiculous. I know we were all joking about this on changing channels. I think one time, but uh, that was super fun. And and uh, that'd be cool if we could do that again. But uh, again, of course, I'll never be able to thank you enough for being able to pull off Billy Zapka uh, for the hundredth episode. And uh, I mean that episode was epic, but I mean it wasn't nearly as epic as it as it w- would have you know as it was. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Uh, it, it was so epic because you were able to make that happen, and uh, I just appreciate your friendship and thank you for getting me to watch Better Off Dead. I can see why you love that movie so much, and uh, it's pretty cool. So of course uh, we're all gonna be friends and uh, and good and yeah. Thanks for being one of the guys, Lisa. It is awesome and. Uh, I can always count on you for all my 80s uh, loving. Uh, it's good time. So, again, thank you, Lisa. And don't worry. Don't cry. You know, we're all still here. Even though, even though the show's not on, you know, we're still around. It's good times. All right. Let's get to the next one. So, we got Charlie. Cheerful Charlie wrote in. Uh, hard to believe because, you know, it's the first time he wrote in in like seven years. And uh, here's what he had to say because it's not Star Wars. So, I'm surprised he wrote in. He's like, hey, Mike and guys. What other guys are there? Hello? We got any guys over there? Huh? No, just me, son. Just me. No, I'm just messing with you. Hey, Mike and guys, I know I haven't been around much. You don't say. But go. But got to say, I loved your reviews. Haven't always agreed with them, but you've always been consistent. I will miss your reviews. Thank you, Charlie. Well, Charlie, I appreciate your words, sir. Uh, I'm glad that you've loved the reviews. Uh, you know, I'm always... I'm only teasing you uh, when it comes to how you only ever listen to one episode uh, and never any other ones. You know, it's just it's fun to pick on you. You know, you're you're like the guy in the group that everybody loves to pick on because, you know, you you got to have one of those friends. But it's because we love you. So it's all good, man. So uh, thanks for, you know, your friendship and, and your good times and your posts always make me laugh. So uh, good times, man. Thanks for writing. I really appreciate it. All right. So now we get to one of the. Uh, one of the OGs of STL, we got uh, John the Music Man. Here's what he had to say. Mike, it's a sad day you are hanging up the podcast hat, but you never know and might be back. I just want to say I'm very happy we have met, and Sweep the Leg will always be my favorite podcast, 
and I am honored to call you a friend. Wow. You know, what's terrible about these emails, as much as I love them, is it makes me not want to retire. And I guess that's the point. People, you know, say these awesome things because you really don't you really don't understand or realize how much of an impact you make in people's lives until until you retire. But I guess that's kind of a good thing. You know, it's like you never know what you got till it's gone. And, and it's kind of like uh, when there's a funeral, you never you, you get to tell the person how much they mean to you, but they can't hear you because they're dead. But it's pretty cool that, you know, I'm alive and I get to hear this stuff. So I just want you guys to know that you made as as much of an uh, impact in my life as as I did to you uh, more than you guys will ever know. You know, uh, you guys were always there supporting me. The cool thing is, man, we had some jerks a few times in, in the STL. Uh, not much, but the cool thing is, is uh, when we had some, everybody had my back and we all stuck together. And it was like, it was like, dude, you don't treat people this way. Get out of the group. You know, this, you know, it, it's just pretty cool, you know, and then just whenever I was down and out, there was always those emails to help lift me up or whatever. And, uh, it was always cool to get your guys' ideas to try to shape the podcast the way you wanted it to be, not just me. So that was always awesome. And, uh, you know, of course, John, the music man and me, um, we talk, uh, we don't talk as much as we used to, which we got to get back to doing son. Uh, and we used to talk like every other day, I swear, but you know, life got busy, but, um, I, I got to, you know, talk to John a lot. We've talked a lot about life and, uh, I got him into a lot of my favorite bands, which has been pretty awesome. And he got me into stuff, which is great. So I'm glad that STL was your favorite podcast. That means so much to me. That's, that's a, that's a high honor to have to be somebody's all time favorite podcast. That's pretty amazing. So, uh, thank you, sir, so much for all your support and friendship and, uh, uh, it's good times. So, all right, man. Uh, time to get to the OOG, Jason Spencer, man. So, thing with Jason is, um, you know, I've kind of talked about this, uh, kind of off and on, but maybe for you, for you uh, new listeners, you know, Jason changed my life for the better. I would definitely say, uh, which is awesome because any Jason that I've ever known in my life has always been. Uh, somebody that always maybe backstabbed me or uh, just was always a negative person in my life. So uh, Jason was the first Jason to to make everything positive in my life. So uh, if you guys kind of remember the story, uh, Knight Rider is my favorite TV show of all time. And I was just looking around on iTunes one day and I saw this Knight Rider podcast. I'm like, well, what the hell is a podcast? And uh, he had just started reviewing Knight Rider, the new TV show, and I really enjoyed what he had to say. And it was pretty awesome. And then I got into flicks and then I started writing him and just saying how much I, I love this show and stuff. And then, we, you know, we got to be good friends and stuff. And I talked to him about how, you know, I was thinking about doing a podcast. And that guy, man, I'm telling you, he was always there to be supportive you know, we we always have this sarcastic relationship where, you know, everybody always thinks like, you know, he's ripping on me or, or being sarcastic. But that's just it, it's just kind of a show uh, that we would always do for people. But behind the scenes, it was always like he always had constructive criticism that was always to make me better. And uh, it, it, I can't thank you enough, man, uh, from the bottom of my heart, man, you you've made my life better because, you know, you helped me get this show going 
Um, you help me uh, whenever I, I lost focus. You help me gain it back. Uh, you help me keep my vision and help me make some hard decisions. Uh, I had some hard decisions to do early on, and you really helped me get through that. And then, of course, you know, you help bring Jameson in my life, who is one of my all-time greatest friends I've ever had. And uh, I, I will continue to cherish that friendship for the rest of my life. I love that guy so much, and uh, it's because you help bring him in my life, man. So um, I know, un- unfortunately, you and I, we, we've kind of lost touch in, in talking just because of just stuff in life and stuff. So hopefully, you know, we can we can get that back, man. But, uh, you know, if, if, if not, man, I just want you to know that uh, uh, I, I thank you so much for everything you ever did for me. And uh, thank you so much for helping me make this show because without this show, I wouldn't have the friends that I have today. And uh, so you're amazing, man. And uh, you're always the first podcast that, you know, I listen to. There's a lot of podcasts that I've dropped, you know, with the new job. I used to listen to 30 and now I only listen to five. And I definitely, whenever your stuff comes up, man, I always got to listen to it. So thank you so much, man, for writing in. Um, So here's what he had to say. Um, as the famous quote from Karate Kid says, do or do not, there is no try. You've decided to do not. Oh, gotta love the trash talking already. It's good times. Um, I can't say I blame you. Uh, when you've already covered some of the most random forgotten films of the eighties, there is no way to go, but downhill best of, uh, best to get out. Uh, while you're still midway to the halfway mark. All kidding aside, how can you quit before reviewing the rest of Star Wars films? I mean, come on, dude. Uh, I mean, you haven't even got into a uh, death threat yet. Okay, maybe I wasn't done with kidding. It takes a lot of guts to put yourself and your thoughts out onto the web for all to hear, and you did it for a good amount of years. You pushed through the rough times of trying to figure out what the show was supposed to be, the awkward talking to no one episodes that really test if a person can hold a show together and even had the I got to ditch this co-host phase uh, that not many people have the balls to do. Eventually, you found your voice and gained an audience and then had to deal with the invent the and then uh, the in this seat. So I need to have Jameson here. Uh, The inevitable. Oh my gosh. Why can't I not speak? Go get a dictionary. Uh, the inevitable you suck type of comments and messages from people who don't agree with you, um, what you are putting out there for all to hear. You came through all that with a show that uh, you came, you came through all that with the show. Some enjoyed and people who cared to download and listen to each and every single episode. And that's a big deal. But Real life gets in the way, and by that I mean simply that podcasting is a hobby, something to do for fun and for free. There are people and responsibilities that will always come first, and so when a show has to end so that the person doing it can focus on the things and people that truly matter, it's never a sad day. Good journey, sir, and don't forget who your boss is, (laughs) Jason Spencer. Oh man, I dude, I'll tell you, it's been so long since I heard that. I totally forgot about it. So, uh, good times. Uh, thank you, man, for um, all the you know bringing me on, show me the Winston, helping getting my name out there, and then the the time I had on the shadowy flight. Sorry, it didn't uh, work out. You know, in regards to completing the whole show, uh, but you know, as as you know, things started to go 
downhill around that time. But uh, again, man, uh, I'll never be able to thank you enough for everything. So um, thanks, man. All right, so let is uh, okay. We got one from Jameson, but uh, he said, "Do not read that on the show." Uh, so I will respect your wishes, sir. And uh, besides, you got two hours to talk to me, so people can hear what you have to say. I got an audio clip from uh, from Peter from Hydrate Level Four. So let's hear what he had to say. What's up, Mike McMasunis and the STL Nation? It's your boy, time traveling Peter. So. Clearly, at this point, I think most of uh, the listeners here probably already heard me, you know, talk with you a little bit. But just again, thank you for uh, all the good times, you know, on your show and uh, also for inviting me on just for the little bit that we uh, uh, got to talk. So I appreciate all of that. So at this time, you probably already reviewed Batman v Superman. Uh, Just, you know, some of my non-spoiler thoughts. In my opinion, I did feel disappointed with the movie. Uh, I think the sentiment is that most people were very disappointed with Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. So had he gone a different direction, possibly even another actor, I think the movie could have been a little bit better and a little bit more enjoyable. Uh, Anytime he was on screen, I felt that he took me out of it. Uh, As far as some of the other things, the reasoning of why Batman and Superman start um, come together uh, as one, you know, to form this uh, mini Justice League that I felt was a little lame. Uh, they should have spent a little bit more time writing and uh, making that a little bit better. But overall, the movie was fine. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. I'm going to watch it again. Not anytime soon, but, you know, I'm going to buy it just because I am a, a completist. You know, I want to have all the all the movies. So, um, you know, if I gave it a, a star rating, I think on my show, I might have given it you know, like, uh, actually, I don't know if I gave it a star rating, to be honest with you, but, you know, it, it's fine. It, it's not the best one out there, but it was a little bit disappointing. Um, I wouldn't rush to go out and see it if, you know, someone hasn't seen it yet. So, on to Karate Kid Part 2. Uh, definitely one of my favorites, uh, one of the uh, better sequels of any trilogy I've ever seen. You know, we get to see Mr. Miyagi's story, where they go to Okinawa, and we get to hear... You know, some more uh, backstory of his character. So it's great. It's kind of like a little bit like Back to the Future 3 where it becomes Doc's movie. Though we don't get too much of Doc's history, we do focus a little bit more on Doc. But with uh, Daniel-san and Mr. Miyagi, you know, it's a a very great pairing. You know, uh, mentor and student. And the only issue I have with that is the, the new fighting um, style that he learns. I wouldn't even call it a fighting style, but the whole drumming technique, it, uh, hindsight, you know, at the time it was probably fine, but you think about it now, probably not the, not the most efficient style of fighting or a form of protecting yourself, I I would say, but you know, it's fine. The movie is still very good. It also gave us Peter Cetera's Glory of Love, which is an amazing song. And I hope that you played that somewhere in this, uh, this very long of an episode of yours. And uh, that one is, mm, I'd probably put it up there, you know, maybe four and a half or something like that. I mean, it's still a very strong movie, still one of my favorites. And, um, you know, Pat Morita did an amazing job in that one. Gave me all the feels. So that's pretty much it. I guess this is going to be my last feedback for Sweep the Leg. So I bid you farewell and never, ever say goodbye. Let's say see you later. So farewell to the STL Nation. I will see you guys in the group page. And Mike, 
Thanks again. Thanks to you and Jameson for all the good times. I take that back for all the great times you've given us on Sweep the Lake. So signing off, your friend in time, Time Traveling Peter. All right. So uh, that was Peter. Man, dude, what can I say, man? Uh, thanks again uh, for all for everything, man. I mean, I, I kind of already thanked you uh in our in our time together but uh thanks for going the extra step man to make me that clip and again uh it's pretty cool to see that the legacy of stl lives on in podcasting form and hydrate level fours is the child of stl and it's great to see how much you have grown and expanded your your network so congratulations i hope nothing but the best for you man and i hope it continues for many many years i hope you you triple the amount of years that I was behind the mic. So I'm I'm excited to see where your future heads, man. Good times. All right, guys, we got a few emails left. Uh, this is going to be a super long episode, but you know what? It's the last one. So, hey, we're going to go out with the bang. Okay. Good old John the Mailman writes in. Whew, here we go. He's like, get ready for a tearjerker, Mike. Okay. Hello, Mike. I can't believe the time has come to end it's the end of an era, the greatest era of podcasting history. I remember a time when you would pop out like five or six episodes a month, laugh out loud, and that was a slow month. It was time of it was a time of fun and good nostalgic movies. But we all have a life and I understand completely it has to end, maybe. It's amazing you went this long. I have no idea how people do a free podcast, work, and have a family. Your wife must be pretty special to allow that. Because between you and me and the millions and millions of the Rocks fans, I'm sorry, of the STL listeners, my wife would kill me. My wife, yes, she's very supportive. Uh, I always did the show when my wife worked. That was kind of the secret. So unfortunately, some of the uh, trying to work things out was always like, oh, well, you know, my wife's home or whatever. It was just... Because my wife and I always had, uh, we always had this rule. Since I always worked the day and she would work the night, whatever time we had together was always precious, uh, and it was always a time of just family. Uh, so no, none of the you know extra stuff, you know. So I always, I always promised her that I would do the podcast whenever she was working or or special occasions. You know, I would do it when she was home. But for the most part, I always worked it out when she was working. That's why sometimes those episodes I was always like, hey, I have to delay or whatever, because I never wanted it. happy wife equals happy, happy life. Um, and uh, it, it, that's just that's just the way we work. You know, each podcaster is different how they work things out with their family. But uh, with mine, because our time was so little, I mean, my wife works every other weekend, so we have little time together. So we make sure we get, we take every minute, not for granted, and we spend it. Uh, so that's one thing that I always did, and it never the podcast never interfered with our relationship, and that's probably why I was able to go on so many years and never got any crap from her about it. So it was pretty awesome. So that's kind of an inside tip for you guys uh, on how things always worked. So um, the first time I found out about you was from Flix, emailing in, having a pretty cool opinion, and it continued and continued. Then you popped on to show me to Winston. You was a super nice, kind, likable Pepsi drinking guy. That's how a show that had a show sounded good. So I checked it out, and you didn't disappoint. 
It was fun and entertaining and safe to be who you were until that Star Wars episode. You did a lot and built a little nation for us to grow. Now that was hot. I always love how he says hot. Uh, I'm glad I got to know you and consider you a friend. I've never emailed a show so much and I'm sorry I wasn't able to as much lately, but I hope uh, for the best for you and your family. I'll see you on the web. John the Mailman. Consider this email delivered for the last time. So that's pretty awesome, man, that, uh, you know, you out of all the shows, you pick my show to email in the most. So uh, it's pretty cool, man. Behind the scenes, you know, I, I consider a select a few to kind of be the the. Uh, I don't know, the board, if you will, of the STL Nation. So if there were big changes I was thinking of doing, I'd consult uh, John the Music Man, John uh, the Mailman, uh, Jason, uh, and a few other folks. Get their opinions on it and then uh, take kind of majority votes and piggyback off and, and then I continue from there. So that was pretty awesome. So uh, thank you for, for all those uh, all those years doing that, man. It uh Good times. So, all right. Uh, I got, uh, is this the last one? Yep. I got one final email. This comes from uh, my boy Jason Watson, Monday Night Jason. So uh, our friendship has really grown over the years. Um, he's a, He just will randomly send me, he knows I don't have a comic book store around here. So he'll just send me comic books. Like I'm talking like amazing comic books, like the whole series of big trouble in little China, the Arkham Knight comic book series. And then he just randomly sent me probably the three greatest Batman stories, dark Knight returns, hush and the, the court of owls, that whole set, you know, that $150 set. I swear it's 150 bucks. Last time I checked. Yeah. He just randomly sent me that. Then the last dragon on Blu-ray. I mean, he's just like, he just hooks me up just because we're buds, you know? And, and it's just awesome. So, uh, man, I can't thank you enough for all the times you did that, man. Good time. So here's what we had to say. Swan song. What is up, Mike and the STL Nation? See, I'm not the only one that says what is up. Jason always used to give me crap about that. I can't believe it, but the time has come that one of my favorite podcasts comes to an end. As much as it's... Why, why am I not your favorite? Why am I not the, the favorite? Why am I just one of the favorites? That's kind of disappointing, man. I'm just kidding you. All right. As much as it saddens me to that the show will be over, I've gained so much from this show. I've become a fan of some awesome bands. It's pretty cool, man. There's a lot of bands that I've thrown at Jason, and he's freaking loved. It's pretty cool. Uh, Pillar, 12 Stone, Skillet. Like, three of my all-time favorite bands he has totally embraced and, like, loved and would give me feedback on. And just, man, that song is amazing, dude. And, like, uh, he he does, like, uh, you know, FedEx and stuff like that and, and travels around. He's like, man, this music keeps me going, man. It keeps my day rolling. It's pretty awesome. So it's pretty cool. I was able to share that uh, with him and a bunch of other people in the group. Uh, took a chance on some movies that I never would have done otherwise as well. And most of all, gained a lifelong friend. I know the show will live on through the STL Nation page, but one day in the distant future, maybe you'll decide to dust off the mic and let us hear what's going on with Masunas. But with that being said, thank you, Mike, for being who you are, for keeping it real with the nation, for being our local place to geek out on the net, and for being our friend. It's true. Uh, it's pretty cool in the, in the group, we can geek out and nobody is ever disrespectful. That's something I'm really proud of. You know, we never have any douchebags. It's always like, 
we're just a family and that's pretty awesome you know as i always say i'm i've never got into this to have the most downloads to have them you know i never wanted to have thousands of downloads you know um i can tell you right now i think my average is like 200 people maybe listen to this show and i was to- i was totally cool with that because you know what there's like there's like 50 people that i constantly know who they are and keep in contact with and over the years have made friends with and that's pretty awesome you know i'd rather have a, a small group of listeners who are my friends than get thousands and thousands of people listening and i don't give a, a rip about any of them you know that's never what i wanted and it's pretty awesome that that happened so that's a legacy that i'm very proud of that all my all my fans are my friends it's pretty sweet so very proud of that um let's see uh i will keep you and your family in my prayers thank you sir and i'll holla at you on the net peace out monday night jason p.s after view after second viewing of bvs i still have some issues with the writing and editing of the film as you know as you should the editing was bad uh but it started to it's starting to warm up for me i'm at a 3.75 now ben affleck is my batman is john uh barthanel is my punisher let's hope dc keeps it going so good job man thank you uh wow thank you guys so much for uh for all those emails man um i can't tell you guys how much it means to me and i know there's some of you out there that uh, didn't get a chance to you know, to write in, um, and, and say what you needed to say. Uh, but you know, I want to say, you know, a shout out to, you know, to Tawana, to Anthony, uh, you know, Giovanni, you know, he's, he's one of my homies over in, uh, you know, I still love wrestling. So I do this group face versus heel, uh, me and him always chat all the time. It's good times. Nathan, uh, he reached out to me cause his kid has type one diabetes. So thank you, Nathan, for, um, all that you've, uh, all that you've said and, and share with me and, and the tips, things like that. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, thanks for, uh, you know, the prayers and, uh, just keeping me in your thoughts and, and I appreciate, um, all that good stuff. My boy, Bart Luciano from Chicago, you know, we, we grew up together in church and, uh, and he's, he's a fantastic guy. Um, I know he only got the email once or twice, but uh, it's pretty awesome that uh, he came uh, to the STL Nation before you know it. You know it got to this point, but uh, um, you know you're one of the last friends that I have from Chicago, so I definitely always want to keep that uh, because you're a great guy, man, and uh, and I always appreciate everything you have to say. And of course, Dave Grown, man, uh, my Mister Rocky Four guy. Uh, I like to call him my, my Twitter guy because I only ever talk to him on Twitter. Uh, but I, I never forget you, man. Thank you for all your kind words and always giving STL the props, uh, you know, just about, you know, the Rocky series and all that good stuff. Uh, you know, of course, Andrew, we talked about, you know, Norhe, dude, I haven't, you know, I always talk to him uh, in, in the wrestling thing, but I haven't heard from him in a while on STL. Uh, but thank you, man, for all your support. Of course, Jason Adams. Uh, I, dude, this guy, me and him, we don't talk unless we're being very sarcastic to one another. But he went ahead and made a podcast. So how awesome is that? Of course, Ivan Carmona, my Night Rider guy, my homie, been there since the beginning. I know he actually went and uh, checked out Peter's stuff. So I always enjoy talking to you, man. It's uh, it's good times. And then, of course, uh, you know, my boy Thad. 
Uh, always fun times to talk to. Um, and Adrian Suarez, uh, you know, I know him from Flicks. Uh, he, he came over here recently a while ago. And even though I never got a chance to talk to him through email, uh, he's definitely sent some encouraging things uh, through the years. So I appreciate it. And uh, so, yeah, man, uh, the rest of you guys, Larry, you know, anybody else that I'm missing, you know, I apologize. I'm, I'm just trying to think of people off the top of my head. But anybody who I haven't named or, or whatever, again, I mean, I'm a broken record here, but it's true. You know, um, you guys, this show wouldn't exist without you guys. So I thank you so much for for everything. Um, and most of all, I, I want to thank you guys for always taking a chance with me. You know, whenever I would say, hey, I'm going to play this music for you. Um, I hope you enjoy it. I never got any feedback like, man, that sucks. Or why'd you do that? Or don't ever play that again. People were always open and, and always had an open mind. And that was pretty awesome. Or, or certain movies that I would review was always like, Hey, uh, trust me on this one. You guys are going to enjoy it. It's pretty awesome. So, um, that's it guys for, for emails and, uh, <sighs> Wow, good times. All right, guys, let's get into the last of the music spotlight. guys so music spotlight time okay so here's what i'm gonna do so i've played hundreds and hundreds of songs on stl thank you god i've never been sued it's pretty amazing uh this was something i always wanted to be able to do was just play my favorite bands my favorite songs to the people out there and hope that i got new people into it because of the impact that those songs made in my life and would help me through bad days and uh, you know, other, you know, just something that typically normal people, I don't know, what, what am I trying to say here? That it's pretty awesome. People always gave me a chance to just say, hey, this may be a band you never heard of, but here's why it's awesome, you know? So there's a lot of songs, a lot of bands that I love, but I figured for the music spotlight, I didn't want to end on just one song. So what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to do kind of a, a, a melody of all my all-time favorite songs I've ever played on STL. Uh, you know, maybe like a, in a 10-minute melody, if you will. Uh, you know, and I know some of you may tune out at this point and, not, and don't really care and want to listen to it, which is fine. This is for my fans out there that, that always love and appreciate the music. Because, as again, as I said before, music is as much of this show as movies are. Because uh, those two things are my favorite things in life. So... Um, you know, I'm going to play you the best of the best of STL because I never got to do my top 50 songs of, uh, that I've played on STL. So I'm going to do kind of, uh, the best melody I can try to edit it the best that I can. And, uh, you know, originally I was like, well, should I play monster as my final song? But you know, it's like, no, let's pick the best of the best. So, uh, for, for you guys, I'm going to play you my faves and I hope you enjoy the melody and I hope you've enjoyed 
this episode. So uh, please, no tears. We don't want any tears. Uh, this has been a celebration uh, of just the road and the adventure that we've had together. And again, keep in mind that uh, even though the podcast is over, the Facebook page, the main page, and the group will remain. So any new fans that may come across this show, no fear. We're still here. You can still be a part of the group and you can still hang out with us and talk and it'll be a good time. So uh, I guess whew, I guess this is uh, this is it, man. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to say this in regards to retirement. The cool thing with retirement is that sometimes you can come back from retirement uh, you know, other times retirement is a hundred percent permanent at this point in my life. This is a hundred percent permanent. However, if, if things change in my life, um, you know, and, and God tells me, Hey Mike, it's time to, to start up the show again. You know, I, I'll always know. Cause I have this feeling in my heart when it's time to do an episode, that feeling will come again. And the cool thing is, is I know if that day ever comes that, all I got to do is send one message out and you guys will instantly be back there to support me. So uh, I'm not going to close the STL feed. You know, I'm not, I'm going to continue to pay the bill so it can be serviced on iTunes. So uh, you guys can continue to go back and listen to episodes. If you want to, any new listener comes up, comes around, they can continue to listen to all the episodes. So I'm never going to get rid of the feed itself. Um, you know, if this is my last time forever, uh, I just want to let you guys know that, uh, this has been the greatest hobby I've ever had in my life. And, uh, who would have thought that a hobby would turn into all this friendship? You know, um, it's pretty amazing. Uh, if I, if I do come back in a couple of years, uh, I'm looking forward to catching up with you guys. Uh, but, uh, but for now it's time to close the door. And, uh, you know, just and retire um, and, you know, only come back for the right reasons. You know, if if things change where, you know, you know, life is just gotten easier, if you will, you know, and it's not so hectic. And uh, my daughter's diabetes is 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 extremely uh, controlled and, and things like that. Again, I mean, it, it never really will be. It's something she's got to deal with for the rest of her life. But. You know, I, I need to I need to take this time uh, to to refocus and uh, and and just you know focus on my family and my life and uh, just getting into a new groove. And uh, it's man, it's hard to let this go, um, but it, I got to do it. So, um, so this music spotlight is for you guys. I'm gonna throw the most fun songs that I can. But again, these are these are my all time favorite tunes I ever played. Uh, I'm also going to throw in um, a, a song that I never put in before because it's something that I recently got into that I absolutely love. So I'm going to throw that in towards the end. Uh, so that's it, guys. Thank you so much for joining me for ever how long this episode turned out to be. I swear, I hope I hope it doesn't turn out to be like four hours. But um, again, thank you to every single person who's ever downloaded the show. Um, I can't thank you guys enough. So with that being said... Uh, always remember to embrace the chaos. Uh, this world is very crazy. There's always something that uh, that can happen. You know, always remember to tell the people around you how much they mean to you and how much 
you love them because you never know never know if you're ever going to see them again you know they could walk out the door and get hit by a car you never know i mean i know it's a morbid thing to say but always remember that is that uh true happiness is like peeing in your pants uh you know everyone can see it but only you can feel its warmth that's something that i always like to say so just remember uh you know make sure that uh you know if you're down and out man you just uh just have faith everything will always work out everything happens for a reason i truly believe that and you know it, you got to go through a storm before the sun can rise and wash away the rain so just always remember man there's that day may be so hard you want to end it but always remember there's tomorrow and it's going to be better so i hope that uh this show has helped anybody um you know see the light and uh you know i hope that past episodes you can go back to and, and listen to and uh so i just want to say i love you guys thank you so much for everything all your love and support and uh i i, I look forward to continuing our our friendship um online so i'm gonna sign off for now guys and uh always remember embrace the chaos so you guys have uh you have a good one take care masunasa
forget you But black and white make a mess when it turns to gray You don't need no key.